0: Hi, I'm Vicki, your announcer for the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. Jim and Eric are going to spoil all the books this week as well as your faith in humanity. Say Weird Out Loud. Also, it's called Weird Out Loud. Yeah, Jim sucks. And Jim sucks. Enjoy. <laughs> She's a small wonder.
1: Girls. She's a small wonder, a child unlike other girls. She's a miracle,
0: and I grant you, she'll enchant you. <laughs> From the head, we're making
2: things I've never seen before behind bolted doors. Broadcasting pre recorded from the Weird Science Studios, this is Weird Out Loud, the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. Is that enough weird for you? I'm Eric Shea.
1: And I'm Jim Warner.
2: And this is episode 21, so grab a drink, you lush motherfuckers, because the podcast can go to bars now.
1: 21.
2: Yeah, they they. That's how the legal age is. Twenty episodes, right? When, yeah. When did you
1: When did you start drinking?
2: Uh, sixteen.
1: You know when I started drinking? When? Twenty one, Eric. I follow yeah. the rules. I'm a <laughs> rule keeping man. I was against drinking so much, and twenty one, I did it and fell in love with it for a couple of years. Had to had to give that up then. Yeah. 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 Twenty
0: one.
1: Uh. <laughs> I mentioned to you last week. I was gonna go watch a movie that i had been looking forward to that everybody was uh, all gung-ho about remember i told you gung-ho yep they no I mean... not gung-ho <laughs> i saw that a couple months ago that's a yeah. great movie no what i was talking about was going to be the avengers but since we are dc only podcast i'll oh, right. say that i went and saw a great movie that i went and saw it i sat on my ass in front of the tv i watched it on youtube and that was erica that was kung fury Kung Fury. Yep, Kung Fury came out on Friday. Yeah. Correct? Yesterday. I believe uh, it came out yesterday. Yeah. I I saw that it had come out, and I was all excited and watched it right away. I actually, in the weird way, I watched it first without sound (laughs) because my computer downstairs doesn't have sound, but I was watching a little bit of the visuals, and then I had to move it to the TV on the uh, PlayStation.
2: I was going to watch it on the TV leak. I watched it late last night after my girlfriend had already gone to bed. Mm-hmm. And today I rewatched it. I wanted her to see it. And I don't know what it is. Like if my Blu-ray player. What just, it is. What it is. Now I finally got to say that. You <laughs> son of a bitch. But no, that Google decided that since my Blu-ray player was made in 2012. Yeah. They're not going to support YouTube on there anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I can't watch Kung Fury on my television that way. So I had to plug in my laptop. Just wait till you get that PlayStation 4 that you've been yearning for. Xbox One? I know.
1: <laughs> you can get that, and then you can play it right on your television, like I saw it. And then I watched it again today. Yep. I made uh, my 15-year-old son watch it, which may not have been appropriate. Uh, and my wife watched it, shook her head, and stopped watching.
2: 15 years old is plenty appropriate. Yeah, yeah.
1: What did you think of Kung Fury?
2: I love Kung Fury. No, it, was, it was good. I my was girl- all
1: excited.
2: Jess loved it. I loved it. I say like, each time I watch it it's funnier and funnier.
1: Yeah, we were talking a little bit before we started and I said to you, The only thing is it's it's thirty minutes long. It could have gone for like twenty two minutes and tightened yeah. up a bit. There you know what there were the funniest thing is, if anybody's seen it, I don't know if they thought the same thing. There were a lot of lingering pauses at the end of shots like a scene would end and then the the actors would just be standing. i don't know if it was on purpose or it was just me but they kind of just seemed to be there for like a, a two second pause where we're like
2: Triceratop. yeah yeah that's Kopp. the one that sticks uh, out of my head
1: the two girls when oh. uh they're the vikings uh had a couple of those uh but my favorite of all was uh thor,
2: <laughs> thor
1: was in there and did, did he not say can oh ha- stop hammer time <laughs> oh time! <laughs> oh that guy was the worst i said to you i think i don't know that at that first part where he shows up uh he had any sort of dialogue he was supposed to say and he just started talking about his pecs
0: well, i think like it was a from... guy
1: well the guy looked probably without the helmet on probably was about yeah old. i'm telling you the guy was built and i think he probably is just some guy they saw along the like at a gym or outside and like hey you got some. and th- that's just what that guy does he talks i like about to his think
2: I like to think they found him in the Sweden like wilderness. That would be good,
1: but uh, I do think that they were very proud of the effect of him falling out of the sky
2: because I used it
1: twice. <laughs> it was pretty good effect. Though. That
2: was a really good effect. Uh, what do you think about Hitler? Hitler, I'm saying I can't, I've been waiting to say this all damn day because I know this is going to somehow bite me in the ass. Twice. I love. You. I love Hitler. All right. Wait, to say that again one more time. I love Hitler. Okay, that is going to be an outtake.
1: I am gonna actually put that on. It's gonna be an intake. It's gonna be on YouTube. It's just gonna be called Eric uh, America's sweetheart loves Hitler. But I know. You know what happens right that. after that? What's up? Melissa Joan Hart bails on you.
2: Uh, she shit. stops following you. Well, how do you know she doesn't love Hitler? I don't know,
1: <laughs> she might. Maybe. Maybe that's why she follows you. She wants to get her hate.
2: Her hate now, speech. Say, I said I loved Kung Fury, but the freaking draw to this movie, like the whole big thing, was Hitler. He was so goddamn funny. He was good. Um,
1: yeah, the whole thing. Uh, there were some people on Twitter. I actually put it out that, man, this is the best thing ever. I put a, a tweet out, talked to a couple guys, and one guy um, actually spelled it out pretty good because some people were like, what is this supposed to be? Is, what is this, funny? And yeah, yeah. the guy what said, the basically, if you weren't around in the 80s, you're going to have no idea what this is all about, that you're going to go into it and not like it. And the guy made me feel real old.
2: Oh. And
1: I told him. I said, you're making me feel old, and I unfollowed him and banned him, and <laughs> I, I reported him.
2: <laughs> I don't understand. People won't find this funny if they're born after a certain era?
1: I, I agree, though, because some people will go into this. We're going in. We, first off, you see the guy. I think he's right out of bad dudes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, bad man, dude. he's going to go save the president's daughter. And uh, right there you laugh. And he also looks a little like Johnny Depp.
2: I'm down, now. That he, he, looks like, he looks like the brothers from uh the bro- Frog brothers from Lost Boys were yeah. merged together. It's still that that other people
1: if you go into that not knowing the concept of what it's supposed to be, you're gonna just look at it and then like you said, what was it? Um what were some of the catchphrases he said as one liners? <laughs> the one game over.
2: But the one he hits when he slams the tank on top oh, of him, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
1: See that, that. Other people might go into that thinking. I don't know. I don't know you what. Need they, a, you need what do you lapse. have a reference for that if you haven't watched those old movies? Um, which is sad to say, they're old movies now. But uh, what would your reference be? That you're like, oh, it's supposed to be like that, Freaking rush hour.
2: Uh, <laughs> That's
1: know. old now. Yeah, now, that is old. Twenty one Jump Street. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of, it's that time is gone. You know
2: what's fucked up? I instantly thought of the show. Yeah. 21 jump street. I yeah, yeah. did not think of the movies until after. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah but you know what I'm saying? That, I do know that saying. there's some people who are on Twitter. Like this is ridiculous. And well, it's funny though. Since we started Twitter up, um, we've been pushing this movie from the get go. Oh yeah. I'm, uh, we, we Kickstarter... even t- this is
1: like the third time we mentioned know. It on the podcast now. And it, it came out. Yeah, it came out and, uh, yeah. yeah, it came out and I didn't even realize it. I got home from work, saw it, boom. And then everybody that, uh, follows us i was sending personal mails to i don't know i'm like on the pr department of this which leads me to something else i wrote down um uh, we always beg people to send in listener mail and things like that and if you also follow us on twitter and send listener mail there's a good chance that i'll bug you all week
0: yeah that's a bonus let it go
1: i have like no but the problem is is i have a whole like a. it's like the weird science uh cavalcade of of guys that i talk to i talk to. ryan brightest right. daycare who's on the show I talked to reggie i talked to joel jody jody <laughs> i talked to everybody so when, when this came out i'm like i'm sending it to everyone you gotta see it then uh it was funny because me and reggie had already talked about it on on the twitter messenger right and so he thought i was sending him the trailer again like i forgot that we had talked like oh we, we already talked about this like, oh no this is the movie. And he's like, oh, my God, I got to see it. And he even said it went on a little too long. And he didn't like that at the end they got a little too goofy. That was like a little too jokey. I don't know. Uh, what he thought, but he loved it.
2: Freaking Hitler killed police officers from shooting through a phone, okay? Yeah,
1: yeah. well, that was the beginning. That was I that know. was when it was really
2: good.
1: That is funny as <laughs> you know hell, what? but that's, that's jokey. When, that's when Tanya bailed. She goes, really? that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that guy's huge phone. Oh, goodness. I thought uh, Zack Attack was
2: hanging in the background with that
1: phone. Oh, goodness gracious. but Yeah, that was good. But uh, that ended the the week on a a great note.
2: Yeah, it really did.
1: How was the rest of your week?
2: How was Uh, the rest of that week? Let's talk more about Kung Fury. Oh, Kung Fury. What else do you want to talk about? Uh, Well, we've been pushing it since the Kickstarter, and then we pushed Mm -hmm. the David Hasselhoff music video, which was brilliant. And then I think they went back in this movie and then reshot some stuff to add David Hasselhoff. Because it yeah, did I got to go on a little that, bit yeah. longer. Yeah, I Like, got... they even added some shit at the end. Yeah, the Don't Hassle the Hoff 9000. <laughs> that
1: definitely sounded like when they got him to do the video, they also paid him a little extra bucks to be in the movie. Uh, but I liked that.
2: Yeah, so did I. It
1: was pretty cool. And it was kind of a cool uh, uh, runaround where all of a sudden Hasselhoff is the, electric, uh, the electronic voice of the car.
0: <laughs> which
1: was great. I wish it would have been some. I don't know what the anagram of it would have been, but it would have been pretty cool.
2: And uh, Barbariana, goddamn, she was hot. You liked her? Yeah. I didn't like her. You didn't like her? No. no. You like Katana?
1: I didn't like either. Uh, the, but that Barbariana was Barbariana the 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 blonde or the brunette? Brunette. Okay, yeah, she was better. That blonde looked like she uh, yeah.
2: used a poker. <laughs>
1: Jeez.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I think that was the quote from my 15-year-old. Everybody go and check out Kung yeah, Fury because it's Kung awesome. Fu. It'll fucking perk up your goddamn day. It
1: would. And it, we like it so much we were talking about it on a comic
2: book podcast
1: because it's it's <laughs> some 80s stuff. And you know, we love that.
2: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Do I got to talk about the rest of my week now? Yeah,
1: you could talk about it. Uh, we could start by talking about the beginning of the week, which I think you forgot and you probably hoped I forgot.
2: Got of. Uh, yeah, when we
1: were working on that little thing called weird... Uh, weird uh what is it called my son right. just slammed down a chair and it took <laughs> me out of the thing uh weird thoughts right weird thoughts the weird thoughts in the sneak the sneak peeks isn't that what we call
2: it yeah
1: yeah when we were doing that and you deleted all my oh, work gee,
2: i honestly did forget all about yeah, it that's oh. what i'm just gonna say uh i think i
1: i talked to somebody else about it i think it was joel uh Jesus but yeah goodness. i know i talked to everybody but uh Yeah, we were doing that weird thoughts on the sneak peeks and having a grand old time. I was doing all my work and about an hour and a half of work you ended up deleting and I could not believe it. I stared at my screen, almost cried. I thought you were done before I started. I cursed you out. Yeah, that's when, when we're on doing our post. You can't really do one at the same time. I told you that before.
2: That's yeah. And
1: I said, hey, I'll let you know when
2: I'm done. That's the worst part is we talked about this like the week, week or two before. And I had never really thought about it because we never had that experience before. Yeah.
1: Oh, I have. Have you? Yeah. Um, when one time we were doing the year-end uh, awards. Okay. And I was doing it, and then Jody decided he was going to get involved. Well, he was involved, I think, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. And it was one of those where Jody was, and he started, and it deleted half of, like...
2: I think that was I'm Dan. You, I don't know it if might Jody... have been.
1: Yeah, it might have been Dan. It yeah. was Dan. And what happened is I realized very quickly that he was also doing stuff. And it was messing everything up. Like it was saving half of his and half of mine. So that's when I realized that you can't do that. That's why I told you, I will tell you when i done. Never dead. had
2: this, I'm saying, I never had this experience before. But I, I thought Jim had finished his section. I had got, I started doing it. I got halfway through and I realized, huh, his section's blank. And then I realized, holy shit, I just oh, deleted yeah. half of his work.
1: And then you wrote that and I'm like, oh, I, I thought you were joking or whatever you were talking about. And I look and it's, <laughs> there were 10 previews. I had finished, and you deleted five of mine. (laughs) And I was about to kill you. Some of the best stuff I've ever written. At
2: that point, I just put the keyboard down and pushed it away. I'm like, I'm uh, done. I'm done for the night. I just sat
1: and looked at the screen. (laughs) I redid them very quickly. So mad. I had some really good ones. I talked Puppet Master. I talked craziness about you and your headband.
2: Oh, I'm happy I deleted it now. You didn't tell me none of that before. It
1: was was a lot of good stuff. Oh, I, I actually got done, and I thought, eric's gonna read these and go you know what i'm proud to be a co-writer of that <laughs> post with you that was such good writing
2: you thought i was gonna pull a ralphie put you up on my shoulders uh, yeah, and walking we're
1: getting, around. freaking my my arms going right now uh yes instead you turned into a witch and started yelling that you're gonna poke my eye out
2: oh jesus you you gotta, you're gonna
1: bitch. shoot your eye out kid gonna shoot my eye out uh Speaking, of, head, speaking of headbands, I'll I'll keep the uh, the fun talk of the week. Me also, you... with
2: headbands, though, you think Kung Fury stole my look? Uh, no. No? <laughs> I am
1: America's Sweetheart. Yeah, it Don't is. forget that. What it? He even says something about how to make the headband, doesn't he? No, no. The it's, movie? It, what does he say?
2: That was the uh, piece of cloth that survived the fire from oh, the oh, Dragon that's Ninja. It was.
1: Yeah, the Dragon Ninja.
2: Yeah, that <laughs> might have been
1: your look there. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart got a hold of them. Uh, what's the guy who wrote and directed it? Uh, David Sandberg. And uh, starred David Sandberg. David Sandberg got a call from Melissa Joan Hart, MJH as we call her in the biz, <laughs> and she said, you know, you got to go with this guy's look. showed that picture of you on Evine Live. She, You know, they both laughed, and then they went with it. They thought if this guy can pull it off, then, then that guy can, because he looked a little like a young Johnny Depp.
2: You think he can actually pull them splits off? I don't know.
1: Uh, some of those attacks were pretty cool, but he seemed to be doing like the basic – moves.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh then they were exaggerated. Like I love the when he stops full I love also the full body like headbutt, but it's like a full <laughs> body headbutt that he it like defies gravity.
2: Oh uh, yes. But say, during that fight though, I love it when he just stops and people to start getting hit and yeah, pull over yeah, around him. Yeah.
1: I like the part two when he's like kinda like looks bored. He's just <laughs> hitting people. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. uh, what All I was right. gonna say is about right to the now. to the headband uh me and you were on the way home from work the other day correct and we went to Wawa and you were getting your uh soda pop as you like to say and what I do is it doesn't matter if it's 200 degrees I get a coffee and I was getting a coffee and I told you uh two guys were making fun of your headband they were sitting there making fun of you and I stared them down and I think I scared the one guy you ran you stared gonna, him down so hard. I was, so oh, was going to kill him because then you walked over and I was so mad and I was staring at the guy the whole way. And See then, that, everybody?
2: Uh, he does not hate me. He looks he, out for me. Yeah. He was going to kill that motherfucker. No, I said I, I I'm his baby only, doll. I,
1: only I can make fun of the headband. <laughs> oh, and the guy, I told you, the guy looked like the uh, So Cool from Adventures in Babysitting. But, so cool. But 50 years old and he had one of those, like the guy probably won, I told you, Curliest Hair. He's no. in the yearbook, whatever, because he had this curly hair. The unfortunate bit was, it was more than halfway up. Pe- like it wasn't a receding hairline. This thing had had retreated and and surrendered.
2: Motherfucker had a nine head. Oh, uh, it, was, it was the
1: craziest, and he had this, but and his and his bald buddy. Standing with them, oh, I was gonna kill them both.
2: Oh, so somebody goodness. when I posted those pictures at Comic Con, was like, "Does Eric have a forehead?" I was like, "He's got a massive one. He yes. just hides it with the headband." Yes.
1: And the weird thing about this whole thing at Wawa, though, too, uh, was that you're a big fella. Yeah. Like, it, I wonder if it's the same. Like when I look at you, you're such a, a wimp, a dope, that I don't think of you as that big. I think that's how you go with other people. They just sense it.
2: I look like, you know, I, I just freaking stroll in wearing my superhero t shirt and my headband. He did
1: have the superhero t shirt. Smiling so. like
2: a dope, you know, yeah. nobody fucking intimidated by me. No, they didn't seem intimidated. Though I bet you if you went over, they would have ran. Probably
1: pissed their pants.
2: <laughs> that while wah, them <that> crazy crowd. <sighs> what else happened? And then we continued the week, and Eric <laughs> got more upset. Yeah, that's the uh, story. We're at work, and I've been there for 13 years now. Mm hmm. And the reason I got the job initially, because I was dating the owner's granddaughter, and the, like, well, the original owner's granddaughter, now the now owner's uh, niece. So we haven't been dating in a long time. She moved on and got married, has kids now. And I'm, I always try to be cordial with her. You know, we ended friendly like and shit like that. And I've moved on, grown up, and all that good shit. She comes strolling into my work with her cousin, who's beginning to get on my goddamn nerves he works the, with us probably the,
1: listen to this too probably
2: yeah <laughs> he hates me anyway so yeah, i think he does because i took the job he wanted yep. but she comes in and i have been like i talked about it on the podcast i don't mind talking to you folks about it but I- i've been really upset about my mom my stepdad getting divorced and my mom moving into a trailer and all that shit and the family's a tra- trailer park uh, a trailer park oh so I, I didn't let anybody but Jim know at work. I don't. I just kept it to myself. I don't want anybody to know my fucking personal bits. And,
1: and I do blab, but not about that. Or a
2: goddamn! Gossip I usually queen at I gossip
1: work. when it's stuff that means nothing to me or you. Uh, yeah if i find out somebody uh i don't know <laughs> crap their pants i'm the first to tell oh my but, god but the trailer uh, what am i gonna tell people that hey by the way eric's mom was in the trailer park half the people in in our work probably would think that that's an upgrade so i don't know why you're that upset but yeah this this thing got me upset too well, it's <laughs> i was one, so
2: angry anything that people can use against me they fucking talk I, for some reason i am the biggest thing at work everybody wants to talk about me and You're like America's
1: hey, sweetheart. America's
2: sweetheart. So I mean, you, my... what
1: are the, these people at the cardboard box factory have <laughs> to have something to talk about?
2: I'm telling you, the fucking Royer for that whole year, every day told me I should commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah, people there.
1: A guy who is one of the worst human beings I've ever met, and all he does every night is go and eat at buffets and he And then come in to gonna... work
2: the next day. Hey Jim, what'd you have for dinner? And before Jim could get two syllables out of his mouth, yeah, I had this. Yeah, that guy he interrupts everyone. He's the worst. Oh, fucking guy. So anyway, back to the shit. I'm, out, I'm in the warehouse doing my thing, you know, cardboard boxing it up, I guess, since <laughs> we work at the cardboard box factory. That's what I hear. Fucking And she comes strolling in with her cousin, and across the room she yells out to me, hey, Eric, did your mom move out?
1: And, and the, caught the, me off guard. Uh, the, the best, though, is I was right there. And yeah. I must have, because I was doing something, and then I, like, popped my head out. <laughs> and, and I'm looking at you, and I'm like,
2: you had your head, like, you were building a crate at the time. You had your head buried in this crate. Yeah. Was, and you I, was actually, your head up I think like I was actually
1: in the crate. <laughs> and it came up, and I just looked at you, and I was shaking
2: my head. And I'm like, just don't give her the, the satisfaction. And I'm telling you, she caught me completely off guard. And I had my glasses on. I couldn't even see who it was at first. Yeah. And then right. I just heard the voice. It threw me completely off guard. Because I'm telling you, I don't talk about this shit at work. And I just told her.
1: Well, she, that's not it, though. Then she said to you, oh, where did she move?
2: And that uh, was yeah. that was
1: the zinger. She yeah.
2: she was laughing at you. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I was friends you with her on see, Facebook, but you my... can't see. No, I and couldn't I see can't... her
1: face at all. I was shaking my head and staring you down like the guy in Wawa, and and I'm like, don't do it. Just I like, couldn't oh. see you either. <laughs> she, oh, where does she live? She would just and you said it, the trailer park, <laughs> and then she left. <laughs> she away. fucking laughed? Yeah, they oh, her surprised. and her and her cousin laughed and they walked away.
2: And then he later went to you and said something. Yeah, that was my cousin. She she wanted to be an asshole there or something. Yeah, what you say? Yeah,
1: yeah, she said, oh, don't mind that. That's my cousin. She likes being an asshole just like me. I'm like, yeah, I could tell. Fucking douchebag. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I, had, no, I had no idea about any of this at the end of the day, but I was thinking about it all day. It was just fucking stewing. I got home and I freaking, you know, I did what Batgirl would want me to do. I unfriended her to prove how much I was Yeah, on. you
1: said that. You said I'm going <laughs> to unfriend her. I was like, oh, you're doing the, what those kids do. <laughs> I, oh,
2: yeah. I ruined my whole fucking right. well, body,
1: man. I, as we go now, I, I do want to address last week, because last week you got a lot of hate mail.
2: Yeah.
1: And it threw you off through the whole podcast. <laughs> so hopefully talking about these stories doesn't throw you off again, because you hopefully. were miserable. You were no, I feel better today,
2: though. Yeah, you do? Yeah, because I all there
1: all is. I'm um, um, Look, there is a little bit of listener mail that might throw you off again, but not oh. really. <laughs> then people, seem, people seem to like you. Yeah, right. You're America's sweetheart again. Damn Even, right. The hate speech is gone. You now have a new girlfriend, Vicky the computer, or the Uh, robot. Yeah. Yeah. You you watch Kung Fury, and we got rid of all these. You deleted my best work I ever had on the site. (laughs) Uh, Pulitzer Prize I was heading for. Really? That would be great. I win a Pulitzer Prize for doing a sneak peeks. Uh, thing for D- on DC talking about headbands and Puppet Master. Just beautiful, Jim. Just yep. beautiful. I wouldn't even know how they'd even get a hold of me for that. But uh, yeah, that's that's the beginning of the podcast. So how, what do you think so far?
2: Uh, well, you're you in a bad.
1: good you're in a good mood.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm decent. I'm you decent. think
1: that you're ready to roll? Yeah, you're, let's do this. You're shit. okay. You're ready to roll. You're, you're L- ready. Listener... You ready for listener mail? Listener mail. This. You're bitch. ready for listener yeah. mail.
2: Fucking let's do it.
1: You're ready for listener mail.
2: We, yeah, should, I should, we should have a
1: sound. We need to get this thing like a uh, morning zoo. We need to have a soundboard. So I like, woo, and have like, uh, what are some of the sounds you'd have on a, a morning zoo? Like, uh, like... A, I want a clown horn. <laughs> God
2: damn, he's blew my eardrums
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't do that. I don't know what else you'd have at a morning zoo. I haven't listened to morning zoos in a while.
2: I listen to that Preston and Steve in the morning, and like when they do the sports broadcast, it is just a cavalcade of sounds thrown together. It's the worst possible thing
1: ever. they're just as bad as all those others. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Speaking of which, we have a lot of Pennsylvania listeners, which is very odd. We're from Pennsylvania, and – the majority of the listeners that we have on this podcast are from Pennsylvania. They may be different parts of Pennsylvania, obviously, but I'm assuming a lot of them are from this area. So a lot of the things that we talk about, they're they're right on. Like they wouldn't be
2: my friends. They know assholes. they're
1: jerk offs in Wawa, and they're probably you know <laughs> see you walking around town like you're the the cat's pajamas.
2: Yeah, I don't see them though. Yeah,
1: no, you can't see at all. You yeah. have broken glasses that if anybody saw you with your glasses on, that's I the can't best. Even, I can't take even see that. Any picture, them. like you're you're at that goddamn Comic-Con Wizard World. Did you take uh, your glasses with you at all? Absolutely not. No. And I'm a so, faint motherfucker. So you were going through, that's what I was getting at. That <laughs> I can imagine you with these glasses. Now, they're <laughs> Poindexter glasses. Oh, yeah. They have the tape in the middle. Yep. But they also have so much super glue. The things are so <laughs> crooked. I tried to put them on the other day. And I, I saw the future. I actually, <laughs> I put them on. I became Wave Rider. Nice. <laughs> you like that? Uh, but, man, they are crazy. So
2: y- you're walking around. If anybody sees you, like, hey, Eric, what's going on? America sweet. <laughs> you have it, no, no idea. None of these motherfuckers will ever see me with my glasses. No, I know. Because you are a vain guy. Yes, I would rather be blind. I thought even with my glasses, I can't see shit. Yeah, Well, because I'm telling you they're not even flat to your face
1: the one like the lens on the left side the is right like, side t- is it the right side you yeah. well, know it's one of them it's like tilted off <laughs> you, you can't even fold the the, the the oh my goodness they are the worst You're the they're worst. not as they no they're almost as bad as my Cylon watch
2: I love that Cylon watch
1: <laughs> I loved it too uh listener mail and listener you, mail. we're gonna get the listener mail this is all from when i i want a, a sound bite that i go listener mail i hit something and it yells something at you and then we
2: i want that too let's start work talking on that
1: crazy uh like i said uh, last week i was listening to all sorts of podcasts they have that stuff too we do not we're not professional eric no you, never. you know why we're not professional
3: because we we're punk rock we because
1: because we don't get paid <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah (laughs) being paid that'd be awesome yeah it would be nice
1: wouldn't it let's Uh, sell it
2: out come on let's just sell it right now
1: listener 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 mail
2: mail 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 mail
1: mail. the first mail or actually before we start if you want (laughs) to chime in yourself and get some listener mail going send some emails to us you can do that by sending an email to weird science dc comics at gmail.com but you can also follow us on twitter with the uh what is it weird science dc is yes. our handle? I used to have a handle. I used yes. To, uh, I was uh, Spoon James, and I used to look for uh, bears in the air. That was my CB handle. Spoon James,
2: and you were here to say.
1: <laughs> this is Spoon James. We got a bear in the air here on Route Marker Thirty Two. <laughs> uh, yes, but uh, see, this this podcast is off the rails already. Eric. But I just want to mention too. I get a little irritated. We we have our Twitter going, and I told you. That I have a very firm policy, that I will refollow anybody who follows us. Yes, I don't care if it's if it's uh, Satan. Satan the other day followed us, Eric. Yeah. And a weird thing is too, uh, I follow. I refollowed Satan, and Satan sent us a message, today, a private message that said he's going to deal with me. And it scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I think he does that. I think he screws you're, around with people. You reverted back to He's a like, child. Oh I'm I'm gonna do, just beware. I will deal with you. Have a nice day, <laughs> Satan. And I was like, holy moly, this guy's taking it to the extreme. But I do follow everyone. If they follow us, I'm the one who kind of deals with our, our Twitter. Yeah. So when anybody follows us, I will follow them back. And uh, I, people take advantage of me all the time. Because we get, well, oh boom, 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 we're up to this amount of followers, and then all of a sudden we lose a bunch. I'm like, what is this? And it's always these motherfuckers
3: Twitter who, game, man. who are you trying to shit.
1: sell their freaking, you know, buy 3,000 Twitter followers. And then the next one's, I have a book coming out on Amazon. Check it out. And they just go, it's like a, a rotating thing for them, and it, it really irritates me. But I, do, I will stick with the policy. So if anybody wants to follow us, I will follow you back, and then you can send... Private messages or messages. Private messages sounds like I'm starting to think I'm going to get sexy or something. Yeah. It's more messages. And, you know, you have a question like, hey, what the hell is Eric writing about? That guy is terrible. And I'll, I'll certainly get right in with it. I talk, <laughs> I badmouth you all the time on the messenger there. I badmouth myself.
2: Yeah, but everybody knows now that I'm your baby doll and you'll stick up yeah, for me. Yeah, that's true.
1: And I think uh, what what is good about this podcast, I told you before, it, it gets it out there. Of, you know, our little personality I'm Mr. Miserable yeah. and uh, you're just a jerk. Yeah. So let's go. Here we go. The first listener mail is from Howard. And Howard Hi, says, Howard. everything is good, Eric. Woo. I'm more offended by Jim's awful Mae West impersonation. Seriously. Right? I'm going to have nightmares for weeks.
2: Motherfucker does this to me all week at work, and then he brings it back up. And I'm telling you, it's every week. It's something new. He wants to try to show action. Mostly, it's just come up and see me sometime. Freaks me
1: out every goddamn time. What, what, what do I say? I don't. I don't remember.
2: I, I'm not. What, I, I what, know. It, I,
1: what, what impersonation is this? May West. Oh, May West. Huh?
2: Come up and see <laughs> me sometime, big boy. <laughs> I swear to Christ, you're trying to touch me in my genitals. <laughs> it makes it makes you feel good. That impression doesn't. Yeah. it? I'll, well, I'll, I'll I'll the ice cream I think
1: Mae West should just do every impersonation. No, no, Luke, I'm your father, big boy. That kind of makes me laugh. <laughs>
2: I'll just do <laughs> Try not, big No, no, boy. do Luke's fart. Do Luke's fart after that. That's impossible,
1: big boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to do him all. Frankly, yeah, yeah. Scarlet, I don't give a damn, big Empire boy. Empire
2: Strikes Back, narrated by Mae
1: West. Oh, uh, yes, that was so good. I want to do, I'm going to get a job as Mae West book on tape. Yes. It was the best of
2: times. It was the worst of times, big boy.
1: This
2: is the winter of our discontent.
1: <laughs> it's everything is with big boy. <laughs> uh, it's, like, it's
2: like when your mother sends you texts and she puts a period after uh, every word. Yeah, you
1: know, right. this, stop, It's stop. You know what's funny about that is my mom hasn't had a period in about 20 years there.
2: Ooh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Come on,
1: big no. boy. No. Uh, yeah, my mom doesn't get that whole texting thing. No. she's an old woman her husband is dead eric <laughs> you know we went over there for memorial day uh to have like a, really a cookout about that. and uh, not one mentioned my father <laughs> the guy just died we went over there. we were there for like two and a half hours i don't think anybody mentioned him <laughs> Oh, goodness. She has this dog. Is that... the chair still there? She, uh, no, she got rid of that. She got rid of that. They were, the, the, the the emergency, uh, what's it called? The ambulance showed up, put him on a gurney, uh, and that chair, I think she put on a separate one. I'm telling and you. They pronounced the, the chair dead right away. As soon as the ambulance pulled out, the tr- like the delivery people came in. She got a dog. My dad never wanted a dog. She, she got this dog while he was still it up alive. Now. I told you she went to the uh, funeral home like two weeks. The guy lived like seven months. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious I will not have you talk about my sweet English muffin like
2: that He's here, you can go now (laughs) It was like the chief
1: Chief was going down Chief was in the room Freaking putting him out of his misery Oh uh, goodness gracious! Now uh, I like all them other
2: podcasts.
1: Yeah, she got this uh, dog, and the dog was really cute at first. It's a dachshund, and now it's the ugliest thing. <laughs> so me and my son Marie, were just ripping into this dog, and she got upset. She said she's not moving back to England though. She's gonna stay. Basically, right. I think because uh, her sister in England like tries to steal money from her all the time, and that's what she thinks.
2: she's gonna say doesn't her sister hate her?
1: Uh, no, I think my mom hates her. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't ask. Crazy things like that. I, I don't even I barely know my mom's name.
2: Thank you. Thank Please. you, Howard, for your kind words in the mail.
1: <laughs> Send us some more mail, big boy. <laughs> All right. The next one is from Joe
2: and it's Joe uh, J O. I think that makes you think how, it's a girl?
1: Yeah, I think that's how Joe spelled it in The Facts of Life. I think that's how yes, they
2: went that, with. Uh, that is how Joe did it. Yeah, I was yeah. watching The Facts of Life yesterday actually. Oh, they, had really a, well. they have a block on after work apparently.
1: And that's that's how they spell it in that
2: show? Yeah. Okay, so it's a dude, the and then Jess Jess walked in the room. Yeah, I was like, Hey Jess, you look like Natalie. <laughs> Mindy <laughs> <Con>. <laughs> uh, She got so mad. Oh, you don't. Oh, there was an
1: impression. Uh, if, uh, Reggie will remember. She did an impression on that show, and I can't remember who it was. And it was so bad. Really? Uh yeah. I and, don't recall. Yeah, she did. There was some impression that uh, that Natalie did. It was awful. What was Blair's
2: cousin's name? I forget. Oh,
1: God, I hate it. I I really did not like that that, show.
2: What is that called that she had? Multiple Sclerosis? Yeah,
1: I think she had either MS or CP or something like that. A, A, B, 3, D, I don't know. Bleo Blair, (laughs) don't laugh at me. I remember the one where she shows up. I think it's the first time she shows up, and the big joke is, Man, what are you, drunk? I'm not drunk. Oh, God. Oh, she, math. Well, you know that that girl the, who played that character made a stand because they wanted her on for more. They hired right. her to be on more. But every time she was on, it was a very special episode. With something <laughs> that She wanted to just be a regular person who showed up. She had a disability, Absolutely but she not. was going to go with it. They didn't want to do that. <laughs> Absolutely she made not. a stand, so they kicked her the hell off. I think <laughs> she might have been on the love boat once they threw her over. I don't know. Her and Isaac.
2: Got I really them. hope that any of our listeners remember the facts of life. <laughs> the best is we're talking about this and we haven't even read the, I almost went to the next one because we were. All right,
1: Joe. <laughs> Jim, do you really hate Eric? Because I hope you do because it makes me laugh.
2: Come on, Joe. Why you got to be like that? Uh, I have feelings, you know. Keep laughing, Joe. It's real. Oh, shit. Yeah. I just got
1: real, Eric. I don't know. Actually, that that makes me scared more of whispering like. <laughs> it's real joe Nah, I, I get irritated with eric actually this week everybody would love to know, hear a little story about that maybe they wouldn't want to hear it but this week i was going to do a little game this week so i say to eric hey i'm going to set you up i'm going to have a little game this week for you right. what, what's the game Dude, i don't want it. to i'm not going to do it
3: and then say i said like
1: that. you said it just and i was getting angry and then I, I started yelling at you about all the things I do for the podcast. And, you, and the, basically the game was I was going to quiz Eric on last week's episode because he never listens to them. So I was going to quiz him on certain things, and I started doing it, and he got a bunch wrong. You got one right.
0: I got uh, one right.
1: The one was uh, Butterfly who sent um, hashtags last week. You got that right. But I asked you, uh, what were the first two impressions I did last week? And you oh, said, fuck. May West. And Vincent Price, and the real answer was Britney
2: Spears and Justin Bieber. That was a trick question. You started that off and like without the impression part.
1: Hey, Eric.
2: No, no more of that. I'm Justin Bieber. So, what did I do immediately after you started getting all pissed off and fucking, you know,
0: panties in a bunch? I listened to the
2: podcast.
1: Oh, the podcast? Uh huh.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you did. I don't even think you finished it,
1: did you? No, I didn't. I didn't get past (laughs)
2: Dance Geek News. Uh,
1: And you know what I did? Uh, I got Dan. Well, I didn't get Dance Geek News until later, but I did send you, um, uh, coming up next, Jasanga's email. Yes. And I was waiting for you to not do anything with it, and I was going to kill you. I was legitimately (laughs) going to. Pause the podcast. Come over to your house and strangle you to death on air and go to jail because I sent. And I was, I didn't answer because you don't give me the email. So I, I was at the gym, actually, when Chisonga emailed. And it is isn't this one. Chisonga emailed us twice. Jim,
2: you're so, in great shape, though. Yeah, nice I know.
1: shape. Thank you. I like to stay in shape.
2: Nice mm-hmm. round
1: Browns shape. Brown's isn't it? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hey, Ooh. I get no respect. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, hmm, I don't know uh, what's yeah, uh, what's a nothing. Rodney line.
2: <laughs> take my wife, please. Uh, no, that's any that Take heady my old.
1: wife, please. Even though I could see Rodney doing that, this this podcast is way off today. <laughs> we, Seriously, We man. gotta get we got, we were talking about how to get more professional. I think we need somebody here to like give us that <laughs> across the neck.
0: Uh, <laughs> the cut, it,
1: cut it, boys. Hit the edit button. All right. actually, before we even go any further, let me make sure we're recording. Oh,
2: my God.
1: Uh, we are. All right.
2: Excellent. Isn't Excellent. is that
1: good? All right. Well, we'll go on. The first email from Chisanga this week is actually – wasn't really an email for the podcast, but I want to, I put it in just to scroll with you.
0: Yeah, I says
1: – Chisanga says, hey, guys, I forgot to ask, but where is the Convergence Superman Man of Steel review from Zero Hour Lineup? Uh, and it's weird. He just sent me another one. Hey, and where's Plastic Man? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you, you it's only a, Saturday. You a response down. to him? Where is that Man of Steel? Everybody was waiting it's, for it.
2: It's right where Batwoman Annual is. What, seven months ago? Yeah.
1: We were trying to get this Convergence thing. You are so into this Convergence event, which is weird. We should have probably started this podcast with, like, something about the Convergence, but we
2: didn't.
1: No. We're awful. But Chisonga, will come eventually. Yeah. Uh, it will it eventually.
2: This week, it'll be up. I think I might have said that last podcast, but this week it'll be up. Just a sleep dark. Uh, Gotham by
1: midnight. <laughs> uh, every bit of Infinity Man. G.I. Zombie. <laughs> uh, and Aquaman and the others. These are all going to eventually go up. And actually, I tomorrow I'm going to get off my duff and I'm going to do Batman Annual 2 that finishes up. Did I say Batwoman? Or did I say Batman?
2: I don't even know. Batwoman
1: Annual Two finishes
2: up that whole story. Um I just don't know listen- you said you're gonna get off your duff though. I was actually writing a review today yeah. and I wrote that. Yeah, and it did not look right to me. I was like, is is duff it, no, does that mean butt? It. it did not seem right to me at all. I and eventually I think I went back and replaced it with something.
1: Eric, what I'd like to say is uh Batman Annual Two reminds me of like Batwoman Bat, uh, Batwoman, I keep saying Batman, <laughs> I can't even remember what it is. Batwoman Annual Two is like having your um a young son murdered. And you don't want to change his room because you want to remember him.
2: What is this, a DC Comic (laughs) News freaking review?
1: (laughs) I'm saying, the minute that I do that Batwoman Annual 2, Eric, it's done. It's over. Yeah, you can't can't say goodbye? It's so hard to say goodbye, (laughs) Eric. (laughs) It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday.
2: Don't worry, Jasanga, though. Freaking everything from Convergence will be up this week. Yeah, yep, yep, yep.
1: Now... As we always do, Reggie's emails up there. Oh God! I'm here we go. Take a, a big drink here, and I'm gonna get ready. And yeah. I'm sure he'll put a bunch of uh, words that I don't know how to pronounce.
2: Put your reading glasses
1: on, old man. I have them on. I'm okay. Reggie says he starts off with me. Dear Jim, it's very nice to hear Vicky, also known as Voice Input Child Identican, as the announcer on your latest podcast. Yes, yeah, she has taken Three XL's place, Vicky. And uh, he got the full out uh, reference. The problem is I didn't put the voice input child identikit uh, because I kind of inferred that she was over your house for a while. And I didn't (laughs) want somebody to think that you were doing anything with a child. Even though I was was having sex with a child robot. Oh, geez. I'm going to edit that out, too. Now you like Hitler. You're having sex with a child. We haven't heard a lot from her since Small Wonder was on the air. And I've been worried that she was deactivated and stashed in some dusty props department with leftover hair mousse from Parker Lewis Can't Lose <laughs> and prosthetic butts that the Fly Girl dancers would wear in or wear on in Living Color. They Do you ever watch Parker butts? Lewis Can't Lose? Uh a long time ago. I, I actually own it. I own really? it serious, yeah. Um I had the crazy idea that my wife loved it. It's one of those things where you think that somebody really likes something. So I as a surprise I got it. <laughs> she had never seen it and she didn't did she, like, she it. like she hated it <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst gift ever uh, i did like in living color and i liked the fly girls uh didn't like did J- they, did they didn't like J-Lo, butts? Though. no they just okay, had big butts I, they might have J- i have J- no J-Lo idea Lo was one of them uh she just had her butt i didn't really like her i still don't you know that there was a spinoff plan for small wonder it'd be great he's going to tell us the name but smaller wonder would have been even better <laughs> not with vicky but her evil twin vanessa which i i love vanessa that's great yeah something was supposed to happen where vicky was going to be sent to live with her adoptive grandparents but the mischievous vanessa would be sent in her place and if you remember vanessa acted like a normal kid vanessa right. didn't have that robot deal it was like you know she could expand It was almost it was very much like um stefan or kell right where uh jaleel white was getting sick and tired of being the um the nerd so he made them do this this is what i think happens behind the scenes he he was gonna quit unless they let him be stefan or
0: <laughs>
1: guy at work man you mentioned stefan or kelda and he this guy might kill he you gets
0: crazy he what gets is up so with angry that?
1: this guy jimmy at our work if you say like hey uh you like family matters right oh, we I were joking it. the one time we walked by hey you like family matters because we were talking about it and laughing And he's like oh i love it I'm like oh yeah you're a stefan or man and he went dark
2: might as He's well, like, grab you by the throat and slam yeah, you against he the
1: wall. Was like, I don't like that, and I don't like any parts of it. That was ridiculous, and walked <laughs> away. And we started laughing. These motherfuckers
2: so at work, man. Jesus uh, well, Christ. Well, this is
1: the same guy who comes up to us and goes, hey, guys, I just want to know, what's worse, being a suicide bomber
2: or a rapist? A terrorist <laughs> and, or a rapist. A, a
1: terrorist or a rapist. And I really think that he was like hedging his bets on which one he wanted to
2: do seriously man because oh, i even said goodness. to him a, a rapist is worse jimmy because a terrorist in some people's eyes is sometimes a freedom fighter a rape is wrong around the world he's like well um well rape uh uh okay and then walks and away then
1: walks away and usually the weird part about him is he talks to you and then walks away walking backwards while he looks <laughs> at you goddamn super villain he's
2: man the craziest guy all
1: right you can watch part of the Small Wonder series finale here, that shows how the switch would happen. I promised you you would go to. Uh, actually, you know what? You'll put it Regi- in the show notes. Yeah, I'm putting it in the show notes. I'm not reading these things. They make no sense. They, the the uh, the show uh, what's it called? The address on YouTube. Yeah. But if if you don't want to go to the show notes, look up Small Wonder series finale. Here's a synopsis of a series that wasn't apparently meant to be titled "Too Good to Be True." And then yeah. he has the synopsis there. Uh, if you're if I love Small Wonder. I'm going to put it in the show notes. And I want you to read these URLs completely for your listeners. <laughs> they can learn a little something about American culture. I will not do that, Reggie. I usually will do anything, and uh, I'm not. I'm going to put them in the show notes. I love Small Wonder. I think it, That's actually, right, Jim. Don't give in the peer pressure. Yes, I think Small Wonder lasted like four seasons, too. That shocked me.
2: I used to watch it every time I'd stay home from school. They used yeah. to have it on, like, repeats all day long.
1: Yeah. That and what's happening? I heard uh, on another podcast, I'll even say it's The Retroist. They had a thing on, or he had a thing on uh, Small Wonder, and he kind of said that the boy, the the brother, is now living under a bridge.
2: Which we always thought the brother was the brother from Sixteen Candles. Yes,
1: I always thought it was him. It really it really did look like him, I thought. But Classic. A bridge.
0: All right.
1: <laughs> now, the next one, he calls me out, and I, I am wrong here. I am disappointed, word that you did not recognize DJ Dazzy Jeff in that commercial for Starter Sportswear. Here is one half of the duo that put Philadelphia hip-hop on the map, and you dismiss them as a bunch of people. Remember I said, hey, yeah, there's a bunch, re- of,
2: bunch of people dancing around. I remember around. You, you gave me shit for not like, you know, preparing for the podcast. <laughs> so you just make
1: shit up. Now, well, I said to you, the problem is, and I talked about it earlier, I said I set it up. I have a computer where I do all my stuff. It does not have sound. So if I watch a video, it I see a little, and I looked at it, I actually thought, hmm, that that's Jazzy Jeff. And I remember seeing the commercial and went with it. And then by the time we got to the podcast, I didn't watch the whole thing. I right. just remembered it. And then I just was talking nonsense. <laughs> he says, nope, there's just one solitary black man, creator of the Transformer Scratch and the erstwhile foil of Mr. Philip Banks on the Fresh Air, a fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He was great on that show. Yeah. Um, then he says, you know that Queen Bridge-based rapper MC Shan." I think it was Shan, was meant yeah. to have the lead role in that TV show, but he turned it down to be the rapping waiter in Steve Martin's L.A. Story. Now, Will <laughs> Smith is about to be Deadshot in the new Suicide Squad movie. Meanwhile, you're still Googling MC Shan to find out if you knew uh, any of his songs.
2: Which I don't. No.
1: MC Shan. He blew it, buddy. I don't even remember
2: L.A. Story. Nah.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was one of those not-so-funny ones. It was more of a uh, thinking man's uh,
2: Did it start movie. out, I was born a poor black child? No, it did
1: No, it, it just... I, I don't even remember seeing the whole thing, but it was one of those, uh, you know, fancy, fancy, uh, funny movies. Like uh, Man speaking of which, though, um, I'm not a big fan of uh, Will Smith's rapping or DJ's. I, I was not a big fan of them. I thought it was just ridiculous.
2: Well, you know how, like, Will Smith had that thing, like, almost family-friendly rap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I was playing. Parents just don't understand. Yep. My mother got offended. Uh, yeah. No. Can you believe that
1: shit? That's funny. Fuck well... It. The the best thing about that song is at How one point he? in my life it was legitimately we would go to the Gallery Mall right to do um, actually to do back to school shopping and uh, Christmas shopping. So yeah, in how'd that you go song, all the
2: way down to the Gallery, that,
1: yeah, because my mom loved it. We'd actually take the train and go down there. Yeah, she it's a nice for mall. For some reason, shit. she loved it. Um, I didn't want to go, and when I heard that song, it did kind of make me laugh. But again, I, w- I was a little bit older when that came out, right, and I was not that into it. I didn't like him. I was, not, I was, was more of a, I was was more an LQA cool or nothing? Yeah. No, at that point, I was probably more L Cool J and Run DMC and stuff like that. Because you wanted to believe
2: that ladies love Cool Jim as well. That's
1: right. They did. <laughs> That's what I think. And then he says So there's a little pop culture history for your listening audience, which, coupled with Dan's Geek News and Ryan Bright's Daycare Clark's The Other Side, will comprise the only actual information divulged in this podcast.
2: Seriously. Which true. Trill-
1: Keep bringing your unique brand of pain and misery to the otherwise pleasant comics world. Whoever said comics are supposed to be fun, never listen to the audio nightmare that is your podcast.
2: Or just listen to a bunch of guys at a comic book shop. Jesus Christ, people bitch a lot.
1: Yeah, they do. And he says love Reggie.
2: Love Reggie. I like Reggie. Reggie. He just he it,
1: i said he what reggie why are you so mean to me when the podcast is on <laughs> so nice to me all weeks so
2: same as you time same, same thing you
1: are nice. to me yeah. no that's not true you already said i go around trying to drive you nuts at work saying crazy Mae west quotes or i yell stuff or run away from you i don't know i get mad at you and then go and do other stuff
2: do you run away run away from the pain yeah 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. dear eric <laughs> America's Sweetheart. That's right. Saints be praised. You went and got a microphone. Yeah. plus side is that now you don't sound like you're recording from the weird underground grotto where Robert Smith of The Cure was hanging out in the music video for Love Song. I
2: fucking hate The Cure. I hate him.
1: I hate him. I told you. I was, At that point when The Cure was pretty big, my wife loved them. Thought of they course. were the greatest thing. In fact, at one point was trying to look like Robert Smith, which is crazy. <laughs> Uh, I was more of a Smiths fan at that point. If you had to pick, because for some reason those two go together in my mind. Right. Uh, I like the misery that was Morrissey better than that Robert Smith freaking nightmare. You ever or see he got that stuck guy stuck in
2: my head the other day?
1: You ever see that guy lately? Holy moly, he has not aged well. seeing that guy oh lately? Oh my god, he did not age well. And now he goes by the name of Garth Brooks. Unfortunately, now we can hear your douchebag voice. That was Seriously? what you were afraid of. It is. It's I hate sort the of, sound of my voice. It sort of works with a podcast juxtaposing Jim's smooth tones. I swear, he wants with, to suck you off. With your autistic outburst, like a modern day <laughs> Abbott and Costello. It's true. Sometimes you listen to the podcast and you just yell crazy shit. <laughs> you have Tourette's. I <laughs> uh, lady. I said, we're. I, I would say we're more like um, uh, Dean Martin and. Uh, Martin Lewis. Yeah, Martin Lewis. If Costello was a horrible person with no redeeming social value, and Adam was also a horrible was. person with no redeeming social value, I guess the two of you are more like Sid Nancy. I'll leave it to you to determine who Nancy sponginess, is, which is you, because you like to dress
2: up like a lady. Sometimes. Mm, just for fun.
1: Yeah. It, it's for fun. I'm a fun. pretty girl, Jim. Let me give you a little electronics tip for the future. This is going to be about your freaking craziness about the warranty. Most electronic devices with any value come with a manufacturer's warranty that can be redeemed by sending in some form that they provide with a proof of purchase. This warranty often provides more coverage than the store warranty. While it might be you on the manufacturer's mailing list, it won't put you on the email list for Best Buy or whatever, which is probably cranking with annoying deals, coupons twice a day. Email is—now uh, he's going on a rant. I know. <laughs> Watch out. Email has really fucked up the game, hasn't it? <laughs> yes. Just think, 150 <laughs> years ago, most people in America didn't really know what the president looks like. Nowadays, I get so many goddamn emails from Barack Obama, I'm about to file a restraining order. You know, when I think of Barack Obama, I don't think of a bunch of people dancing. I think of one solitary black man, Eric. All right. <laughs> Just to go back with Reggie. Uh, maybe if he spent more time doing Jim's his job. a racist. Maybe if he spent more time doing his job and less time crafting emails complaining about Republican divisiveness. He'd have some more pulling Congress. I don't think so. I don't think that Reggie. I swear that if you, if I ever see an emoji in an email from Obama, I'm switching allegiances over to the Green Party.
2: The best part about this, usually he rips me apart. He went off on this rant, and left me completely I alone.
1: I, I, get the idea that I mean Reggie went way off there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually, I think I even told you when we first started the podcast. I may not have, but I thought I, I. I ban all political talk on this podcast, Eric. May as well. And now we're in it. Now we're going to – and then he goes next. You know what else I hate? The Catholics. Oh, my God. <laughs> Reggie, what are you doing? No, he doesn't say that, Eric. He's more against uh, – I don't
2: know. <laughs> the Jews. <laughs>
1: Big congratulations. This, this is. You're starting it up again, aren't you? No, you did the same thing. Big oh, congratulations, and thanks for getting the microphone, even though it forced you – interact with other human beings, which I know is your greatest weakness.
2: Which which is the worst. Yeah, and I'll
1: stop him, though, because I'm worse with that. But I think this will make for a better listener experience. Now, if we could get you and Jim to shut the hell up, this podcast might actually become listenable. Love, Reggie. Oh, thank you, Reggie. Yeah, uh, speaking of which, we were talking this week at work as well. You know what's funny is I don't like to talk to people, correct?
2: You try sometimes, but you really shouldn't. Yep. What happens, though?
1: Next thing, people are bringing me Wings.
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what is up with that? I
1: don't know. I People don't know. start bringing you gifts at work. Yeah, I get gifts and it's the I men, you know, guys, girls, everything. I'm like one, the big the one, hit.
2: The one truck driver brings you a drink every time he comes yep. in oh, and wanted to take you to a ball game yeah. in Boston.
1: That's when it came up. Yeah, the, the one guy who delivers uh glass to our thing and I I help unload and he talks to me and he brings me Monster drinks. Uh sometimes he brings me food. And he asked me if, hey, could you get away for the weekend <laughs> you can go to Boston to go to a Jesus. Red Sox game? And then I'm just, jo- hey, if I can wear a Yankees hat and I'm laughing it up, and next thing I'm like. Well, what the heck is going on here oh you I don't can know it's really this... close oh yeah Stop
2: like... here. You can't. <laughs> come on baby <laughs> he's like you if you wear nothing else i don't know what was going on you know what he's got in that truck the gimp mask from pulp fiction i think so
1: i, I don't know what's going on but yeah I, I i don't know i don't like to talk to people but yet people seem to like me eric I, lady brings you wings i am it's really like i am really america's sweetheart
2: I guess. Yeah. They don't talk to me at all, but fuck it, you. You get. get yeah, I can't well, even you stand
1: there with your crooked ass glasses and your superhero t
2: shirts. Smoking my cigarettes with my headband. Smoking
1: your headband. You got that Superman freaking hoodie that you wear every day like a scumbag. Yeah, you said that once. It really <laughs> and upset then, me. And you, I didn't say that. You did but, say I, it? No, I didn't. I told. Guy Ben at work, and I, I don't know if Ben Ben left our work. I wonder yes. if he listens to this, but he'll laugh when I, I told Ben. I said, "Hey, I hope that people don't say anything about Eric wearing that Superman hoodie every day because I wear a hoodie the same way."
0: It's That's a what hoodie. I said. What
1: are you supposed to do? That I said. You, I said you wear it Walking as a cold. coat. Yeah. I said you wear it as a coat, not really a hoodie. You wear it every day. Might stink a little, but yeah, uh, no, I I, it wasn't hoodie. even that. And then. Ben went and screwed around and said that I said you were a scumbag. It's all a lie. Yeah,
2: Jim was talking to Dave in the back, and he yeah. said you were a scumbag. Yeah, yeah.
1: This is like the, what
2: did we, uh, work talk today? Yeah, apparently. The next uh Nemo's... I just want to know what you're doing with a glass truck and a cardboard box factory. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Yeah, really. This, this work, we live, morphs all over the place. Uh, next is from Joel. Joel says, hopefully my questions don't go to a dark place. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Joel was the one who set up all that I know. craziness. That's
2: Joel's fault, not mine. All oh, Joel's fault. What city, a would, press conference.
1: what city would you guys live in in the DC universe? I love The Flash. Central and Keystone City is both Kansas cities. I live in Kansas, so I think I figured I would just live there.
2: All right. You, you know what I would got pick? It. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> i go Central City. You think of Central City? See, I thought that too, but I wanted to be a little diverse because I figured you'd go for Central as well. No,
1: no, I was going to go Gotham and say something something stupid as like that's where I could be miserable and fit in. Uh, I was also going to make a joke like I would live in Gotham, but you just don't go out at night, something like that. But no, I I go Central City because it does seem like a nice city. I figured you would. Who who are the big villains in Central City?
2: The rogues? Yeah, and they're fun. They're fun guys
1: and they don't kill. So I'm there. That's all I want.
2: I'm going to go Coast City, even though, like, the new, like, you know, new Coast City. I don't want it to explode from freaking, <laughs> yeah. uh, after the death of Superman, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, uh, Coast City or Metropolis, really. I'm staying the fuck away from Gotham.
1: I was also going to say Seattle, <laughs> just
2: to be a dick. You know but, what? I would like to live in Seattle. I don't know. It's a little miserable there. Yeah, I can deal with that. Yeah, I probably could, too. My, I'm Just telling you, I can't see. My eyes are so light sensitive. I always have to have sunglasses man. on. It's dark there. It's rainy. I love the rain. I like the whole darkness. I'm good with it. Go. Come on. Cold me there, up. You're
1: there. All right. Well, we're going to continue. Now, this um, th- this <laughs> email ends up being a little odd. but It's now for Eric. What shitty horror franchis- franchises do you love? And I'm going to answer that for you. Every one of them. I started watching almost all the Leprechaun movies and thinking about doing Puppet Master after. So here's another one. You're gonna to try to get in that Puppet Master. Maybe you could get Joel, you know, revved up and get in the right frame of mind, like the guy last saying, week who he wants us two hours back master. because you can only, yeah. you're gonna to have to go back in a in a time machine or something. You freaking Puppet Master,
2: he doesn't understand. It was understand. a big deal, man. Oh my goodness! Fuck yourself, all right. It was there, a big deal back he-ha. there. Look, yeah. when I was a kid, I couldn't get in R-rated movie theaters. They started freaking really pushing that ID, seventeen and over. Mm-hmm. Full Moon put out a freaking a bunch of freaking horror flicks every year, straight to video, and they never freaking carded you at West Coast.
1: No, no. Yeah, you know what they would say to you though?
2: What come up and? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, the- my favorites. I really enjoy the well. I love the Friday the Thirteenth films, but that's standard thing. Yeah, but I don't.
1: I-, I don't even consider those shitty.
2: Yeah, well, I'm saying I, I love he's the Evil Dead. That other crap you watch. Ah, oh, crap. Huh? Like, I love the Head series. There you go. Now we're talking. Ginger Dead Man? No, see, I don't like the Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> well, but no, if we're going for Full Moon, yeah, they got a bunch of like, the Killjoy well,
1: series. Really? Quite frankly, if Joel wants to get involved in shitty movies that you like, like he wants to see what the, the whole deal is, just go Full Moon. Don't even worry about individual. Just Old find killer. out their whole thing. Don't go, don't go New Full Moon. And stay, well, what was their um children imprint that did Prehistoria? moonbeam moonbeam yeah stay away from that <laughs> i don't know killjoy i watched the um the trailer for that yeah. killjoy goes to hell right
2: killjoy uh where is it killjoy 3 killjoy's revenge and then the next one was killjoy goes to hell yeah
1: see i remember i when we when i first started working with you you talk all these things
2: like i was excited I co- to
1: sell you you kept saying puppet master x and i thought you were saying pump master x and it sounded and that it like became that. awesome dj
2: now whenever we Pump talk about Pumpmaster Pump X,
1: X. I think Pumpmaster Master X was the DJ for, um, I don't know, Eric B and Rakim. him.
2: <clears throat>
1: <laughs> and Joel continues with his mail now. I said the Hold email, on.
2: So, uh, okay, you want to keep also, going with these also shitty Also, check, the, check out the Reanimator series if you've never watched them. They're fun too.
1: Yeah. Um, Joel continues with the email. And I, I, I get the idea in my mind. Remember on The Simpsons when Homer sent that um, – Love letter to Marge. They go yeah. back. Uh, Bart is uh, pretending to date <laughs> Krabappel. He's sending the love letters. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I want to go see what uh, Homer's love letters. And there's the one where he's, as anybody who addressed him, he's like, dear Marge. Wasn't he drunk? Yeah. And he's like, Ugh. and then like he's like, hey. <laughs> That's what this seems to be because all of a sudden then he says, my brother asks, what the fuck is up with the costume changes with everyone? And we're not sure what he meant. Nope. I don't know if he meant in the Leprechaun movies. You said you thought in the comics, and all I could explain it was uh, Joel wrote this very early. I got this email. I went to work at I think 4:30, right. and as I was getting to work, it arrived. Joel is in Kansas. That's even a co- so I think Joel was out late and decided to send us an email. <laughs> and I don't know. Uh, I say what the fuck is up with all these custom changes. I think maybe he might have been at a share concert. And that, Or maybe Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga and all yeah. I can say is that's just par for the course, Joel. Yeah. Does costume changes happen? Uh, and then he says, You guys are great, and Eric, I forgive you.
2: Thank you, Joel. Thank yeah. you. Yes.
1: Next email from Chisanga. Hey, Jim and Eric. Which are your top five best and worst convergence tie ins? I have my top five now. Now, the, the problem with this is I want it to go from the, the heart. I want it to talk about, but you want it to go pure stats.
2: Yeah, I did want to Because do
1: I times. have a top five that I don't consider one of my top five. And really? you also wanted to go with, I just talk about the ones that I reviewed and you do the ones you reviewed. Yeah. And that's, I think that's ridiculous, too, because I read all yours and you read all mine. So, But my number one is Superman, uh, the, um, the actual, I guess that was the pre-Flashpoint, wasn't yes. it? Yeah. Uh, which I averaged out to like a 9.85, <laughs> 9.85. I really loved it. I didn't like it that much, uh, somehow, my ratings. Then number two, which is not my second best. If you said to me, what's your second favorite? It's not this, but it's Harley Quinn with the stats. Right. I really liked that, but that would have been a little lower. Number three, Swamp Thing, 8.5. Harley Quinn was 8.9. Swamp Thing, 8.5. Nightwing Oracle, 8.5. And Adventures of Superman. Ended up being an 8-4. And this is one where I wouldn't even put it in my top five. First issue got a 9-5. The second got a 7. I think that was last week, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't put that in my top five uh, just thinking about it. Um, Then you get to my worst, which would be Supergirl Matrix, which averaged a (laughs) 3. Infinity Inc., which averaged a 3-2. Wonder Woman, which averaged a 3-3. Batgirl, 4-3. Detective Comics, 4-8. Jesus. So what were yours?
2: Well, my top five best Convergence tie-ins in ascending order. Number five, Convergence the Titans, 8.3. Number four, Convergence Justice Society of America, 8.3. Number three, Convergence Green Lantern Corps, 8.5. Number two, Convergence the Question, 8.5. And number one, with a bullet, Number convergence one. Superboy nine point five. Oh goodness! But in your
1: list there, um, I would have included both um, Green Lantern Core and yes.
2: the Question. Would have been. Yeah, those 5. were good ass okay. books. Uh, what were your worst? Top five worst Convergence tie-ins in ascending order. Top as well. five. Top five. <laughs> Number five, Convergence Justice League, 6.3. But possibly I have a little tie here because I haven't done Plastic Man yet. So that might have made the list, depending. I haven't read the book yet, so I don't know. Number four, Convergence Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes, 5 out of 10. Number three, Convergence Batman and Robin, 4.8. Number two, Convergence Batman Shadow of the Bat, 4.2. 4.2. And I know. And number, number one. Because number with one a bullet. would have been
1: my second worst.
2: Yeah, and number one, The Adam. The Adam. Three out of ten. That, yep, that would have been my second worst. Uh,
1: yeah. But everything else in The Worst, uh, I would have had mine there, but The Adam would have been second. Right. It's awful. It was so bad. It was bad. Uh, Shisanga goes on then. Also, what era of tie in comics did you like reading best? Pre Flashpoint Zero Hour Crisis on Infinite of Infinite Earths and mine's pre Flashpoint. That was my favorite week.
2: Well, that's the thing. I went into thinking that Zero Hour was going to be my shit. I was going to love this. This is when I, the era I started reading DC Comics. I was all pumped, mm-hmm. and it was probably my worst. Except for Superboy, you know, I love that shit, but it would have to be pre Flashpoint as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: I, I think that was the best. And the, the thing that made it really awful was it was the first week, and. Each week to me got worse and worse, and then we end. The, I'm telling you, I looked at my scores. We're doing this, and we go. I went to comic book roundup like you did, yeah. and they they colorize the scores. Yep. So if you have under a five, it's a red. Whatever the thing is, I'm looking at this. It's red. <laughs> All I'm seeing is red. Because I was, I was I thinking did about are not you're talking like about your game.
2: list. i uh, like you. Fucking went harsher on these scores than I did.
1: Yeah. No, well, it shows what happens. I. Uh, you're very. You stick to the middle. Uh, you go, usually in your scores, are between a 4 and an 8-5, I would right. say. Is that, and mine are a 9-9, nine nine <laughs> <down to> a <laughs> bunch of 3s. I'll give a 1. I refuse to give a 0. I think yes. that's bull crap. And I refuse to give a 10. Yeah, yeah, I gave a bunch of 10s. I, right? I didn't give a 10 this, this, uh, this event, but I have given 10s. Usually I save those for last issues.
2: What was were, that 1, 9.8? 9.99?
1: Yeah, I, well, Superman, because I gave it a
2: 9.8, the first
1: one, and I, I liked the second issue better, I told you. I'd like you're paint, painting yourself I painted corner. myself in that corner, still waiting for that paint to dry. Uh, <laughs> then he says, another question is, what do you wish they should have done for the main title to make it better, and what are your thoughts on the consequences of all the continuities back in the continuity? Um, that's a crazy question. That and is you a crazy know what? question. I have an answer.
0: Yeah. I
1: have an answer mainly for the first one. You can tell me the consequence. How about that? I'll right. tell you what I would have done, and then you tell us the consequences. All right. I would have done. I have two premise premises that I would have gone with. The number one is I would have had the first four issues as a setup. Then I would have sent Flash, Supergirl, Parallax, and Superman to, to deal with the crisis. And I would, totally. And I would have shown the goddamn crisis for the next four issues. leading into the, Leading into the final number eight issue where everything goes back. But I would like to see that. Would have been awesome. <sighs> My second one is the premise that I've talked to you about before. Would be the premise that the fabric of times being torn apart because of all the crisis, and a group of heroes has to go back and make sure crisis. certain events take place. Uh-huh. They travel through the DC universe, Bill and Ted style, picking up more nice. characters as they go until they end where they play a kick-ass rock show featuring Nightwing on the guitar.
2: Fucking a boom!
1: There it is. Now I would have liked. I wouldn't mind. Uh, how they did it, I really would have liked to have seen them go back and deal with the crisis.
2: Hold on. And at the end, at the end, freaking uh, Uncle Sam comes out and goes, Rock and roll, dudes! Yep, and
1: that's how it happened. And night Nightwing <laughs> would kill him. Actually, oh. how about this? Star Spangled
2: No, King no, party on, dudes. That's what it was. Yeah,
1: actually, no. Uh, yeah, Uncle Sam from, uh, what's it called, could come out. And he's so from the old. horror <laughs> flick? No, from that. What, what issue was it? That was actually fighters. Yeah, Fight was yeah. the Freedom fighter. That's what I was going with okay, originally. yeah, he'll
2: come out. Um, I was trying to think of the Abraham Lincoln like, comparison. Yeah, no, I of Socrates. Socrates. Socrates will be there.
1: But no, <laughs> I, I really would have thought that they would have set this up. I'm telling you, you don't even need Deimos then. You just go. They have this thing. They get trapped on the, the – you can have all this trap business cities. I don't care. Just uh, Tello, Sprainiac, whoever with, calls out Flash, Supergirl, Parallax, and Superman or whoever you want and say, listen, all these cities will die. If you don't do this for me, and you can have Brainiac. Remember Brainiac at the end? We're going to talk about this, but Brainiac wants to go back to his good old self. Yeah. That could be. There's the premise. He wants that back. The only way he can do it is by fixing this. So he captures all those, and he says, either you do this, or you're going to die because I hate myself and I'm going to kill all of reality.
2: Gotta Boom. catch him. Goes up.
1: back and and shows what's going on. Uh, but what do you think about the consequences of all the continuities?
2: That's the funny thing. I don't think there's going to be any.
1: No, I don't either. Not at all. All it's gonna be is that you can throw anything out there.
2: I've seen a lot of people though, like you know, online talking about what this ending means, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean anything to me because at the end we see all the freaking like the like multiverse is put back together again. It looks like nothing has changed. No, we still. I'm saying somehow the end of the crisis has led to the multiverse continuing. Which somehow still leads to the New Fifty Two. Well, I don't again, understand. Let's go with
1: it. Well, I was when I read um, when I read Convergence again, and we're again we're going to talk about it in a couple minutes. But I, it stuck with me where he Brainiac is going to reset everything. Yes. And he says he can't because of Crisis. Then when they do, he resets it. Yes, it's, it's done. It there's not the, the consequence is going to be that if they want to do a um, Red Rain story, they can do a Red they, Rain. They'll yeah. do it. The only thing that I wonder. When they reset that, does that also reset the Justice Riders? And the, I would like to say they're dead.
2: Oh, I want to say they're dead too. Injustice is dead. <laughs> Andor saying, is dead. It's
1: like, man, they are the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> when they, they, everything's reset, not you guys. They, no, no. I could just see the, the uh, Injustice, like us too. No, you, no. Go, you go home. <laughs> But yeah, that, that's it. Now, Then he uh, finishes this with, uh, to your previous question, Jim, I usually listen to your podcast on Stitcher on my tablet and listen to the podcast on the main website on my computer. And I'm, I brought that up. That's kind of a personal note to me where I sent a shout out to a bunch of people because Joel still is having problems getting our podcast on iTunes.
2: Joel needs to upgrade. Well,
1: what I'm going to say is Somebody else has to be having this prom, so if you do, just let me know. Just uh, this doesn't even have to be listener mail. Just send me a note at weirdsciencedccom at,
2: he's gonna bug you at
1: gmail uh, because I want to know if it is a prom and if it's a prom, I'm going to talk to that goddamn Podbean that we pay to have this podcast up. Yeah, yeah not only are we not professional, but we're, we're losing money, Eric. Losing <laughs> money every day. Uh, it's like we're divorced or something. The freaking Podbean takes half. <laughs> we're divorced from the Podbean. Oh, yeah, no. I, I want to know if there's an issue because if there is, I'm going to be really upset because I want people to be able to listen to our golden voices, Eric. Bu- bu- well, bu- bu- yours. I'm going
0: to have it all mean,
1: every time I, I, first second. <laughs> Pizza. Yeah, you just yell out menu items. That's why it just takes you to the, you know, double quarter pounder. <laughs> the box. Yeah, yeah. Give me the box. Triple cheese. You had a triple with cheese this week, didn't you? Yes, I it did. It was all an outpour. It was you, delicious. You didn't even want it, did you? You just yelled it out. Triple with cheese. Jess, you look like Natalie. What did you get? <laughs> <laughs> Jess, you look like Tootie. What did, what did you have on that triple?
2: What do you mean? What did I have what on What did it? you
1: have on it? It was a classic triple. You add lettuce and tomato?
2: Everything, yeah, it was a classic triple at Wendy's. That's bull crap. You it was never, delicious.
1: You never have lettuce and tomato on a triple. That You're fucking ridiculous. insane. You are a lunatic. Nope. You, you go ketchup, pickle, mustard. That is it. Good night. Good day. <laughs> you know what's next?
2: Dance geek news, news, Yuck, news, dance geek news, 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 news. I want to have that MTV. Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo.
1: Here. Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs>
2: sounds
1: like <laughs> sounds like the worst uh, Gatling gun. Do 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 do. Uh, I don't know what Dan's talking about. I asked him when he was going to send the news. He sent it a little bit ago. I didn't even prepare to listen to it. I think Dan is trusted enough. He is our trusted news source. I would guess that he's going to talk about uh, solar eclipse and some sort of riot in Australia.
2: Hopefully he doesn't go on about the Jews. I would <laughs>
1: doubt that he will, and you're trying to bring this podcast down,
2: aren't you? No, I'm not.
1: Oh, yeah, you are. You've
2: opened your mouth. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Your son to slam a chair again?
1: No, that was on your end, buddy
2: boy. No, it was not. Oh, it was, big boy. Because
1: I heard it through the microphone. I heard it through my headphones. Yeah, exactly. What? Exactly. You know what I'm talking about. You know what's next. Control your children. You know what's next.
2: Dance geek news. Dance geek news. Take it away.
3: Hello, Weird Science! Dan here, coming at you with all of your latest geek news. This week was a surprisingly fun week for movie news, including a special appearance by the one, the only, The Suicide Squad. That's right. Uh, Something about uh, the upcoming David Ayer DC Comics flick was deemed newsworthy this week. Uh, This week we were treated to photos and footage of both Jared Leto's stunt double as the Joker and Margot Robbie riding down the street in the Joker's car. And we also got to see the Batmobile. Chasing after the vehicle, and then we got to see Batman on top of the vehicle. Uh, now we can, I, at this point, I can pretty much confirm uh, there are going to be scenes in the Suicide Squad film, probably flashbacks that show Batman fighting the Joker. Uh, it was Ben Affleck's stunt double who was on set for this particular filming session. Uh, however, Ben Affleck has been spotted in the area, in the, you know, in the vicinity of where they're filming Suicide Squad. So it seems like he is going to wind up being in this film. Uh, at least in a cameo appearance. Of course, I still get very pissed off about Suicide Squad whenever I think about it, Uh, but that could change depending on how the film is when it finally does hit theaters next year. Independence Day 2 is definitely happening, and Jeff Goldblum has been on set, uh, and that is per an Instagram post by the film's writer and producer, Dean Devlin. Uh, No aliens in the shot, but we did get to see Jeff Goldblum. Next to Dean Devlin. Nobody knows who Dean Devlin is. Nobody cares who Dean Devlin is. Um, what they do care about is that Jeff Goldblum is on set. He is returning for this film. Uh, Deadpool has wrapped filming. Ryan Reynolds put up the following tweet on Twitter. Uh, quote, hashtag Deadpool has been a privilege to make. And we got to make the film because of you. Going to eat a sandwich now. Hashtag wrapped. End quote. Uh, so yeah, that's done. They're finished filming Deadpool. Now it's just a matter of... Uh, getting down to editing it, uh, find uh, you know, and getting it out in the theaters, and hoping that we actually turn out like we said we would. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two is happening, and Gary Anthony Williams is going to be playing Bebop. Now, where there is Bebop, there is usually Rocksteady, and in this case, WWE superstar Sheamus, uh, it appears, is taking on the role of Rocksteady. What the. Fuck. Okay, you see, I am a professional wrestling fan, so I am familiar with Sheamus, and somehow I do not feel he is necessarily going to be good in that role, um, but this is uh, one of those things that I'm going to expand upon on the next episode of Betapod, which is my podcast that I do on the side. Uh, on the news of my Apple Watch, which I've been keeping you guys posted on, I'm pleased to report that I finally received the following notification on my phone um, yesterday about 5.30, received this, it said, quote, good news, item in order, and then I took the order number out, have shipped and will deliver by June 1st, 2015, end quote. Uh, I checked the shipping status today, it has made its way from Ontario down to Rockford, Illinois, so hopefully it should be here by Monday at 3 at the latest, and I should have a watch. Um, I'm going to be really uh, just thrilled when this comes here, because I'm really excited to get my hands on my Apple Watch, I've been waiting long enough. Uh, Google had their annual I.O. event, and they they made a lot of announcements, but there's two big ones that I'm going to share here. Uh, The first was the Photos app, the new Google Photos app. It's available on iOS. I believe it's available on Android, and it's also available on the web. Uh, First, Google had Picasa. Then they tried using Google Plus as a photo management tool. Now, Google has released Photos. Uh, Photos lets you back up your photos in the cloud, unlimited storage, uh, there is some slight compression, but it's nothing major. Uh, it's basically what iCloud Photo Library was supposed to be. <laughs> uh, somehow, Apple and Google both come up with ideas for uh, features, and one company gets it right, one company gets it wrong. Uh, another great example was when Google launched Google Music. They let you store 20,000 songs free in the cloud, access them from anywhere. If you want to store music in the cloud with iTunes, they want 25 bucks a year. Google won. Now Google's going to win the photo roll. Now, uh, from what I understand, there is some compression, um, but it's not going to have a major effect on photos that are 16 megapixels or under. Anything past that, and you will see the compression. Uh, if you want to store the raw photos uncompressed, that does eat against storage. Um, I forget exactly how much storage it gives you, but it gives you X amount of storage for that. Uh, my camera rolls a mess with a lot of uh, uh, wallpapers and stuff that I don't necessarily want to push into the cloud, so I haven't actually tried out the app yet, but I am looking forward to trying it out. Uh, Hopefully, I'll be able to do that sometime in the next week. Uh, And then the other thing they announced that I thought was big was Google Pay. That's right, Google Pay. Now, everybody is touting this, all the blogs, all the websites, they're touting this as an Apple Pay competitor. It's not. It's an Apple Pay equal. Uh, People need to get their heads out of their ass and realize that there are iPhones and Android phones out there, and you're never going to have everybody agree on one particular uh, platform, uh, so, you, so you need multiple platforms out there. I think we're seeing this very well with uh, the Google Photos app. Uh, uh, Apple makes a great phone. Apple makes a great product. <clears throat> However, Google has found a way to enhance that product, so you can have. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so you can have both of those ecosystems uh, just coexisting. So. They have Google Pay. It's going to be NFC-enabled. It's not going to support fingerprint scanning until next year uh, when they're going to start rolling out Android phones. They're going to have fingerprint scanners on them. And I think this is exactly what Apple Pay needs so that NFC, Apple Pay and Google Pay, can become standards and not just luxuries. Uh, So I'm really excited for that. Uh, Wave 4 of Amiibo was released. I was able to only get my hands on one of the new Amiibo, and that was Pac-Man. There's a few others I'm still looking to get. Uh, Basically, they released uh, Splatoon Amiibo. There was an exclusive three-pack. I believe it's a GameStop exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But that has uh, three Splatoon Amiibo in it. Uh, They released Pac-Man, which is the one that I got. They have Wario, Charizard, Greninja. Now, Greninja, as far as I know... Is a Toys R Us exclusive, so he's going to be a, a bitch to get his hands on. Nintendo really needs to fix the Amiibo situation in America and uh, in the world, really. Uh, it, it, it's sad. It really is. A gentleman named Jeffrey... I'm going to butcher this name here. Mason. Mason? 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 Something like that. M-A-C-E-S-I-N, if you want to uh, figure out how to pronounce that. Uh, was pulled over and fined 120 bucks in Quebec, I believe it was. Yeah, it was called back, if I'm not mistaken, for using his Apple Watch to change the music on his phone. Uh, people need to understand that smartwatches are not something that you're supposed to use when you're driving. However, he is fighting the ticket, and I can't blame him uh, because of his logic on it. If you <coughs> ah, excuse me. If you choose to approach this from the perspective of distracted driving, you clearly have an argument that you can win. However, this is being approached from the perspective of the law that says that you can't use a device that features a, a telephone feature while driving a vehicle. The problem is, it's not really a telephone feature that's in it. It's a Bluetooth device, which you are legally able to use. Uh, this is going to be one of those topics that I'm going to expand on heavily uh, on the next episode of Beta Betapod, which is pretty much going to be a very Apple-heavy episode. Um, and, of course, you can listen to the most recent episode of Betapod if you go to bit.ly slash Betapod3. Uh, that's where I talk about the death of the Simpsons, which is more or less expanding on something from last week's uh, Weird Science. Anne Mira passed away on May 23rd at the age of 85. And Mira was married to Jerry Stiller, who uh, is best known to audiences as uh, Arthur Spooner on The King of Queens. And she was also the mother to Ben and Amy Stiller. She also played the on-screen mother of Patton Oswalt on the hit sitcom The King of Queens, where her character, spoiler alert, married Patton, or, er, married Patton Oswalt. Ooh, talk about an Oedipus complex. Uh, married Jerry Stiller's character at the end of the series, which, kind of cool. Uh, June 21st to June 24th, Fathom Events is bringing back Jaws into theaters, and out of the film's 40th anniversary, I haven't had a chance to look at the locations just yet. Uh, But I am very excited to go see this in theaters. It'll actually be my second time seeing it on the big screen. Uh, The first time was when a local theater had a retro movie night a couple years ago. Uh, But if you haven't seen Jaws, or if you have seen Jaws and you love Jaws and you want to see it again, go check that out. Uh, I also feel really old because I found out that Toy Story is turning 20 this year. uh, And that just, that that really depresses me. I, I feel old. Clearly EA never learns its lesson. Uh, the Need for Speed reboot that is going to be coming out uh, some either this year or next year. I forget when it's set for release, um, but they they never learned their lesson. Uh, they've confirmed that it needs an online connection in order to be able to play it, including single-player mode. Uh, they said in a tweet, quote, NFS will require an online connection, but the benefits are nice, more variety, and a more rewarding experience with friends, end quote. Uh, so thank you, EA. I don't have friends, and now you're reminding me how much of a pathetic fucking loser I am. Fuck you, EA! I had a chance to go out and see Mad Max. I don't know if any of you have had the chance to go see this. Uh, This movie is fucking awesome. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything really for you. The only thing I am going to spoil is I am going to tell you my favorite character in the film because they've not been using this guy appropriately in marketing. They could be doing so much more with the marketing for this film. They would just use one character in the marketing that they haven't been, and that is the bungee playing guitar guy that plays the double neck guitar that shoots the flames on the truck with the 50 amps behind him while there are people on another truck drumming 70 miles an hour. Yes, that was awesome. Now, I've never seen Mad Max before. This was my first time seeing a Mad Max movie. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to go back and watch the first three starring Mel Gibson, uh, the hateful bastard who hates everybody. Hate. And finally, last but not least, because it would not be a geek news segment if I did not include this, there is a company out there called Myoware, M-Y-O-W-E-A-R, It's all one word, that's currently running a Kickstarter for a home kit that you can use to build things along the lines of a um, Iron Man Repulsor, which is cool, or working Wolverine claws. Fuck yes. I had a chance to watch the video of the guy using the Wolverine claws, and it is fucking awesome. Uh, the the cheapest kit that comes with the stuff you need to build everything is $100, and I am seriously considering backing this one, just because I would love to have Wolverine claws that are actually tied into my body, um, via a couple of wires, just the connectors that go into your skin, and based on how you flex your muscles... Uh, it opens and closes the clause. It is fucking sweet. If you haven't had a chance to see this, so you've got to Google for that video. Just Google uh, Working Wolverine claws" and it'll come right up. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash danstransky. Check out my blog, 1138geekconfessions.wordpress.com. Check out my podcast, BetaPod, which currently I host through SoundCloud. I haven't had a chance to share it out to iTunes, uh, Stitcher, anything like that yet. Uh, I'm still waiting until I can finally take the time to make some a high-resolution artwork, and create an opening-slash-closing theme for the show. Uh, Once I get that done, then I'll finally push that out there. But in the meantime, if you go to my blog, you can always uh, check that out, or you can just go to bit.ly-slash-betapod3. That's the most recent one. I'm trying to do a bit.ly link every week where it'll just adjust the number up one. And as always, you can check out my DC and Vertigo digital reviews over on Weird Science. Uh, I'm going to send this one back over to Jim and Eric now.
1: And we're back. That was Dan with his geek news, Eric. That was some hell of a news right there. That is. He, uh, He has a podcast himself he's doing now over in that SoundCloud. Yes. I told you I, I wanted to listen to it, so I grabbed the SoundCloud app, and what they do is it gives me a uh, notice. I have it on my phone, and it notices, it always says there's new sounds available, and I never know <laughs> what the hell it means. <laughs> I didn't even know that that was what it was. All of a sudden, I get this notice. There's new sounds? What the heck? I thought it was like ringtones or something. People still use
2: ringtones. I don't know, man.
1: I don't know either. Everybody calls me. Here we go. We're going to start off the books. This is the last week of Convergence. Convergence oh, is over. God. We get uh, the finale. And in a weird way, how we're obviously going to start with Convergence, talk about. But there's a couple books that was odd for me. Once you read Convergence finale, everything else seemed off then. Yeah. You knew what was going to happen, so these other books just fell, fell flat.
2: And we should then, have done this last. <laughs> yeah, and,
1: well, and some of the Convergence stuff... Um, like, my Booster Gold seemed a little off then because it didn't match up great with it. And no, not at other all. Stuff. But, uh, and then wearing... Blue
2: Beetle? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: there was a lot. It, it ended up really odd. I said to you, I wish that they would have had one more week where they had a Convergence number 9 come out, even with the other books. You know, the yeah. June books come out just to have another Convergence number 9. After May. Yeah, and just to, to kind of to tie it up then. It just fell off this week.
2: But uh, what are we talking about? Convergence Number 8, written by Jeff King and Scott Liddell with art by Stephen Segovia, Carlo Pagul, Pagulare? Edward Pansica, Ethan Skyver, Jason Paz, Scott Hanna, Trevor Scott, John Starr. Jesus Christ, there's a lot of artists on this yes, book. Who's all for an epic conclusion that ties up all the loose end and gives us a satisfying finale? I am. Yeah, pretty much everyone, but you won't find that here. Oh, damn it. After the multiverse is put in peril from, plant, from the planet core, loving temporal energy, Wave Rider shows up, the free Brainiac, and hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking thing, but the crisis is too powerful to supersede, and we have the characters that don't belong go to that event and change it, which somehow leads to things being fixed. I I just don't know, man. I I've told you, I, I've read the book, mm-hmm. I've seen, you know. Brainiac is all like sorry for what he's done. Now, I'm telling you, I think prison has actually worked on someone. He's been rehabilitated. He is sorry. He's trying to make amends. He's found God. He has found God. Yes. I thought he was God, but now he's found it. He's found it. Uh, yeah. Uh, how, I don't understand how the timeline works. Now, let me. I'm gonna break this down for somebody here. Okay. It's for somebody, <laughs> they've already turned this shit off. Mm. You got the timeline that we already know, and it all leads to the New Fifty Two. Correct. Yes. Now, if we go back and change the crisis of Infinite Earth so that the multiverse is never destroyed, how do we get to our current timeline? Uh,
1: my guess is what they would tell you is that is still a separate timeline that went on, and that's still there, and every other time stream is there, and that's...
2: it's a bunch of hooey. What happened to the characters that didn't belong that went to the crisis to make sure the multiverse yeah. continued?
1: Well, like I said, that's what I would love to have seen. That I would have loved to have seen how they went and how that worked out
2: that was the most interesting part of this book and we didn't see any of it you know what else we didn't get eric what's that well let's tell us his name his name is chuck he was originally from happy days
1: i i made a joke with you Uh, episodes ago and told you that i was mad it was the first time that they mentioned this name and you even called me on it then you're like they don't say it that much and i said it annoys me i hate when they say something in anything any sort of media anything where they go like I'm going to do this. And every time they go to tell you something, it erupts him. He doesn't yeah. do it. But in this, he does finally remember. When Brainiac goes down, he remembers his name, correct? He remembers correct. his family and his name. And he yes. goes, oh, he doesn't say it, though. And then afterwards, twice, <laughs> characters call him Telos. And uh, I don't know about you. If I'm waiting all that time. And uh, the second time, then I think it might have been Alan Scott. No, no, like, you,
2: I don't think, call me Telos. That's my slave name. Yeah,
1: I thought he would say something like, Telos, no. Now you call me Chuck. Like, whatever what it was. We
2: said Chuck weeks ago, yeah. just making a joke, and then you brought up about Happy Day said, oh, Chuck went up the stairs in the basketball, yeah. never to see him again. Yeah, yeah. Telos, <laughs> uh, well, Telos leaves, and uh, it's almost like, we might see that crazy guy
1: again, right? God, I hope it's not. It's so bad. But they also say that about the planet Telos. When the planet Telos blinks away, And uh, uh, Superman and Supergirl are there, and it just disappeared. I'm sure we haven't seen the (sighs) last of that. Like, oh, my goodness gracious.
2: This is all a bunch of hooey. See, that's what we're we're talking about there. Telos teleported the planet Telos back to the Earth 2 universe. And once Brainiac was gone, Alan Scott got a hold of that green, made it all lush and nice. Yep. And everything like that, Telos appeared in the sky. like, I have moved the planet for you. This can now be Earth 2. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's fucked up to say Earth 2 like that. But how did you do this, Telos? Because Brainiac clearly told us earlier that he severed your connection to this planet. Yeah. Yep. What he is gets, your power set now, man? Yeah, I
1: don't know. He's all powerful. Now he's going back to find his family and with his name. Uh, somehow, I always laugh too. It, it's like a magical thing knowing your the name. What the hell does that really even? Oh my God, you know your name? Oh, finally. I wouldn't care.
2: Uh, you know. It's, yeah, well, his name's not Jim Warner
1: the oh, Third. That's true.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is I, it?
1: No, well, it might be. There's a couple of things that I have uh, that I had issues with. But I did like uh, I did like the idea that Brainiac was gonna reset things and that he kind of didn't like the way he ended up. And he wanted things to be reset himself. But man, there was a lot of stuff that I yeah, did not like.
2: Apparently going through dimensions and time makes him into a gigantic god monster. Yeah.
1: You're like yeah.
2: what is that about? And then like I wanna I wanna be like I was before what is, I'm telling you, I put it in my review. It is like um, Can't Buy Me Love, where Ronald realizes that he's a jerk now, and he lost his true friends from the power that he's received. You shit on my gone. house. <laughs> Shut up, Malachi. <laughs> you shit <laughs> on my
1: house. Oh, goodness. Uh, there's a couple things. You know what? I I, I don't have a, a huge uh, history with Dr. Fate. Right. I, can, I hate that he's Dr. Fate, and every other sentence has to involve some fate you've sealed our fate and it's always in capitals and yeah oh, it, it annoys me they're uh,
2: pulling a little shoe marker out there oh, I, please I,
1: chill yeah yeah, yeah. I, I hate it uh but i did like that uh hal parallax calls out the like man that deimos was a wasted time <laughs> like you are right Hal. you're right but then uh, everything in this issue was so forced and rushed even to the point at the beginning. Uh, Hal basically says Deimos was a a big piece of crap and a waste. And then Telos, I believe, says to him, like, yeah, but you could have just knocked him out. Uh, Now we we don't have the time travelers, though I
2: sense some are on their way. (laughs) Like, really? You sense that they're on their way? Now, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but at the end of the last issue, we clearly saw the freaking time energy, the chronal energy, whatever you want to call it, shoot out of Deimos' body that wasn't there anymore, and then shoot out the planet into the New 52 universe, looking like it killed everybody there except for Superman and Supergirl.
0: Yeah.
2: Here we just find out, oh, they've all those people that we saw before, they've gone back to say goodbye to their friends and families because this shit is getting real. Yeah, yeah. And then back on the planet Telos, we find out oh that temporal energy it went back to uh, return to the core. They yeah. said return to the core, and now it's going to cause a gigantic you know explosion. It's going to destroy the multiverse. When did all this go down? Show me when this went down.
1: Uh, I can, Eric, but I do I, it. I hate you to the core.
2: That, that's some cold <laughs> shit right there. Trying oh. to talk about a little convergence, you got to hey, make hey, it personal. All of a sudden, uh, Wave Rider shows up. Yeah, Wave I, Rider, and the thing is. <laughs> I went into this book first. Obviously, it's the main event book. I went yep. into this. Who the fuck is Wave Rider? Why know. is he with Booster and fucking Gold Star? What is going on? So I stopped reading. I'm like, I better check out Booster yeah. Gold first. Did
1: you, when, when he first showed up, did you think it was some crazy version of Firestorm? Because I did. And then I saw him, like, what the heck's going on with Firestorm? And then I look and I'm like, okay, Wave Rider, huh? huh. And then there's this. And the... again, it's just at the end of the day everything's reset i don't have a big problem with that see, i I'm just sure wanted to see it
2: he's wave rider now he's Bodhi after the end of point break that is true he's yeah. the wave rider wave ride.
1: Bodie's dead
2: uh well
1: yeah uh, what about the art in this because i thought the art was really really good
2: i know for all the shit ton of artists that we had yeah. it was really good i enjoyed the hell out uh, of it
1: there's some really big spreads uh Really good things. Did you read the um, Earth 2 Society um, preview? No, I haven't read any of the previews yeah. yet. I like to
2: get to that separate, I so was, I just want to go through the books. But and I, kind I of just wanted out.
1: to point out that a certain character becomes Batman. It's not
2: a real, I know a certain yeah, character yeah, that, becomes
1: Batman. It's not
2: a He looks like a cross between Wildcat and Batman. Yeah,
1: well, it almost seems like... Um, what did we say? What event... Well, oh, the Futures End events seem to only be around the setup Batman Beyond... Uh, not only just setting up um, this reset, but really, the, this book seemed to be to set up Dick Grayson as, as Batman on Earth, too. Yeah. And uh, again, I, I, I liked it enough. I like It's weird. This is a very weird issue for me to think about because I liked it in concept. I did not like it in execution at all. I thought it was hokey. I thought there was a lot of nonsense. Things made no
2: sense. Um, and... when we get into earth Two society though next month there better be like straw huts and shit like that because there's no way there should be a city because nothing is there on the planet tell us which they converted into the new earth Two. Yeah. and then alan scott went out to get the survivors of worlds and to bring them back and that's the best part so as we end this book we get little tommy john gracie yes
1: it's funny because i really wish they would have named him they don't use his name no i really wish they would have because they would have it up again <laughs> they, they flip
2: a coin each time oh yeah. tommy oh john now now it'd be freddy hey that's, freddy uh, when this book is was over i just put it down i slid it away from me i'm like all right all i want to know from the end of this book now uh, all of the fucking shit's been thrown of us i want to know is dick grayson gonna remember his son's name and how the fuck does he take a leak now that he's in a telos metal shell well, to keep his yeah, spine like
1: disappeared they don't even talk about that and i believe that telos it's Dick Grayson's son, Eric, I think. That's, that's Tommy John all grown it's up? It's because he has two names. It's Tommy or John. One of those is Telos, and it got screwed up. And, and Tommy John actually died in that explosion, but then, and then he remembered his family, and that's why he went back.
2: And all of Earth 2 is taking place in a snow globe that a little autistic kid's looking at. Yep,
1: and then uh, Bobby Ewing gets out of the shower. Bobby Ewing gets out of the shower. <laughs> it's <laughs> over.
2: Uh, I don't know. Then where? where's Barda
1: at the end? Remember Barda and, uh, what was it, War...
2: War. War. I going to say, I even put it in my review. I would like one fucking World's End callback that makes sense because yeah. we. I, I expect those two to shirk their responsibilities, but they should at least be there. We have Tommy John talk to some random redheaded lady. Hey, hey I know this has something to do with my dad. Yeah, your yeah. dad doesn't remember your name, kid. Stop getting excited. That'd be funny. It's That's Green That's Green Lantern.
1: Hey, we have a wor- world to rebuild. I. It's my dad, too. I know it. No, it isn't, kid. <laughs>
2: Get the fuck dead. out of here. Your dad's <laughs> like Eric's dad. He's dead. Just like yeah. Jim's dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> I could play this a, game too, let, motherfucker. Let me take a pause there. <laughs> you son of a bitch.
1: I wish it did. Oh, goodness. a bunch of nonsense. Everybody's all on that spaceship at the end all happy. <laughs> oh but yeah. Oh,
2: oh. Barda and War should have been there because they were supposed to take charge of fucking Tommy John. Even though we didn't see it in the callback in Convergence, that's what fucking happened.
1: I I get the idea that he just went with the lady who looked the most like his mother. Right. (laughs) That's what he went with. He's not very smart. Hey, you're like the ugly
2: version of my mom. I'll hang out with you (laughs) because I don't have these strange feelings for you like I did for...
1: You won't abandon me like my actual father. Yeah. Uh, what'd you give this?
2: I gave it a four out of 10. I was not happy with this conclusion at all. And a lot of people apparently are. I, I was, have no idea. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, a lot of people really like this. I think that they're full of crap. I'm going to call them on it. I think that a lot of people just want to pretend that this last issue meant something more. Well, it did mean something. It's just the execution was no, it not did very not. good. It meant something. Everything gets reset. That, but really, they could have just not had this event. Dan DiDio could add a video and said, hey, listen, guys. Everything's up for grabs now. These things didn't happen. boom. and then we could just get on with it. We didn't need this event really, and it kind of came off as a little odd and I got sick of it. And you'll see as I go on, burn the week, hell out this week, I was really, really uh, upset with things. All Not right. me though. okay. well uh, my next book is, uh, I'll tell you, I probably would have given it a four as well. Okay, you give it a four.
2: Oh, you? What? You, oh, wait. You told me earlier before because you read this before. And it's like I this is a, a four, out four out of ten. I yeah.
1: Said, I'm pretty good when I get that initial thing, and I thought, oh, I'm reading it. I'm like, Eric is not gonna like how this resolves because it's making no sense in his continuity. My my my. So He's upset. not gonna be pleased at yeah. all. Oh, I said that's a four out of ten. All right, my next issue or my first issue of the night is more than a four out of ten. Eric gets Convergence Booster Gold number two. Ooh. Written by Dan Jurgens, who, as you know and I know, created Booster Gold.
2: Yes, we do know that. Art
1: by Alvaro Martinez and Raul Fernandez. Raul. Oh. Raul. It's Blue and Gold Reunion that is cut short by Booster's sickness. That isn't from eating bad burritos, Eric. Apparently. While Ted tries to get help for him, Rip Hunter, Michelle, and the other Booster face Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes complete with their ridiculous names. They survive by going into the far future, actually 45 minutes ahead, and then show off by leaving the dome. They finally uh-huh. find old Booster, who is even older, and head off for Vanishing Point. Once there, they go to the super secret vault by going down the elevator that's clearly visible, and yes. Booster takes Booster in, and voila, Wave Rider, baby. After sending everyone to their proper places, he rides the rainbow off to Convergence <laughs> Number 8.
2: <laughs> Wave,
1: rider, Taste the rainbow. <laughs> That's what it reminded me. I said he's, he's like Firestorm eating Skittles. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I like this issue. I, I, I did. did,
2: too. Just um, mainly because of the Blue Beetle fucking Booster Gold I, moments. I
1: love Ted Cord. I'm yeah. going to say that again later to this uh, podcast, too, because I really like Ted Cord. I think he is hilarious. I love that version of Blue Beetle. Um, I also really liked uh, the younger Boosters dialogue in this. So did I. When when they're fighting Legion, it's hilarious because that's what I do when I hear these names from the Legion (laughs) of Superheroes. Like, what's that guy, the boy who eats things or the, you know, lad and lad. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's so good. Big shoe size lad?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Every time. It really did make me laugh. I liked it. There was a problem, though, with the dialogue. Yes. That I pointed out to you immediately. I said to you uh, at work. There's a little problem with this dialogue, and it happens twice. And yes. it's another thing where we call out where this event has been just full of these sort of errors. Uh, at one point, Skeets talks, and he's obviously, it's Rip Hunter.
2: Yes. Um, I don't really know Skeets to call Booster dad, so, no. you know.
1: Then <laughs> that's earlier. Then at the end, it's worse. It's when Booster takes the older Booster into the vault at the vanishing point, when he becomes Wave Rider. Comes out. And then has dialogue that, what did he say? I think I put it. He says, um, he well, again, he calls the older booster his father. Yes. And, I of course, I can't get to it. but
2: you know, I'm getting to it. Hold on, on a second. It. I'm going to find uh, it for it's you. It's a race. I'm going to get there first. I got it.
1: Oh, you son of I a didn't bitch. get it. Fuck. Yes, yes, I yes, never yes. shot it. I know what it looks like. Woody, are you looking at the thing or the thing I sent you?
2: thing you sent me. I
1: right, got it. Bitch. No.
2: Not only that, but the chronal radiation afflicting my father has been gathered from the exposure across the timescape.
1: Yeah, he, say, he says that, and then Rip says it's unsettled chaos. It's <laughs> like, it's like, what are you talking about? But no, yeah. he's
2: talking about Booster being his own father. I, uh, that's yeah. unsettled chaos. Maybe that's what happened.
1: <laughs> Maybe when he went in that vault, that crazy vault. Uh, did you laugh though when they took the elevator down to the vault?
2: What the hell is it, up with like? I didn't know they had a vault here. Have you gone anywhere inside the Vantage so Point? It's so funny
1: because they're there, and um, at that point, that's a they big talk ass turbo lift. It, it's a lift that I believe Blue Beetle is standing on already. <laughs> <It's>, there's nothing <laughs> secret. And he's like, "That's what you get when you live here." And it's like, "Oh, you know the elevators. So oh, great, you're you're special." Let's call um, them turbo
2: lifts. Get some Star Trek in yes, here.
1: Yes, okay. Uh, I think that there was a Star Trek reference in this. This event has also had more Star Trek references than any other event I've ever heard. Ted Cord loves a Star Trek. Yeah, he does. Well, he mentions it and they laugh about it. But I, I even like as... Um, He's as a Trekker, the, as not the, a Trekkie, a Trekker. As, okay, as the old booster <laughs> is getting older and they're just sitting there talking about the old times. Yeah. And just laughing. And-
2: Honestly, I really love that part because, you know, he's got this coronal thing. And, like, he, he every panel we see, he gets a little bit older and they're just sitting yeah. there talking about I really like that. If that would have been his end, that would have been a sweet end. He just ch- reminiscing with his buddy.
1: He chose wrong, Eric.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Do you ever I, think that Nazi at the end of Crusade looked like he turned into Christopher Lloyd before he died? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I think he did.
1: <laughs> uh, you know what of This book I like Is that it was bigger Than the other tie-ins It really was huge It was way bigger And this is like Booster's fate It's his lot in life Eric yeah. He is only around For certain times But yet they're pretty big uh, The future's end You had no idea But it was huge Because that led To the whole Convergence event yes. Now you have the Convergence event And if you read The Convergence number 8 Which I'm sure Everybody in their Right mind Usually did he yes. always did. I no, don't why even why review didn't? it, and I read it because I wanted to know what happened in the main story The main line. book, exactly. And then I go into this, and I'm like, huh, maybe I should have read this first. That's not like you did. You start. reading I, I like, put it out of head? my review. And mm-hmm. um, went over there to see. Uh, it's odd. Um, it looks like he's going to be in JLU um, booster for Good. a bit. With JLU, if, if you haven't seen the preview, it's going to be uh, the Justice League United are going to go around and try to – it seems like um, – Sweep the crap from Convergence under the rug, or <laughs> so that's what it seems to me. They're going to go figure out. It's going to be the stomachs. best title coming oh, out. Oh man, it looks so good. Uh, but boosters in that. But other than that, um, I do not. I really don't see a booster solo book coming.
2: Yeah, neither I but. think
1: that I maybe a six issue mini, a blue and gold.
2: Uh, would yeah, be awesome. I was going to say, it doesn't really work, but your yeah, DCU... It all works
1: now. If that's in my DCU because I'd like to see it, but I don't see them going a full book. They seem to... Even
2: my continuity. They stuff.
1: seem to keep booster for these sort of things. I don't know. It's well, it's not odd. only
2: that. We had this booster be, become Wave Rider and they like, Free Brain Egg be the big key figure here you know, to do shit. Mm-hmm. And then he says to the New 52 booster, you need to go now. You're a key figure in the future.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, I'm a key figure just yeah. like you. Well,
1: and... Uh, back to uh things that i liked and didn't like about the issue i didn't miss this one thing uh at the end wave rider sends gold Star and booster away says i'm yep. sending you back but yet shows up with them in convergence number eight which that, yeah. that really threw me off a bit uh but it was reverse because then i'm reading booster after i read uh convergence because things i just go with it and wave rider shows up i had no idea who he was yeah. So, yeah what the heck wave rider i'm with him uh and then I get
2: to this, I'm like, wait a second, you didn't send them away, you went with them.
1: Uh, and then
2: he sent them away. It was a missing scene, like in freaking uh, Planet Terror well, or in Kung Fury.
1: Yeah, well, really, a lot of these um, things had missing scenes, I think. And, yeah. Uh, this was one of my best-reviewed issues of the week, Eric. I gave it a 7 out of 10.
2: It was a good-ass book. I probably would have yeah. given it an 8. No,
1: I, I liked it. I loved the art. I really yeah. loved... Um, I think Alvaro Martinez and Raul Fernandez did a great job with Ted Kord. Every I think I can say Ted that and... about
2: every book I had this week. There's few I didn't care for. What, with yours, the, but...
1: the art in, gen- in no, general? Yeah, yeah. There were some odd ones for me, but, yeah. All the art, yeah, I liked in yours. But uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about old Booster
2: Gold? No, we're done with Booster. He could be a key figure in the future, but right now he's done because yeah. we're moving on. Yeah. Convergence well... Justice Society of America, number All two. Right. Written by Dan Abnett, who's been killing it lately. Art with by Tom Derenick, Trevor Scott, and Monica Cubina.
4: Mm. Cubina. Cubina.
2: Uh. Our JSA are young again, and that means it's time to complain about how being old sucks and how youth is wasted on the young. Really, though, this entire issue just showcases how badass the JSA are and how much they enjoy what they do. A big fight against the Quarty and Death Machine, and in the end, our, here- our team become old again and go about their day, reminiscent about old times and bingo and such. And that's what you get. That is pretty much the entire issue right there because they become young again and they fight this goddamn cordian death machine, and that's the majority of the issue.
1: Yeah. I I really liked it. You know what I I thought of when I read this issue, Eric? Cocoon? No, I thought of this song because the Justice Society of America had the time of their life, Eric. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, Eric gets me all choked up I wish if, if this was a, a movie I really would have thought by the end they would have played this as they were just fighting it out and uh you like the I've had it's the time end credits of life? yes that's the end credit um oh my goodness. that was my I told you the whole night I'm gonna have a sound I'm gonna have some song <laughs> that's all it was
2: that's all we got thankfully but moving on with this book a bit. See, normally I think I would have given this book a lower score, but I think I'm a little biased because I love the golden age JSAers. Yeah. And I think it actually you know, made me up my score a little bit just because I saw them young, kicking ass, taking names, doing all that cliche nonsense. I loved it though. That's the thing. And there was not much to this book at all. Like the first book was like a really personal story. I really like grabbed a hold of that and loved the hell. Yeah. We didn't get that here. Maybe a little bit towards the end, but the first half of the book, I became really disappointed, thinking, "Oh shit, is this all we're gonna get?" But mm-hmm. I had a fun time doing it.
1: Yeah i i liked I liked this issue a lot. Um, I liked it. You didn't think when they were trying to kill the accordion, uh, the machine? Isn't that what the they machine. call it? Uh, when they yelled, "It was hard to kill." Did you think of i was sick part? of that <laughs> also i laughed because i i really got that old trope of the machine it's thinking
2: <laughs> i i laughed at that but i'm telling you the art in this was uh, stupendous i'm telling you I'm, i don't even know why i thought this. like i'm a huge nicholas scott fan yeah and i don't know if it's just because she drew my favorite like uh, new 52 earth 2 yeah throughout this review i was talking about how i went like uh, i Nick, nicholas scott's been killing this and i realized Holy shit, this isn't Nicholas Scott. And I'm like, well, Tom Daradick's on this issue, replacing it. And I look back, holy shit, Nicholas Scott didn't do the. Fr- I had to go mm-hmm. back and refill. You know
1: what's <laughs> was, weird? I was did, a dope. Did you read who
2: did the inks? Uh, yeah, Trevor Scott, yeah, maybe. Trevor Scott. Maybe that's guy. why. Maybe Trevor Scott has yeah. a lot to do with it. Maybe. Because, uh, you know, he inked Nicholas. There are some really good. What does he do with nickel? Mm. <laughs> I thought you were getting a little crazy. But I have no, a crush on her. Uh, if anybody knows her, let her know. Eric yeah, Shea. America's, America's sweetheart. She, she's from uh, Australia. They don't yes. care about America's sweetheart there.
1: Um, I even like, I said last uh, month about this that the only thing that I didn't like about the issue last month was unfortunately they had to fight the Cordians. Right. And you know what? I like that machine, it yeah. looked pretty cool. It actually looked a little like the Beetle. Uh, I I
2: thought it looked like the machine at the end of uh, The Incredibles. Okay, yeah. Oh, I I thought it was cool. The uh, one thing, though, that was odd is at one point,
1: uh, Dr. Fate uh, comes up with this great idea that he thinks that the shields and the armor are for protection. (laughs) He's like, I think that
2: the outside is to protect the inside. I, I yelled out loud, you're an idiot, and Jess walked by. I like, she got so upset. We're breaking uh, up now, yeah, but it was yeah, totally yeah. worth it. So you thought the same thing when you said yeah.
1: that? I'm like, okay, I guess he deals more with fate than freaking uh, plans. Uh, but yeah, I think that's what the armor's for, Dr. Fate. Uh, the only other thing, too, I always say the only other thing and have like ten things to come I know. Out. The main thing that I thought, how long have they not been heroes? A year. Yeah, they act like they haven't been for 50 years. Yeah, but they I haven't been this aged, young. Yeah. But, it's, but it's only been a year. They act like, man, remember the times. and it? No, it's only been a year. They really stress this because of their age. Yeah. But they've aged in a year. Uh, that, it really threw me off a bit uh, thinking about it. But, man. They had the time of their life there. I wish I had the music. I'd cue it Now, I,
2: I, I can't say that people who don't love the JSA will love this issue, but if you are a fan, you should definitely be reading this. There's oh. no reason not to. I gave it a 7.5 out of
1: 10. Yeah, I probably would have given it an 8.5, and the thing, reason why I'm assuming that anybody who would go into this would be reading the first issue, and yeah. I think that when they... They packed these up together. This one's really going to read well as a full story. I think so um, as well. It's just unfortunate that the first part was better because it had the character moments and got you going. But, man, just even at the point, it did seem a little forced, too, where it's like, I, I get the feeling that everybody's enjoying this. And then everybody says, hey,
2: I'm enjoying this. <laughs> That's the problem. I'm telling you, at the beginning, we just had this monologue with Dr. Yeah. Fate and like an inner monologue. Yep. And he just this comes off as an idiot. Like you said, yeah. I think this yeah. protection is for yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: But yeah, I really like, I like the idea that they're, they're beating the crap out of this Qardian machine. And it works out well that it is this Qardian machine because they, they they are really just enjoying the fight.
2: No, they think they hit it so hard that the earthquake was actually
1: there. Yeah, I actually uh, was going to mention that to you, too. It's it's funny that this is one of those where the earthquake is a tremor, that legitimately they think that they hit something so hard it happened. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you see others tonight where the the earthquake, like, devastates an area. Uh, But, yeah, man, I'm looking at it now. I'm going through. There's a panel with just uh, Dr. Fate. Incredible.
2: Yeah. It looks so good. And the, the, I love, Actually, my favorite thing, I love the Hawkman. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, the art and the colors, everything is, is just really good.
2: Yeah, it all works together perfectly. I wish this team would work together again on something in the future, and preferably at an Earth-2 book.
1: Um, and I guess it, it works in with the story, but I thought that... Um, I thought they reverted back to the old men right away it was a little odd, but that's what they said they were going to get. No, honestly, try.
2: after reading the first issue at the end, I thought this was like they were going to revert to be young again one last time. Yeah, it's just And I'm telling you, I think they were going to burn out and die. Yeah, well, that's what I I thought. I'm saying. They're
1: back to being old. They really, they there wasn't any, like when they're like, do you want to do it? Yeah, we're gonna. There weren't really any consequences. No, they're just. No, we, we just young. can't be young. I again. guess maybe the the consequence would be that now they remember how it was to be young, and it sucks
2: even more. I remember too. It does suck. It I'm does an old suck. man.
1: It does. There's a weird thing. You don't have the issue there, do you? No. Nah. I'm paging through it. There at the end, they're walking away, mm-hmm. and there's these guys on the corner of the panel, and they're very odd. And they don't change. There's two guys uh, like a, a heavy set guy with red hair and this uh, guy with a uh, black hair and glasses. And it's it's weird. Everything they're I, communist. But no, when I see these things, I always wonder what the heck like it's the artist buddies. Or that, those are the artists themselves. That, that but It's just odd. I, I Just looking through it, it just comes off as very odd. At the end. But I would have given it an 8.5. You nitpicky I, I re- son of a bitch. I, I, yeah, no, it just was weird. I was just looking, and it's just very odd. If anybody's out there looking at the books, just look at these guys at the end. Tell me who the hell they're supposed to be, because they, they look very odd. But, yeah, like I said, 8.5. Uh, you know what? Coming up next is a, a book that I wouldn't give an 8.5, Eric. No. And that is convergence crime syndicate number two written by brian buccolano art by phil winslade eric what issue was i looking most forward to this this week
2: crime syndicate number I was
1: two so excited i, I lo- the first that first issue one of my favorite if, if Chasanga would have asked us the individual issues what were yeah. our favorites that was in my top five so good uh but here's what i have to say after one of my favorite issues of the first month of convergence brian buccolano puts the character moments on hold for a battle We get Speedster versus Speedster, Batman versus Owlman, kind of, and my favorite Aquaman versus Power Ring. All the while, Superman and Ultraman are losing power and someone is lurking in the shadows. Yes, Superwoman is alive and squares off with Wonder Woman, and the winner is. The Earthquake. (laughs) The issue ends with someone crawling out of the rubble, but who it is is up for debate, though. I think it's Wonder Woman.
2: I spent. A half an hour. Now you know what at happened. The panel. This is I've, where uh, was it me
1: <clears> and who was it on on Twitter? Was that uh,
2: I have no idea. I think it was Jay Yals, Yeah, it was from, Jay Batman from
1: Batman News. Batman He, I put the thing, and he and me and him. I, I said, "Thank God!" Like a lot of times, I think that I'm such a dummy that I must not get it. Right. And I'm writing a review, and everybody's gonna laugh at me. And <laughs> it makes all me. Gonna laugh it, at I'm you. All gonna laugh. It always makes me feel good when somebody like. It, has the same issue. And yeah. Jay, right away, he must have looked at the review, read the review, and right away he's like, I looked at that panel for like 15 minutes to see what it was.
2: Then like, you I'm guys talking it. about it. I yeah. read it today and I spent a half an hour to stare at it and then paging back to you see, like, the individual me? costumes. Do you
1: agree with me because of the
2: uh, the shoulder? Yes, but no. I'm, it's not only that. It's weird because they made it so ambiguous. I know.
1: Uh, well, it's supposed to be. Uh, you can't tell me that it's supposed to be either one of them. It's Agreed. supposed to be. Yeah, that's the. But again, you start looking, and I, oh my goodness, why end like that, Eric?
2: I have no idea. Why? It was maddening. It really was. It Come was? Down- I went back. I'm looking at freaking Superwoman's freaking uh, costume. I'm like, all right, she has a cape, but it might have been ripped off in the earthquake. Yeah. Uh, but that's she's that's got these happened. gloves. Then I paged back and looked. Okay, she doesn't have gloves, but she also doesn't have bracelets like Wonder Woman had.
1: Yeah.
2: Went yeah, I, back. I, that's, and, I know.
1: <gasps> I'm, I love Brian Pucciolato. I think he's screwing with everyone Uh Again. I don't know. Do you
2: think this is a writing decision? I would have to say it would be a writing decision. He's yeah. like, leave it ambiguous, yep. bud. I, he's like,
1: make a combo of them both. Don't give them any um, features that you would see. You would all have that, uh, what, um, Superwoman has like that gray streak, right? Yeah. And don't, her hair's not parted do down that. the middle. Yeah. Have the hair messed up. You, oh, my goodness.
2: Wonder H. Woman's hair is parted down the middle. Superwoman's um,
1: is not. I I was angry when I read this
2: issue. I was so angry. I'm uh, surprised you didn't get a hold of Bucciolotto.
1: No. I, I don't want to get in trouble
2: by him. You didn't get in trouble by him. Just ask him, who the fuck is this at the end? Tell me, man.
1: No, I, I should
2: It's a Bucciolato joint. Be about it.
1: Yeah, you think I should? I'll, I'll contact
2: him You do that tonight.
1: Harry, <laughs> well, actually, while you do your next book, I'm going to send him you a tweet so yeah, You tweet this. Yeah, you tweet This is live. We're doing it live, Eric.
2: Fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll do
1: <laughs> uh, no, You know what I liked in this? I liked the art, but you're going to have to hear me out here. Because right. I like the art a lot for the crime syndicate. Yeah didn't like it for the dc one million it doesn't make sense it's that retro feeling art and i think i didn't think this last issue but it got me more this issue where i think that the art is a little off when you see the dc one million characters these futuristic characters don't do well with that retro art for
2: me i disagree wholeheartedly i I thought they looked amazing with this retro style you're wrong (laughs) you're wrong fuck you i'm
1: telling you i liked it last last issue
2: I liked this issue as well. This
1: issue kind of just, I don't know. It it just struck me as as wrong. Uh, One thing, though, it really made me, even this issue, which I hated uh, compared to last issue, uh, it really made me want to go and uh, look into the DC 1 million.
2: Yeah, me as well. I'm saying, I have not read DC 1 million. This made me want to, so this is a frigging knockout of a goddamn time. That's what I'm
1: saying. If if that's, that's what you're supposed to get done... You know that's what they want you to do. getting interested if you go in and don't know these things. And again, Buccellato did do a good thing last issue where I knew um, the DC one million characters at least. Now you yeah. get you get a little benefit that yes, there's Batman, there's Superman. You know what I mean? That they're, they're yeah. going to be the same they So the JLA, yeah. So that helps, but at least I knew what they were running from, and I and knew it... what was happening. And uh, there's a book that I'm going to talk about the last book tonight. They did not do that, and it <laughs> drives me nuts. So I'll give
2: Bucciolato a lot of credit for certain things. Um Now he even expanded on this one, letting us know where Wonder Woman's from, and then like uh, Aquaman, what their deal is.
1: uh, This started out with Wonder Woman, and it was kind of like a take on last issue's start with Superwoman. Exactly. And again, last issue you got Superwoman, she was on death row. She was about Uh to be executed for a guy's murder that she didn't do. It was um, Bruno Mannheim uh but you know it was the earth three bruno Mannheim, so he was the philanthropist you know everything's opposite or
2: whatever Whatever she needs to get executed you know I'm they She's all do get executed now this issue all of a sudden she
1: explains to you that no i wasn't executed i got my powers right before my immortality went, <laughs> came back that's a bunch of bullcrap that was bullcrap and it got me angry and then i went back and as i'm reading it for the second time i realized that at one point she punches out uh who does she punch out? She punches out Superman, I think it was. Or somebody. Yeah. She's actually through the issue. As I said, she's in the the, the shadows. Right. I didn't realize that the first time. Uh, th- there's one point where there's just a, a fist that comes through and it was hers. But again, uh, you ever see in this convergence um, event anytime Superman had any problem with the sun?
2: No. Yeah, all of a sudden
1: in this issue, uh, Superman and Ultraman, they, they're having issues because the sun is not there. And they just their powers are going now. It makes no sense to me since they were under a dome for a year. If they're going to get their powers back, it wasn't like where um, Kyle Rayner got his ring back. I'm saying maybe it's it exactly like that. I don't be. know how
2: this. I don't know how the dome works, man. How, maybe they stopped it on a molecular level sunlight, and kept it. How is it just going to
1: keep like that but not have your power? I man, don't, it's weird science. What do you I want?
2: Call to it bullcrap. <laughs> I thought it was ridiculous,
1: and it, it, that got me uh, angry. And like I said, the earthquake winning that happened in um, Wonder Woman. And now it happens again. And it happened with Wonder Woman again, if you ask me. So what's with this Wonder Woman? She can't win the battles. The earthquake has to.
2: I feel the worst for Batman. I know.
1: memories down. He's just climbing down (laughs) the ladder. He's (laughs) spelunking. He's dead. (laughs) He's gone. Uh, But yeah, there was no nobody was called out as the winner.
2: I'm Nothing. calling Wonder Woman. One uh,
1: million. Well, I, I am going Wonder Woman. That's who as I well. went up with at the end. So you, you agree with me that it was yes. Wonder Woman? If we're gonna if we're gonna lay it on the line and say who won this battle, the only it's a battle of attrition, Eric. <laughs> she survived. That's yes. how she won. Sometimes that's even better uh, to win by survival, and she does. But I gave this issue a 4.5 out of 10.
2: I would have given it a six.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I didn't like it. Now, again, it might be uh, colored by the fact that this was what I was looking most forward to and I was upset about it. It may also be a little uh, sprinkling of a little fatigue from uh, the Convergence event. Happens. Uh, Again, you could even convince me that by reading Convergence number eight before all these tie-ins, I was pissed off and everything went down a little. I don't know. I'd like to think that I'm I'm
2: a professional, Eric. So that's the and, weird part. I went like Wednesday. New comic books came out. I did uh, convergence, JSA, and I did He Man. Yeah. And on Wednesday, I was burned out as all hell. Right. I did not want to do it. And when uh, Thursday came along, I didn't do any reviews. Yeah, I, was, I was
1: wondering what you did on Thursday besides Shit. besides watch. Uh, did you watch uh,
2: Road Warrior? Road Warrior and uh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy? Mm-hmm. I was having a bad day. Just had some shit going down. I didn't get anything done except for I, I'm going to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy. Make me happy. Yep. That Pretty is good.
1: better than uh, Avengers Two, wasn't it?
2: <sighs> yes, I'm not going to say it. It, it was good. Yeah. It, it, okay. It is better than Avengers Two because Guardians is almost like a perfect movie. Yes,
1: I, I was going to. I could tell everyone that for Monday. Um, not Monday. Tuesday. All Tuesday, I tried to convince you that Avengers <laughs> Two was an awful movie. That was my main goal. Yeah. Because and then you told me that I hate everything. You did. And I'm a jerk, and that you'd never wanted to talk to me again and go suck an egg. But the you said it like your this. Family. Go suck an egg. And I said, "Jeez, Eric, why are you so mean?" To but me?
2: anyway, the point of my story is. I came back on like Friday night. I didn't do anything like uh, like afternoon and evening. I was actually got into reviews late Friday night and then early today. I don't know if I like because I took a pause from it. Came back, had a great attitude. I loved the rest of my books. Oh,
1: great attitude, huh?
2: Great attitude. Yeah,
1: you know what I did? I did a review each night. A couple, and I've been miserable ever since. Well, maybe you got to step back. There was no great attitude.
2: Have you got to step back, brother?
1: No, I actually think I read your books. I liked them.
2: Yeah, okay. I think I, I, I think
1: I got screwed out of the books this this week. <laughs> I really got screwed. You picked what you wanted. Nuts and bolts, Eric. I got screwed. Take that. We used to yell that at the uh, basketball games in high school. And as wow. I say, we, I mean other people. They told me because I never went to one of those games.
2: I was gonna say, like, I didn't what go it, to you, like If that. you were doing that, playing basketball, you were on the bench the whole time. I, no, I you a, didn't go to things I you're am, not unsociable motherfucker. No, no, no. I, I don't, was don't, in the don't. art league, I was in the drama club. Boo, 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 boo. I played boo, hockey, boo, 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 boo. I was in football and baseball. I was preparing myself to be America's head. sweetheart.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and both of us uh got nothing out of any of that. What do
2: you I think? I was in a that? commercial. I was on <laughs> TV then too, I oh, later in life. Now? Yeah.
1: Well, that wasn't Evine Live.
2: It was Evine Live.
1: Oh. Yeah, we were uh waiting for them to call us back, right? <laughs> I don't think that's happening. I don't think we're going to call. Remember, I said I would go on the next time I'd be the yeah. video thing. I knew we were never going to be on again. That's why I agreed to that. And if Son they call me, bitch. I said I'm going with a full Luchador mask.
2: That'd be so good. Yep. Rey Mysterio.
1: Rey Mysterio ever go to jail for killing that
2: guy a couple months ago? I don't even know, man. You, you're more of a wrestling fan than I am. I Oh the shit. Uh, People at work talk to you about it for some reason. Yeah, this,
1: well, it's because at one point my one son was so into it that that's all we did. Me and him watched it all the time, and I'll, I'll tell you, I liked it. It actually was enjoyable. Get the emails going, Reggie. <laughs> Call me out on that. I, I bet you Reggie liked wrestling during the Attitude era. Actually, if he's of what age, I think he liked the uh, like Ultimate Warrior.
2: That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Everybody that's what I was into, yeah. Man.
1: Everybody did, Eric. I don't know. It's like one of those things. It's like we said earlier, uh, Huey Lewis. You know, the, Nobody likes Huey Lewis, but yet the number one albums.
2: I like Huey Lewis. No, you
1: do now. It's not as bad now to admit you like Huey Lewis. Back in the day, you did not admit that.
2: Apparently, everything I like Listen, is like
1: people say is awful. You didn't admit to Huey Lewis. You didn't watch Perfect Strangers. And you never wore a and Dragon shirt, Eric.
2: Uh, why would I wear a Braggin Dragon and Dragon shirt? What, am I a loser? Yeah.
1: As I told you I used to have this red <laughs> Braggin' Dragon shirt and the silver I had shirt. Yeah, I didn't have eyesight shirts. My uh, I, Braggin' Dragon was from Sears. That's where we went. There was a Sears outlet in Quaker Town, and my mom would take me there. Uh, this is way past the time when we'd go to the gallery. Uh, once I hit like middle, uh, like middle school, right. uh, it seemed like my mom and dad gave up on me looking good at all, and maybe because I started getting really awkward looking. And then and,
2: later in life, you gave up completely.
1: Who gets the wings at work, buddy?
2: Yeah, for some reason, Hispanic ladies think you look like Antonio Banderas. I don't Antonio, get that. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's so weird. Uh, yes. You look uh, like David Galler. David Galler. I
1: do look like David Galler. I thought you were, said I look like Gallagher. <gasps> One of those dude caps. I'm smashing freaking watermelons Suspenders around. Suspenders, striped shirt. <laughs> Suspenders. Oh, uh, yes. I think he looked like, uh, what was the, uh, Doug Henning. The, the yes. Guy, yeah. He, that's. I think Gallagher is Doug Hennings' cousin, and I mean West Coast Gallagher, Eric. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know what this uh, this next thing is? It reminds me of you, Eric. This is now going to be Ryan Clark's other side segment. Why it reminds right. me of you is a couple things. He's going to be reviewing uh, Fight Club Two Number One. One of Electric the most aw- one of the most awkward titles, don't you think? Fight Club Two Number One. I wish no. they, I wish they would have come up with a, a like, like you said, Fight Club Two, Electric Boogaloo, number one. Just <laughs> give us something. I, I, just, I don't know why. Uh, it just sounds odd to say. Um, you know,
2: who Fight our, Club Two, the, still fighting, um, still not the, talking about the, it. Number the, one.
1: Yes, the reason why that reminds me of you is because I'd like to punch you right in the face. It also reminds me of you because <laughs> the artist is Cameron Stewart.
2: Yeah, I know. You
1: know what he wants to do? He wants to punch you right in the yes, face. Yes, he there. does. It's also written by Chuck. Palin, Palinych, tell us, Palinych, I'm like Dan and his game. Oh no! Uh, you know who Chuck Palinych is? I have no idea. He's the writer of Fight Club, Eric. Well, obviously, actually... son of a bitch. Oh, no, I'm saying he's actually the. This is the official sequel to Fight Club.
2: Written oh, it's by a the novel, guy...
1: yeah. Written by the guy who wrote Fight Club, which is very
2: impressive to me. That is pretty impressive. Um,
1: I'm telling you, this book looks like it's a
2: home run,
1: slam dunk. A roller
2: coaster ride of emotions. Uh, I'm
1: looking right now. You have so many reviews here. You have number. T- you have tens. We have Comic Vine. G-Man gave it a ten. Eric. G-Man weekly gives com- a ten. No, he hasn't as much anymore. I'll give him credit. Uh, right. Number. You got Weekly Comic Book Review. Danny Wall with a ten. Comics I read ten. <laughs> we the Nerdy nine eight. Newsarama nine. All the way down to ComicBook.com that gave it a two.
2: <laughs>
1: and uh, they certainly book, was a roller coaster ride of emotions. Comicbook.com uh, may be the guy who knows the most about it, but I'm telling you this is another one of those books. This is what I'm getting at is why I was reading Jesus it. Jesus Christ. This is one of those books that I'm telling you. Uh, Chase Magnet, one of the best names I've ever heard in my life, from comicbook.com, gave it a two, and I guarantee you every one of these guys above would do You don't get it. Yeah. This is another one of these things. It's at Fight Club the movie. Same you know, Some people don't like Fight Club. You know what? who one of those whoa, whoa, people whoa. are? no. Not me because I liked it. second. Uh, amazing there. No, there's some there's people
2: who people like what they like, Eric. I remember I went to that to see that in the theater opening night. Mm-hmm. Had no idea it was I thought it was just a boxing movie. Blew my fucking mind when I walked out of that.
0: Hmm.
1: Great
2: boxing movie. How huh? you thought it was like the uh, uh, the
1: main event with um, Barbara
2: Streisand. No, like right. what was that other movie? Like a uh, fight or like punch? What the hell? Like, you know, just something I had no idea what this was. I, I just thought actually, it was a movie about that? fighting.
1: I would love to have a movie, um, like we say about Transmorphers where they change the title and it's an awful movie and it's called like Punch Gathering or something. Yeah. <laughs> punch so Society. Or fight fight <laughs> oh, society. It'd be so good.
0: <laughs> fight Battle gathering.
1: Society. Oh yes. There was another thing. Uh Geeks with Wives reviewed this, Eric. Geeks with wives. They are geeks. They have wives.
2: I'd rather hear about Ryan Clark reviewing it, but what's going on with this? Well, we're going
1: to I just wanted to talk about geeks with wives.
2: You love them. I
1: love shout outs. Uh, I always want people to shout out us on their podcast. They never do, and I get all yeah. giddy when I think they're going to. <laughs> and uh, I remember the one time Comic Vine was talking, like, oh, let's see who reviewed this. And I'm telling you, there was five reviews, one of which was yours, and they named the other four. <laughs> like, you son of a bitches. Uh, but let's get to Ryan. And his Nobody likes me. Fight mate. Club 2. They don't. Well, I, I know. I've listened to this, and Ryan talks a little about you and Cameron Stewart. So there's a little preview for him. Here comes Fight Club 2, number one. Ryan, take it away.
4: Electric
2: Boogaloo. Boom.
4: The first rule of weird science is that you don't talk about Cameron Stewart. The second rule of weird science is that you don't talk about Cameron Stewart. So obviously, I'm here to talk about Cameron Stewart in this edition of The Other Side. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Brightest Daycare Clark, and our book for the week this week is Fight Club 2, number one, from Dark Horse Comics by uh, author Chuck Polaniak and Eric Shea's personal nemesis, Cameron Stewart. Though this book could just be called Fight Club number one, because to my knowledge there is no other previous Fight Club comic book, but that's really neither here nor there. This book follows... The narrator from Fight Club and the book and the film, who now calls himself Sebastian, is the man who is also Tyler Durden. If that spoils Fight Club for you, it's been more than 15 years, so you've had your shot. We see Sebastian as a family man, though he's not, you know, your normal, happy, suburban dad. He's really in a bad spot. He's married to... Um, uh, Marla, who is a much less Helena Bonham Carter-looking version in this, so that's a good thing. Uh, And he also has a really sociopathic son, so that's kind of a bad thing. The the two of them obviously don't make good kids, so that's not anything that we wouldn't expect. Um, He's, as you can tell by some of the covers of these books, he's taking a lot of prescription pills, trying to suppress uh, those things inside him that made him Tyler Durden in the first place. Uh, It's not a stretch to guess. His life is still a complete mess. And Marla has gone way off the deep end. She thinks that she's aging at an extreme rate. So she goes to a support group of children who are aged to look like adults and she starts going on about how sad and empty she is and how all her wrinkles are on the inside because she's aged so much living with Sebastian instead of Tyler Durden, who is the man that she loves. Um, mess. Huge mess. It's just She is just not a good person. Um, this book kind of takes a turn in the second half where Tyler Durden comes back, or is possibly confirmed never to have left in the first place, maybe. Um, The end of the issue had a really unexpected twist, and there's a lot of really beautiful, overlaid imagery and cinematic moments throughout that really make this book feel like it's carrying the torch lit by the first Fight Club. Uh, I really like this book, and I feel like it is really a faithful continuation of the story in this world, that Fight Club exists in without really digressing too much from the source material. Uh, The graphic, sexuality and violence, will obviously play a major part in the whole series as well as being in this first issue, Uh, so I can safely say this book is not kid-friendly. I thoroughly enjoyed this book and would recommend this title to anyone who's a fan of Fight Club or Chuck Palahniuk's work or Cameron Stewart. Because this book really takes his ability as an artist and takes it pretty much in the opposite direction of stuff that he does now that he's working in Batgirl, Gotham Academy, some of the lighter, more fun stuff. This is, you know, prescription drugs and angry sex and violent, sociopathic imagery. So not the kind of thing you'd see uh, see Babs Tar drawing, but Cameron Stewart pulls it off really well. And also, another reason for me to really like this, uh, did you guys know that Cameron Stewart drew a Vertigo title called The Other Side that Jason Aaron wrote, who's an, uh, an author I also really appreciate? So I, personally, Ryan Brightest Daycare Clark, won't ever say anything bad about Cameron Stewart, just because, unlike Jim and Eric, I don't want anybody to hate me. I still really think that everybody should check out this book, it's really weird and unique, and Cameron Stewart's awesome, you guys. But really, check this book out and you won't regret it. Some other stuff that I've been reading that I definitely think you guys should check out um, the rebooted Prophet series from Image is totally unlike the stuff Rob Liefeld was doing in the 90s. Uh, I finally gone back and started reading Transmetropolitan by Warren Ellis and really enjoyed that. And the first volume of The Life After from Joshua Hill, Fialkov, and Gabo from Oni are great reads and you should check those out too if you aren't already. As always, you can find my reviews on tumblr.brightestdaycare.com. I'm on Twitter at BDC Comics. I have Brightest Daycare pages on Facebook and Google+. And uh, until next time, I will see you on the other side. Stop.
1: And we're back. That was Ryan Clark's Other Side, Fight Club 2, number one.
2: Electric Boogaloo. Say say it, motherfucker. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah,
1: that's what we're calling it from now on. We're on the second half of the books, and for some crazy reason, because I can't count, we had four in the first half and six in the back. (laughs) Six in the back end, they say, back in the day. Nobody says that. Yeah, they did. That meant that you had a lovely lady under your arm, and you were heading out to the sock hop. Six in the back. About? That's what I. That's what you would say. Actually, you know what that would be if you asked me right off right now. So, what would six in the back be? That would be what I would sneak into the old drive-in theater, Eric. Yeah, I can see that. In my old Ford LTD. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's an old car. My dad had an LTD. It looked like a uh, old uh, police car.
2: So, my first car was a K car. Mm,
1: that's nice. Yeah, you
2: should have never have been allowed to drive. Uh, just like my wife. Well, I'm con- sorry. <laughs> I had contacts back then, and I could see better. Okay,
1: you know what I see?
2: we Matt Murdock's here. It's gonna be badass.
1: You know what I see? I what? see uh, your next
2: book. I'm looking at it right now. Convergence Shazam number two, written by Jeff Parker, with art by Evan Doc Shaner, and Jordy Belair. Now, how do you get a nickname like Doc? Cause my buddy has a nickname, Doc, but having it put into the name of you, like, oh, your credit is weird to me. Yeah, he does, and he, <clears> he goes, that's his Twitter thing too. Everything's Doc yeah
1: doc and who who was the other artist the, uh, uh jordy jordy belair yeah
2: do you think they call him the fresh prince i hope not That'd be awesome. honestly i don't i can't even say that jordy's a male only name i don't care it's fresh prince belair
1: <laughs> all right <Yeah>. baby <laughs> boom that's what it is
2: let me start out by saying that i really didn't like the first issue at all and it's Golden Age shenanigans, but man, did I love this issue, getting us out of the faucet City and putting Captain Marvel against a Monster Society of Evil made up of Arkham's finest. Mister Mind, in the guise of Mister Adam is planning on being the Iron Giant without all the Hogarth. And I was fucking—I actually wrote this down. Hogarth—that was his name, right? Yeah, Hogarth. I'm just trying. I almost got it. I was thinking that was Game of Thrones all of a sudden. You no, know,
1: you'll—you'll get there. You're—you're you're getting there. I'm getting where? With this reference business, you'll get it.
2: Oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) But our hero puts an end to him and somehow wins the tournament by defeating someone that's not from his his own city, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't get it, but we'll go with it. It's the end of Convergence, so fuck it. Let's do it. That's
1: funny. You wrote that. I have in mind, I mentioned Iron Giant. Yeah, I don't mention Hogarth, and the thing is, I put I have a whole thing at the end. I'm like, what the hell happened? How does Gotham lose by defeating of a Fawcett City villain? Yes, yeah,
2: Mister Mine's defeated. That means Gotham, you lose. Whoa, it's, whoa, whoa, I, guys!
1: I think if I'm Gotham, I am protesting. Exactly. I'm going to find Telos, and I I'm gonna I'm gonna appeal this whole thing. I'm um, going to, through an appeal process.
2: Um, yes, Chuck. I'd like to file a complaint. <laughs> so um, He's like, um, you Fawcett don't know City my name. Cheated boston yeah. city cheated
1: yeah i'm like i don't like it it's it, it, i i'm telling you i love this issue to the i know point it's a where, lot of fun and my last thing i wrote in my notes i would have given this issue a 9.5 out of 10 <laughs> until that ending yeah that ending blew it for me all the way down to an 8.5 is what i would have ended up giving it not that you know we don't have to talk about the scores just now but uh whew, i liked a lot about this issue
2: well, it's weird to me because you know how much I like Shazam. Yeah, we dealt with the like this Golden Age Shazam kind of cheesiness stuff in yeah, Fawcett yeah. City in the first, and I really didn't care for it. I mean, like I don't know if it's just that I'm so used to today's comics yeah. that I can't put my mind in this state of like this area of time. I did not like it really. Like, I actually caught a lot of shit online for not liking it like everybody else did. Which yeah. damn people for having opinions and, and all. But I
1: also I liked it. I like the whole Golden Age and the, that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, I the goofy that. cheesiness. You I know. really do like it. But as soon as we get Captain yep. and Marvel out of Fawcett City and put him in a fucking Gotham by Gaslight, yeah. this comic was awesome.
1: Yep. This, um, Of all of the quote-unquote villains of this event, they might be the coolest.
2: They were so cool. Well, it's funny, too, because there was none of this rogues gallery in Gotham by Gaslight. No. Nah. And they're putting him in here and seeing, like, I, I don't know if Evan Doc Shaner got to design him. Awesome. The freaking Gotham by Gaslight, Mr. Freeze is my new favorite thing I, in the
1: world. I put on the thing, uh that the page of the villains is awesome and Mr. Freeze rules. And he <laughs> is maybe the how about this? He's the coolest villain I've ever seen there. <laughs> he is. No, chill out, Jim. Chill out. <laughs> hey hey. I, I thought he was unbelievably cool. I just I'm looking at him now. He's so great. Uh, even the other uh, scarecrow's awesome. Uh, scarecrow the, just looks the same to me, honestly. I, I just like the way he looks. I like he's got a big belt on. Looks a little different. He looks like even the pose, though. Yeah, it's like this golden age pose.
2: Kind of um, looks like the scarecrow from the Imaginex line of action oh, figures, oh, right? I, yeah. No,
1: um, I I like the look of uh, Joker. um yeah, I, I didn't care for him.
2: I just like him because he
1: looks like uh, he looks like that error. Yeah. Uh Person. Uh, I don't kind of like, like a Jack the Ripper. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why Harley's back there. Kind of seems like nonsense. A Man Bat. Man Bat looks like he was wearing a wife beater that got torn off him. Uh, but I don't like Killer Croc though. I don't like. Um, I don't like his dialogue that much. I like Killer it's Croc. It's like the old. He's like a newsboy.
2: But uh, it reminded me like a Killer Croc who would have seen in the original Batman sixty six if they would have had one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I do like these guys, but like you said, most are the same. But man. Mr. Freeze. So badass. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's Iron Giant. And uh, I I like it. I love the art. I love the coloring that makes it look like an old newspaper print. I think it's it's stupendous. Um, Stupendous. Stupendous. I don't like that um, word. But that ending... Um, was not stupendous, Eric. I'm just going to say stupendous all the time now that I
2: know you don't like it. Well, it's fun. I'm saying, though, I like this because we have, like, it brought back uh, Mr. Adam at the end after Captain Adam, not Captain Adam, Captain Marvel destroys him, his head shoots over to Gotham <laughs> by Gaslight, and he rebuilds himself, but actually it's Mr. Mind in yes. disguise of Mr. Adam, so and he can great. take control, I'll tell you, he's taken control of all of the Arkhamites' minds, mm-hmm. he's took control of the original Monster Society, made Dr. Savannah think all oh, this was his plan, yep. I just really dug it, and I love Jeff Parker's writing in this, because mm-hmm. we got to deal with all the Captain Marvel stuff, Boston City in the First Issue, you then got, we move over here. Yep, we got Tawny. Tawny the Tiger. Tawny was in there,
1: it was awesome. Coming uh, in for a little backup. Yep. Yeah, I it was a lot of fun.
2: I really enjoyed it. (laughs) But no, I'm sorry. My favorite part of this book, like I'm thinking, that splash page of all the villains was your favorite from, like, Gotham by Gaslight, Arkham Rogues. That was my favorite. My favorite is in the initial when Captain Marvel comes to Gotham. He's fighting the Gotham by Gaslight Batman, Mm -hmm. and he's got this flying magig, shoots fire, does all this Batman and preparing all year for the dome to come down and people to come invade his ass. Yep. He's got this Jacob's ladder set up. Yeah. And fucking dopey Captain Marvel flies right into it, zaps the shit out of him. And then we get to the splash page of this inner monologue. that takes place for like a split second inside uh, Captain Marvel's head where yeah. him and Billy are talking. Like this is a high voltage. It's not the magic, but somehow it's going to tr- like transfer Yeah, they're going to
1: go back to Billy and it's over for him.
2: It's then. over. He would have died immediately. Yeah, and yeah. then Billy has to take control, like mentally take control of his power and decide, I am not going to change. I am the one who calls down the lightning. This is mine. Okay, And he does it. He keeps it. This was the coolest part of the book for me. Yeah. The, I'm saying the, it was only like a black and white with some blue highlight color. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I like can't that.
2: believe how much I like this. From what I, I'm telling you, I was not looking forward to this coming in because I didn't care for the first one, which is weird because the Shazam book was one of the things for convergence I was looking forward to the most. Yeah,
0: it's I, a mixed it bag. I
2: am a I am a roller coaster of emotions right now, Jim. You are. You know what I like <laughs> to um
1: just a little bit. Batman falls out of his, uh, his thing, Fly his flying machine, his neat flying machine. His gaslight batch, And yet. he goes, and his wings come out. And remember what Shazam says then? What's you say, baby? Neat. <laughs> and I thought, not only that gives me, like, there's Billy inside, but it's also, that's just, that's the era. It yeah. really was cool. Oh, neat. And I like that. It made me
2: smile. And when yeah. everybody's fighting Mr. Adam at the end, he's like, I'm going to use my wisdom of Solomon. Yeah, <laughs> just I know, that was not funny, really... But,
1: Yeah, he's going down the whole deal. I have the strength, and they're dead. (laughs) Uh, I did like We've been talking the whole time, though. That ending blows it for me because they defeat somebody who isn't even one of the... It makes no sense.
2: Mr. Mind kills himself with a self-destruct mechanism trying to take Captain Marvel out with him. (laughs) And then once they get away from the wreckage and the fire, (laughs) Captain Marvel and the Marvel family are declared the winner. (laughs) You know what what else is great? Um,
1: What happens to Gotham, then? I believe that it's destroyed. It's destroyed, and then the last thing is two panels later or two pages. You have a destruction. Turn the page. Yeah, they're all smiles, laughing <laughs> it up. They're flying away, and yeah, he jerks. goes, "We're in the skies again with my best friends, my family." Tawny's in the back, and like, Haha. and then I, I believe Mary's like, uh, Captain Mar- Shazam. Uh, what happened to the Gotham? Don't worry about them. We're <laughs> Quiet down, Mary. You are a Mary, uh, freaking Debbie Downer now. <laughs> this oh, is an older time goodness. story.
2: Women aren't meant to talk. Yeah, they're like, Whoa, go,
1: Captain, go, calm down. Go
2: make me a sandwich, Mary.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness, Captain. Ay-yi-yi-yi. But I, I, I loved it. Other eight than, out of ten, know, baby boy. Yeah, I would have given it, like I said, an eight five. Uh, because of that ending, but before then, before the last couple pages, that thing was riding the wave of a 9-5, Eric. Woo-wee. 9-5. Ride that wave. Ride that rainbow wave. Uh, Now I'm going to go on to another downer of an issue for me. Um, I love uh, my books. (laughs) Yeah, my books suck this week. This one is Convergence Action Comics number two. Written by Justin Gray. Art by Claude St. Alban. Sean Parsons. Laverne Cadet. Kinzersky. Sure. And hi-fi,
2: Doing it our
1: way. Hi-fi. Hi-fi. After saying goodbye to her boyfriend, Power Girl flies off to Moscow, but it looks like the Cold War just heated up, Eric. She's hit by <laughs> missiles and then attacks Wonder Woman's invisible jet that somehow has become 100% less invisible. While they're busy destroying half of Moscow, Lex has a plan of his own. Well, with Superman presumably away uh, off in Detective Comics, Lex unveils his robot guards who sees Stalin and who goes from pissed off to on board with Lex's plan in no time at all. And then immediately pissed off again. And again, pre-crisis, Superman shows up and convinces Wonder Woman and Power Girl to just get along. And they end Lex's evil plan. Then they go back for some sexy time with their partners, jump in their time machine and head back two weeks ago in Convergence number six.
2: Yeah, what is with
1: that? Yeah, I, I don't know. And what's with this whole issue? I don't know what you thought about it. We don't talk about it before, but, man, uh, yeah. another one that I was disappointed with. And uh, you want to talk about not really anything happening by the end? <laughs> uh, what the heck happened There's Nothing. There wasn't even a victor. They just go off. Um, I'm glad to see Supergirl is no longer cutting. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but did you see that part that I said that she acts crazy? She attacks Wonder Woman in the jet. Yeah. And then says... Uh, you love me
2: now don't you? Yeah, what I am yeah, sorry you, you did bring that up earlier this week. What the fuck was up I don't with that? No. Like, she I'm telling you she has these emotional problems. Do you love me? Starts cutting herself again. I'm telling again. you. Do she, you love me now? She's off.
1: She's there and she again she sees the um the trail of the invisible jet. Yeah, the heat trail. And then all of a sudden, the invisible jet's no longer invisible. And I, I w- know maybe it's for our benefit, but I would have rather have seen an uh, invisible jet. And I, w- maybe...
2: I want to think it was the damage she caused made it not v- invisible anymore.
1: Uh, I'm looking I at wanna it now. Th- I want
2: to think that. <laughs> well, I would
1: love to think that too, but it's before there's any damage. Okay, never it. mind, baby. She sees it. What's this? Some kind of invisible technology? I can <laughs> see the heat trail. There you are. And then all of a sudden it's visible. And then (laughs) I can't shake her. Oh, my goodness. Then she attacks, rips a wing, and she starts talking, too. And she's like, it's this really bad, uh, uh, like, I hope you're wearing a seatbelt.
2: Things are about to get bumpy.
1: And then says, admit it, you love me now, don't you, as Wonder Woman's plummeting to to death. Um, Pulled
2: out the straight resin, you
1: love me now. I, I have a question for you, though is give it uh, to me it uh, in power girls universe is there a wonder woman There's two, yeah yeah there is right uh-huh she can obviously see wonder woman at the helm of this jet maybe she's like that doesn't look like the dress do the dress that wonder woman i don't it's off to me that she you could see that where she's attacking you could see in the cockpit
2: we and can see. I don't know if Power see. Girl well, could. You
1: mean that all of a sudden she can see the, the freaking heat trail, and I, it looks obvious that everybody can see this jet now.
2: Supervision. And, uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, I just it's odd. She just rips it off. It goes down and just blows up. And then the next, like, eight pages, it seems, is Wonder Woman and Power Girl fighting, and I think their concept is they want to destroy all of Moscow. They're going through buildings that looks oh, like oh it's like
2: big... it's like Superboy versus Kingdom Come Superman yeah, in that it, issue. It,
1: it, to me, it looks so bad that they they appear to be destroying every landmark in Moscow to the <laughs> point where I would I would imagine that they'd go through a building. Oh no, the Kremlin! They'd go and and uh, Lenin's body would be there. They wouldn't do anything <laughs> to it. They'd walk out, and then a panel would be Power Girl coming in and then just punching it and then leaving. <laughs> like, we didn't finish the job. It's so weird that they're just to they're just string things. And again, it takes four pages before Power Girl. Power Girl's fighting Wonder Woman. Yeah. go, Wonder Woman? <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> you, you
1: didn't know this? And then Wonder Woman kicks it right in the fucking face. Uh, Why I wa-
2: don't you love me? I
1: wanted Wonder Woman uh, <laughs> to win. I also, with Lex... You get that whole thing where Lex is an awful person, correct? Correct. How does Lois not know this ahead of time? It comes off as when you find out that somebody like a star, like a movie star or whatever, has been married to a guy 10 years. And you find out that the guy's doing heroin. Oh, and,
0: it's like Mitch Hedberg. The,
1: yeah, Mitch Hedberg. His wife makes it like she never knew. Yeah, he know. did drugs? Yeah, it's, yeah it, that's what, oh, my God. So she's there in her, what appears to be a beret. It really looks off this costume of hers.
2: She is Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah,
1: she is. She's going to throw that up in the air. And we're going to do it today. Well, there's Lex. He's all miserable. He's on his computer. And uh, he's, he has a robot army, which I like that, right? Right. It's pretty funny. Uh, but Stalin, boy, he is the biggest flip-flopper who's ever hit the DCU.
2: He I know. Wants, I thought Brainiac was uh, shit.
1: He, he wants Lex executed. The robot guards uh. take Stalin. Immediately, Stalin's like, you know what? You've got a good plan. I, at this point, I don't think anybody has said the plan. Nope. I, I think he just, he's he's good. He wants to
2: live. So oh, you like, have that, GI robots. Uh, you oh, have a good plan. Oh,
1: robots make, uh, in Russia, robots make you. Uh, <laughs> next thing you know, the, uh, like uh, pre-crisis, uh, Superman shows up because Red Sun Superman is nowhere to be found. No, he's, he's off not. doing his own thing, which unfortunately in their book, it's at the same area. But we yeah. won't even go into that craziness. But he, he basically, he tries to convince Power Girl and Wonder Woman to get along. And then they start fighting again. So ridiculous. Uh, it's almost like, hey, we, how many pages we have left? Okay. We'll,
2: that's we'll take him, a short break. Let's him, go back to Metropolis.
1: fight a little again. Uh, and then basically they're like, okay, we're going we're to get along. And then they bust in. How do they know Lex is up to anything?
2: Up the until the, to but
1: her. Up until now, you wouldn't realize that Lex has taken over things. So they go in, and um, next thing you know, they take Lex, and poor Stone then is like, yeah, execute him. He's yeah. right back with the execution. Um, but then they're like, you're no longer in charge. The big loser of this event is Stone. <laughs> the guy can't win. Uh, but then they go, and they're like, hey, we'll see you later. We're going to go see our boyfriends and wife. They go off. Power Girl, uh, tells us that she, he loves, she loves, uh, Andrew or boyfriend's beard Yeah,
0: that's and,
1: weird. uh, Superman goes and talks to Lois. And uh, I told you, I think that Lois looks a little too young for this Lois, but you told me that I'm um, yeah. poor crap. I still think that she looks a little too young and then they fly off together to convergence number six and and the last week of an event to go back there, it's just a bunch of garbage Agreed. and again i said this to you at work saying hey they go back to virgin number 6 you're like i don't remember that uh, no yeah. they're just going back cuz every hero shows up in virgin <laughs> number 6 why even say it it's so ridiculous
2: what do you think of power girls boyfriend andrew from this issue like in the first issue he seemed like a nice guy He's making dinner power girls bitch oh, you going to get me fat
1: most, he's the most sexist mother. <laughs> he's like listen Guys i need just, to be macho uh, I, i'm telling you if if the dome didn't go down and uh kara ended up getting a job that paid more than andrew we would have beat her or something i know uh, he's like listen you have to be in there doing the dishes
2: baby. why do you make me hit you
1: and yet he looks like uh he could be the other dad not paul riser and my two dads
2: right the art dad yeah the art
1: daddy he, he like nobody remembers he, he looks like a sensitive fella uh, but he, his, his words, uh, are more than his actions Eric. I'm saying
2: they fly up like, well, I can't think of the exact quote, but it's like, baby, get down here.
1: Let... <laughs> you better like get that. down here, girl. You better get
2: down here, woman, before <laughs> my backhand teaches you a lesson. I got this dick here. Why aren't you <laughs> oh, up Jesus on it? Christ. We have company. Calm Jesus down, Andrew. Christ.
1: Yeah. That's why I spiked that wine last, uh, issue and Lois got sick. We were going to go and get her together. Oh, oh my goodness.
2: Yeah, all hell's breaking loose. Andrew's yeah. terrible. He's the villain of this issue.
1: He is. Uh, that beard is. I don't like that beard, and I get the idea. Justin Gray writes, I like Justin Gray, and yet I have to keep saying that because I have to defend <laughs> my liking of him because all these issues always end up in. You're
2: uh, like dual identities. I don't like this. Come on, Jim. Yeah, you like Justin yeah, Gray? It's almost
1: like Fight Club, Eric.
2: Oh, my God, it is. It is.
1: Um, it all comes back to It football. all does go back. Um, Jim Durbin. Um, the thing that what well, what now you got me all in a tizzy. My I bad. What I was saying about Justin Gray. Oh, I know what it was. It, he he watched from the sidelines of how much uh, everybody likes Superman's beard in uh, the New Fifty Two, yeah. and he wanted to get that same thing with Andrew, and it just it didn't work out. <laughs> and Andrew's <laughs> you know, never to be really seen I, again. I actually said to you this week, I'm like, ah, oh, the boyfriend. What's that boyfriend's name? And, I don't know. It's, actually, it's, uh... every time now
2: it's Chuck. Yeah No, no, I freaking went back. It's the same boyfriend that Harley had. Yeah. Friggin' Louie. Lonnie. Louie. Louie, Louie
1: yeah. <laughs> Louie. Uh, I
2: Might like as the well art. be. He's I, just
1: guy. Yeah, I like the art in this issue, except Power Girl. I think she looks ridiculous. She
2: does. And that it, clothes she, was terrible. She oh, looked older it, than it, Lois should it, have.
1: Yeah, it was awful, awful. And I said I didn't like pre-crisis Lois. She looks too young. Um, but overall... Um,
2: that old I Superman's robbing the cradle, is he? Yeah,
1: I, I didn't like the issue. I gave it a 4.5 out of 10.
2: Yeah, nothing really happened in this that was fun. You know, we get some Power Girl, Wonder Woman fights. Superman, break it up, you two. We got Lex Luthor doing stuff over here. Let's go fight him, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah. and then at the end, they just like, hey, uh, we did it together. Now let's go fly off into
2: another book. (laughs) The end. Yikes you next, don't, baby. I don't know. I, I would have to think about. It. I don't even know what I would have given this book, though. Yeah. But it's nothing good. No, uh, I I didn't really enjoy your next book. Probably along the lines of this book too. Yeah. Convergence, world's finest number two, written by Paul Levitz with art by Jim Fern, Ron Wagner, Joe Rubenstein, Jay Foucher, Jose Marsden Jr. And Keep Paz- it going. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I might. I think I had somebody, but I cut it off, so yeah, I have yeah, no yeah. idea. We'll just say it was high five. It's Paul. Someone. Okay. So
1: Paul, Paul. Sorry, but we're gonna let you. Know. It's well, Paul. You, you mentioned Paul Levitz, right?
2: Yeah, maybe I was I doubled it up. I yeah, don't know. Maybe. It's weird.
1: You like Paul Levitz so much. He's God, so I nice. Paul Levitz. You
2: named him twice. <laughs> I hate Paul Levitz. I know so. you do. He doesn't like you either. Shining Knight is pitted against a Quardian Weaponer, and Telos decides to be a dick when Starman and Vigilante want to intervene, and sends a shit ton of Quardians to take them on, even though it's not a real fight. So what the fuck? We'll move on from that. Mm-hmm. After Shiny Knight bests the weaponer with Scribbly Gibbet's help. God, I hate that name. Tello says your city is fucked because Sir Justin refused to kill his opponent. And in the end, we either see a fucked up fever dream of Scribbly or Earth 2 Metropolis gets ravaged by Quardians, then dinosaurs, then everyone turns into cavemen before everything is gone. Yep. No idea. Yeah. Now, it was, I'm telling you. Honestly, I want to say that this was maybe a scribbly fever dream, that this is what he believes is the end of them, because it would take back to uh, the Crisis of Infinite Earths and what happened with, like, all time merging together. But it doesn't make sense for this book. No. Did he—Telos say, hey, you went against my rules there, and then threw them back to their time frame. Crisis, you're dead.
1: Since when does Telos talk like a New York cab driver?
2: I don't know. Like, you got your voice. Stop doing a lot of voices today.
1: hey. I don't know what you're doing there. Oh, it's ice oh. clay again. Oh, you, you, but I, no, I just, don't even ask me any more questions on this book. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I I did not like it. Well, I'm
2: telling you, I went into this the first uh, first issue of this book, I thought it was going to be terrible because I the scribbly gibbet. You know, I don't know shit about scribbly. The name just aggravates the shit of me. But the I'm first issue, you. I ended up really liking. And then I said a lot of high hopes going to this one because I was like, holy shit, this is a surprise issue of Convergence. It really, got, I really grabbed a hold of me. And then the rules become a problem again.
1: <laughs> uh, there's so much wrong with uh, You think this is a huge book? You think that there's a lot at stake?
2: There should be. Well, it's,
1: all I know is that Tello certainly does because, man, he comes right uh, – this is the only book I think I know of that he actually comes there. he actually shows up in the book.
2: Yeah, I'm telling you, freaking—he stands there like a giant with his hands crossed, just watching oh them fight. Goodness. And as soon as Sir Justin's like, "Hey, that scribbly gibbet, he helped there, and you didn't kill that guy," so oh. you know what? Your fate is sealed. You're going back. You're going back to where you came from, huh?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and everybody dies.
2: Out. I'm telling you, it ends with Sir Justin, shining knight, and scribbly gibbet walking away. As we see, uh, like vigilante, starman, they get killed. We see Quardians wrecking house, fucking like killing folks. And then Dinosaurs, Cavemen, and then just Scribbly gibbet's freaking last thing he drew, floating in the wind to nothingness.
1: Yeah. I, what the fuck was up with this? I think Paul Levitz thought he was, like, being uh, clever.
2: I'm saying, though, but it's so against everything else we've seen from the <laughs> Convergence science. I'm telling you,
1: I, I have, I have like, I put likes and dislikes when I'm doing <laughs> my notes. Likes is uh, very, very empty. I, put, I here's I like my, the here's I like my the color. You want to hear my, my like? The art art was okay. (laughs) That's what I put. Uh, One thing I... What's with DC uh, writers and their love of grape soda, too? It's in this, like, prominent... I think it was Suicide Squad that they were talking about grape soda earlier on. What's this grape soda? What's this grape soda? And you know what else? Grape soda's delicious. Remember when I mentioned about... um, High five being in the book. I yeah. was joking. You know what there was in this book? One of what? the worst high fives I've ever seen in my life.
2: Oh, my they, God. Out of nowhere. Hey, buddy, we might not make this through, <laughs> but that's okay. High five, vigilante <laughs> star, man. High five. They are surrounded by an <laughs> army of people.
1: Of weaponers.
2: They're just, they're just doing high fives. High five, I'm buddy. Like,
1: man, so, you know, I know you like to think that you want to bring back the high five. Yeah. high five uh th- <laughs> that's not the point the, that's not the time you do it you don't do it when you're in the middle of a battle or you're about to get your ass handed to you
2: And it almost seemed like they were the venture brothers team venture go yeah, oh my
1: god it, it was annoying the other thing as i'm looking at it again i really got sick of sir justin calling the cordian i don't even know what was the cordian he was fighting uh, the uh the brown knight he just yeah. kept calling him that and it was getting on my nerves and i don't know for some well, reason they
2: actually named the quartian this and i didn't even bother to well, learn the name because sure it's a quartian yeah. fuck out of here yeah
1: that's the other thing is you're fighting quartians it's it's never gonna get me they uh, all
2: look the same spirit.
1: uh but yeah he's like sir brown knight and i'm like what you know what uh, i'll admit uh, you know what a brown knight sound it sounds like a name that i'd give a turd <laughs> stop <laughs> like, naming hey, your turds hey man. i'm i'm off it's, this, it's getting I'm weird i'm off to drop off the brown knight <laughs> at the pool <laughs> it just sounded weird and he kept saying it. And oh God! And then it's like, "Hey, Red!" I don't know. The whole thing, everything, got me off there. And I don't know. I don't
2: like. I'm gonna it. drop the brown knight at the weeping waters. Hey, I'm
1: just dropping the brown knight over there with, "Hey, and don't you get near my scribbly gibbly. <laughs> fucking name." Listen, next thing I'm playing suitcase. Oh. I don't know what the hell is going on. I, no, I don't know these hey, characters.
2: Hey, this, I'm saying, though, this is all you had. I don't have much more. It's like the thing is, this is supposed to be a Seven Soldier of Victory book. Star mm-hmm. Spangled Kid is over there in Infinity Yank. Freaking Green Arrow and Stripesy. I mean, Stripesy. Green Arrow and Speedy died before the dome went up. Stripesy's died in the n- dome because he didn't have Dome HMO. I don't know. Nah. And then, you know, all we have now is Starman, Vigilante, and Shining Knight, the three Soldiers of Victory, nah. all dead. Plus, Scribbly Jivet, he gets to become a soldier, I guess.
1: Yeah, kind of. 5.5
2: out of 10 because I enjoyed the art enough, but...
1: Uh, We didn't mention Sir Justin's badass move when he catches the sword.
2: Oh, that was – I actually – like I said, a lot of times I say I'll put the book down or say something as Jess is walking by. She was walking by. Holy shit, that's, he's a badass. <laughs> that's,
1: that's what I thought when I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, that guy's a badass. Uh, the, I think
2: she thinks I'm crazy. Which
1: is the guy um, in the uh, – who is the cowboy? Vigilante. Uh, it is Vigilante. When did he quit the uh, village people and join this team? That's all I want to know.
2: Man, he's a badass! Don't say he's that. He's a
1: badass, all right. The team looks like the village people. <laughs> the best part
2: from uh, Justice League Unlimited, the cartoon, yeah. Nathan Fillion plays his voice, so that's the voice I hear every time he has a speaking yeah. role here.
1: Yeah, I just, I'm telling you, I, I, I don't really know these characters very well. Yeah. And this book did not make me want to uh, look. Well, they more
2: took more the old. best characters from the yeah. Seven Soldiers out before it even started.
1: I, I laughed too. I'm looking. I'm looking through it when uh, Sir Justin has his sword
2: starman doesn't do shit. The
1: accordion goes to pick a sword, and I, I was really hoping it was you chose. You chose from <laughs> There's all these swords, and there's these fancy swords out. Oh,
2: oh, I even put in my. It was weird too because not only do we have Tello standing over them like he's watching his children. But he decides, you know what, guys? I'm going to take you to a more appropriate fighting area. And it looks like he takes him to the, like, the courtyard area of a Medieval Times restaurant. <laughs> the hell is that People about? People are eating. They're and picking th- their side. I put this book down. I thought, you know what? I don't know if they're still around. I kind of want to go to Medieval Times now.
1: Yeah, I, but no, did you go to... Oh, you didn't... I didn't go either. They went to Medieval Times on our uh, class trip. Oh, did they? To Florida. Yeah, I, did. I didn't go. To I
2: don't know if they... Street. I'm saying nobody said anything about it when they yeah, got back. Yeah, I think
1: that when I... Um, when people came back, they talked about that. Now, the other thing I'm looking, and there are a lot of artists and anchors on this book, yeah. and there is a very jarring uh, change near the probably like the three quarter where right. the art changes, and boy, it, it changes heavy and hard and all that sort of good stuff. But yeah, the art was okay. Now, this book was a bunch of nonsense. Yeah,
2: it's nonsense. What sense. did don't, you give it? 5.5 out of 10.
1: I might have given it a 3. With yeah. Tello showing up
2: like he did.
1: Uh, it was the, weird. Yeah, like I, everybody
2: else gets like you know just teleported or like wrapped in like so sil- like yeah. uh, liquid well, metal. Well, he be- actually picks him up yeah. and says, "Here be- you go, buddy." Before
1: this book, we got mad when he would like call out like, um, "Hey and." Uh, like you got just any personal message we got yeah. upset about. The other thing is, I'm looking. It looks like he's like just sitting Indian style at one point, <laughs> watching him.
2: You're useless to me. He
1: yells. And I he, like
2: to Im- I like to imagine he's laying on his stomach with his feet kicking, just watching him with uh, his hands under his chin.
1: And and legitimately, now that I'm looking at, it, now I'm getting angry because <sighs> here we go. You read all the convergence, right? Yes. I know you have and So have I. When did Telos come off as this angry? He in, never in came off as
2: no. He never came off of book, as an I, angry guy. The main story I thought he did. No,
1: he always came off as like a um, almost like a um, a clockmaker who's going to set this plan in motion that he thinks is supposed to happen to me. This is how it was that he was a uh, almost
2: non-emotional
1: clockmaker. And, yeah, that's, that is a
2: weird thing to call I mean, out. Yeah, that's
1: what they there's a the theory that God was like a clockmaker that. Who the fuck He created that. the universe and then went away and let it run itself. That's a, you get you, you'll learn.
2: What's that have to do with a clockmaker?
1: That's what a clockmaker does. He makes a clock and he walks away and lets it run.
2: That's what everybody does. With the no, shit but they I'm make. Saying,
1: that's that's a philosophy of God, Eric. So go, go get your philosophy.
0: <laughs> you yeah, don't understand.
1: Coming. I'm talking Grant Morrison now. No, but uh, he came up to me as a like a non-emotional guy. I got you. Who did that, and that's why when. Um, Dick Grayson started talking with him and stuff, and he started getting these emotions. It meant something, because all of a sudden, he was like this cold, calculated hey. guy.
2: Hey, you're my friend, right, guy? Yeah, 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 you're yeah. hanging out. All he wanted was a friend. Uh, my name's
1: Chuck. And this, he is so mad. What's, I mean, my, what's your name? angry. Dick.
2: <laughs> oh, my God, he's like, Dick. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. I'm done talking about this book. There oh, was nothing man. going on here, man. I actually had such high hopes, but it just let me down.
1: Yeah, my, yeah. Next. my next is another one that uh, going into this whole event, uh, I had high hopes for uh, this issue. I didn't because I didn't really like last issue, and that's Detective Comics or Convergence Detective <laughs> Comics number two, written by Len Wein, art by Dennis Cowan, Bill sins <laughs> You Saint- sound like Eric now. Kiewitz and Chris Sotomayor. All these. Sotomayor. Are big, all these big names are big names, and we butcher every one of them. It's uh, written by Len Wein and the art by a bunch of dudes. All right. Len Wein starts this issue off with a great recap of last issue. The problem is I remembered how much I didn't like it. <laughs> Huntress was a, my real problem last month, but this month it's poor dialogue, wonky rules, and Huntress. Well, I beg for more Red Sun Superman, the most we get here is different versions of supervision and an odd moment where the Russian people seem to possess his soul. We do get some Red Sun Batman action, action. but in the Austin. end, this issue had too many problems for me to care. Oh yeah, Dick Grayson accepts his role as Batman, but how in the hell did they get back to Gotham?
2: Jesus Christ. Boom. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, I was rooting for Red Sun Superman this whole time. So was I. I was last issue.
2: I, I want to know how the fuck he's considered the villain.
1: I, I don't know. He's very sensible. Yeah. He is obviously overpowered and knows that and just wants everybody to get along. And he wants to figure out a different plan. And the weird part is, is at the end of, or at the beginning of last issue, Dick Grayson and him pretty much were about to come up with a plan and Huntress just comes in guns of firing and ruined she everything. She pulled Jimmy Olsen. So at the from very the, from end. From the Superman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, the last thing, the cliffhanger was her blowing up her and Superman,
2: yep. which you know that's
1: not going to happen.
2: I don't know how she survived that shit. Well,
1: it, it looks like he hugged her. That's <laughs> where I get. So... You you get that. So they go back. And uh, in the meantime, Dick Grayson skedaddled. He saw this explosion. He was getting the hell out of there. Fuck this it. So Superman says, I'm going to use my supervision to find him. That supervision looked a lot like heat vision to me,
4: and I think there's a lot of
1: people that Superman like walks around uh, Moscow. This is Red Sun Superman walks around Moscow, and they're like, "Hey, Superman, look over here!" Hey, I'll use my supervision. Ah, they're all burned. (laughs) What are you doing, Superman? He's like, I don't know what happens every time I look at these people. They start smoking and catching on fire. Whatever,
2: man. I always imagine him using his X-ray vision, giving everybody cancer. Well,
1: this is well, it it and the the one thing is okay. I'm like, okay, I see the thing. It it gets worse because later he uses his. Supervision again? I think it's his ice vision. He's got these. He's not. He doesn't seeing. have
2: ice vision. That's bizarre. Actually, uh,
1: well, he has it there. It looks. <laughs> it. It's something. It doesn't look like. I would think that if you're going to use um uh, something to designate the supervision, it would be more like a Aquaman type uh whoa, 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 like something like that. I don't know. Or just have I him would, look. I, I would say, have him squint. You have
2: a visual medium. I want to be more like, wah, 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 No,
1: you know what I'm saying. <laughs> when I say that, I mean those, uh, those circles. I got when you. When he talks to the fish. I would kind of do that, or I'd have him squint really hard. I think I see him. But he, he eventually finds him and goes there. He, he I has, would
2: have made it look like a blue color instead of a red, yes. Well,
1: he, it's so weird because his that's a big power of his. That heat vision and it looks like heat vision. <laughs> He's. I'm gonna see that. Why is everything on fire? Ay, ay, ay. But um, the dialogue, the dialogue in this book is awful, <laughs> and I love when Batman shows up because I don't know about you, but I, I, in my mind, Batman talked a lot like um
2: Yakov yeah, like, Smirnoff.
1: No, to me, oh, he to like um uh, Drago in uh, oh, Rocky I will break 4. you, Yeah. So yeah, it was like I will break you. Yeah, you will. You will lose. But uh, he shows up and has my favorite line of the week. And I I was going to do this at one point. I mentioned to you, I don't know if you remember, where I was going to have an article on the site that was going to be something like a panel of the week. And it would be almost like the... um...
2: Hold on a sec. Okay. I'm getting some weird shit coming through there freaking... Are you hearing any of this?
1: I heard something that sounded like you were talking over yourself.
2: No, man, that was weird.
1: Maybe you have a metal plate in your head and you're getting radio signals.
2: Oh, my God, that was crazy. I scared the Man, shit out of it's me. a ghost.
1: Ghost hunters. I thought I, I Eric thought I, I thought I
2: had my phone volume up. Oh,
1: yeah. No. No. Yeah, I did hear yeah. it, but it was definitely coming from All right, yeah,
2: I know it was. Scared the shit out of me. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I totally interrupted you. That was no. the weirdest goddamn well, what, thing.
1: What I was saying is I was going to have a um, an article each week that was either... I know that some... I think comic Vine has, like, Best Battles, something yeah. like that. But my, I wanted to do something that was, like, uh, Best Panel, and... It was going to be, usually for us, it would be something ridiculous, like a really odd dialogue or something like this. And man, in this one, Batman first gets there and uh, saves Dick and Helena. And he goes off and he goes, into the darkness. The darkness is my friend. Oh, that was the worst. Oh, that, that might be the worst bit of dialogue that I've seen in quite some time. And it gets worse. They, they go and they hang out with, with Batman. And I, yeah. I like the idea. I like the thing. But first off, Huntress gets really crazy with it. He's <laughs> like, can you take off your – like she, her dad's dead. Eric. Yes. Hashtag Helena's dad is dead. It was obviously it was <laughs> Batman. Now she sees another version of Batman. And when she has him take off the cow, did you not think that it was like Darth Vader taking off the mask for Luke to look one last time?
2: Look with my, my look, own eyes.
1: And even Batman's like, I don't I haven't seen my own face in so long.
2: I, I call it bullshit, though. There's no reason this Batman should look like Bruce Wayne at all. I know.
1: But he, but he does. Uh, but, yeah. Then uh, the next weird panel is they're sitting there talking. And then out of the blue, Dick just goes, I can't see why Superman's communist. <laughs>
2: He lives in Moscow. He's we were, a great hero here. He's a communist.
1: He, he's got a, a crazy communist symbol. And he's like, wonder why he's communist here. I think, I, I think he should have been slapped right there. And then Batman's like, here, I got a gift for you. <laughs> Did you have any, uh, any doubt of what that gift Not was? Not at all. So stupid. It was just any way to get them uh, kryptonite. Yeah. Was the, that's all it was. This whole scene, though, I did like the babushka style cal that Batman had. At the I like that too. Uh, it would have been funny. He's like, you'll know when to use it. It's actually a rubber for when he gets busy with
2: Helena back. <laughs> she may be my daughter in another world, but that doesn't I, mean you shouldn't be safe. I still care for her. Oh goodness, uh, she might have a disease. <laughs> she uh,
1: looks dirty. I know. I know what the Helena of Moscow did, and boy, she was a <laughs> dirty whore. The Russian whore Helena. <laughs> Oh, it's like, oh, goodness, this gift. Why would <laughs> he? And he's, the best is he's going to go fight Superman. No, no, he, no, no. he gives him this box. What is this? I'm not going to tell you. Uh, you you'll, you'll know when no he use it. it. I, I imagine Superman just shows up and punches dick, snaps his neck. And why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you why tell didn't us? He that it was look crippling? at it. Oh, my
2: God. I'm telling you, why didn't he look at it? He learned from the world's greatest detective. He just kept it. Okay, I'll take this. I won't look. I'll just know when the time is right there.
1: Again, uh, I only knew this Batman for a second. but He seemed like a pretty groovy dude. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Then Superman shows up again and then uses his crazy... Uh, white supervision. It's a different time. I said in my review that I think he color coordinates to his, uh, you know, his moods. It's, right. like a, it's like a mood ring.
2: It's a mood vision. Yeah,
1: at that point, he's, he's uh, feeling good. And again, though, he wants, he wants to, to work it out. <laughs> Stop and, hitting me
2: about the face. Uh, we can talk uh, yeah, about this. And he
1: wants to wear it. Now, Dick is fully into beating the crap out of them. They can't. And he's like, this isn't going to work. They just keep going. And then he just, oh, I have this. Boom, kryptonite. I lend Superman, oh, no, no. But the weirdest part then is, that, well, then Dick kind of like, I can't do it. If this issue goes back and forth so much, I think the, everybody in this issue is crazy. Superman, only,
2: I'm telling you, the only fucking reasonable person is Red Son Superman. Well,
1: and then he goes wonky because I'm telling you, he gets up and the, the people behind him are yelling. And they're, da, da, finish this, Superman. Put an end to those capitalist ones. Superman goes nuts. And he's like, you hear the people, the blood. <laughs> like, what is going on?
2: Oh, and, yeah. For a split simple, then he, he like, I won't do that. Yeah. And
1: then, but this leads to the ridiculousness. Then they shake it out there. They shake hands. I wish they hugged it out. Said so they, let's hug shake it out. Shake it there.
0: off. Yeah, shake they, it they, off.
1: they shake. And then Telos shows up and's like, this isn't going to go good for you guys. They get covered in Gotham. The next thing, they end up back in the back cave of Metropolis. Okay, we'll stop there for a second. Because they do. Oh, yeah, they, go, they do. They go you're right, you're to right. back Metropolis yes. Batcave. And then they, they start talking. But, and then they decide to go back to Gotham.
2: We drove through the wasteland so of the desert. We drove through the
1: wasteland. Until we found our to Gotham. To get to our own Gotham City. What Gotham City is that, Eric?
2: That is freaking uh, I mean, Earth free Two Crisis. crisis. Yeah. Earth back Two to cri-
1: That is not in convergence. Uh, we said no. it enough. That we said okay. We've read the books. Yeah, they've never had an no issue Gotham. in that. No. but I, I mentioned to you they did announce fifty cities that were on Telos, and uh, fifty. They've only had probably twelve. There's a lot of other ones, you know. Yes. that you, even like you saw in the. Um, supergirl matrix where the, right. that nonsense where they went around and saw caps fucking hobby shop but stuff like that so i'm like well before we get to this podcast i better go and check and i'm going through this whole list nope it's not there so where did they go they're nuts and then i, I like to they're talking and helena basically says i don't know why i was acting like that i was yeah, so out a of character over there <laughs> i was impulsive so violent Where do you get that? Where was this any and any other Convergence title where something controlled their mind to make them more violent? They're almost to me that when Telos called out this event, he also kind of gave them all a bloodlust so that they would fight? That's what it comes off to me. It it's like no Mortal sense. Kombat
2: versus DC, where they all had that rage within yeah, them.
1: Yeah, it, it makes no sense. Then they see the bat symbol, symbol, they go off. And again, this is one of those issues where there was a definite thing where fans wanted to see something, and you got it yeah. at the end. Uh, Dick dresses up in his cosplay as Batman, <laughs> and then goes off to Wizard World to shake hands with Ethan Van Skyver and get his hand all sweaty. Now, he ends up getting, he's Batman, and then they have, you know, the stop smirking even a stop clock is right twice a day like, what
2: shut, do they call that oedipus complex because i thought she was really turned on to see him dressed like a uh, father
1: yeah yeah i think she might have been too I, I said and then he was like luckily bruce gave me this gift because <laughs>
2: even in our world you're a dirty are
1: you a teen pill take it now
2: <laughs> We it's don't want day. any little kids running the, around. The day after pill. Yeah,
1: oh, goodness. I gave this, again, it's a theme, a 4.5 out of 10. That seemed to be my, my go-to uh, uh, score with crappy ones this week. I didn't like the art. Uh, I no, I did I. I did like the art style when you had Batman.
2: And when you had the grotto? Superman.
1: I, liked, I think that style really does fit the Red Sun uh, universe, but as a whole style for a whole issue of a convergence book like this i think it was uh, off-putting
2: yeah that's all i gotta say about that so let's move on then to our next book convergence blue beetle number no. two written by scott liddell with art by yashan lee and dave mccaig yes it's blue beetle captain adam and the question versus the entire legion of superheroes and you know what Hub City's heroes are fucking rock stars. Yes, the yes. whole issue is questioning Captain Adam holding their own against the Legion as Blue Beetle convinces Saturn Girl, Sensor, and Computo to psychically make it look like Hub City was destroyed, so Telus would leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really sound like much going on, but it's funny as well, and this this issue actually works. Yeah. I, I was so confused. I'm telling you, it only looks like we're going to get a big battle and then we just see that, like, oh, no, the city's, like, destroyed. It's only – don't worry. It's all a ruse. It's not really destroyed We're it's doing this or Telus leaves us alone. We've seen the scenario. Telos is all-knowing. He's going <laughs> to fucking kill you. I was just going to say,
1: either it makes Telus look really dumb or everybody else is real dumb because, boy, I don't think Telus is fallen for this.
2: But I'm it was sad. cool. At the end, the last page – you have the freaking the bug flying around with you know our Hub City heroes, the legions inside, and they're like, okay, now we can like you know work together to try to figure out what's going on. You have that face of Telos in the sky looking down at what you know they think he sees rubble. Now they are all going to die. That is an ominous face in the sky right there. He's not fooling for it.
1: Oh, I I I was just my one
2: son was looking at me. I was trying to get away. I I
1: can't looked at you. Yeah, yeah. I'd say uh, get back to your corner. That's um, right. Yeah, I, I love this issue. I really did. I, again, I said before, and I would mention it again, and this is the issue. I love Ted Kord. And he, he, it Scott was hilarious. Liddell, Scott Liddell does him really well. I think I, he nailed him.
2: I would like to see freaking Scott Liddell in a Blue Beetle title.
1: Yeah, I'm saying if they had a, um, say, him and uh, Dan Jurgens got together for uh, Blue and Gold, I think it would be really good. See, um, I don't want
2: a Blue and Gold book because I need my freaking continuity the way we have it now. Like I said, I want that no continuity now. Because, like I'm saying, even in the Booster Gold book, uh, the New 52 Booster says about Blue Beetle, he's like, you mean that kid inventor? Because in the New 52, he's that kid. Yeah, we yeah. only saw him in Forever Evil, and that was it. But I would like to see him, like, to see his journey to become Blue Beetle.
1: Uh, you know what I really like this week? I like Colossal Boy.
2: <laughs> yeah, Colossal Boy I like
1: when he just grabs the bug and he's just going to toss it. Then it teleports.
2: I got a question for you, Jim. Yeah. When is the ending reflective of a time yet to be? <laughs> that was
1: funny. I love it. it was, he What's said your that to Brainiac 5, right? Yeah.
2: The question is so badass. Brainiac 5 comes up with a big-ass gun. I'm going to take you down now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait, wait. Before you do, when is the ending reflective of a time yet to be? Brainiac 5 goes nuts because he can't yeah. come up with an answer he's... to the question. I'm like, that is fucking brilliant. Yeah, that is so cool the so question is a badass. Yeah,
1: yeah. And he said, uh, I... I really like like there, – there is an issue we're going to talk about next even where there is a lot of characters in this book. Yeah. But Scott Liddell does such a good job of not confusing you because, again, th- there's a heavy-handed way to do this all the time. Right. And it's like Colossal Boy shows up and they mention his name eight times. Colossal Boy, what are you doing here, Colossal Boy? And they, <laughs> he does that a bit here, but it doesn't come off bad. Also, I love when they go into the bug And you see all of the uh, the legion. Well, yeah, they
2: hacked into the legion flight rings and got all the data.
1: I'm looking, I'm looking. You got a roster lined up right there. And I'm like, I love Kid Quantum. He's my favorite. (laughs) I just like the names. I'm telling you, I I don't have a lot of uh, history with the legion. I just love their names. I really do. I love anything with lass and lad and boy and yeah. uh, I'm a big. Okay, you like children. I get you. Yeah, and then there's Princess Projectra. Who's uh, that? Was one of the three that that saved the day, right? Well,
2: no, that version number though is known as Sensor. Okay. The, good, the Princess Projector was a human uh, princess. Because okay, uh, when, when, uh, I'm
1: looking, because on the on the uh, on their scanner thing, it has yeah, Princess Projector. I, I put uh,
2: it as the actual name Sensor that yeah. snake
1: went by. I just liked it though. Uh, why I was mentioning that is when they're like, "Hey, I brought you three gals here. I'm gals.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I didn't know that was a girl. That's a snake."
2: And also a little background player that, they, that you, don't, you don't even need to discuss. A dog happened to walk no, in on the bug.
1: I, I have, and again, uh, the best, Blue Beagle.
2: He's a Blue Beagle. Him.
1: And just that little joke I love because you know what that did? It made Ted Cord just that much better a guy. Exactly. Just, I loved it. There's a stray, and he's like, I don't know, the dog likes me. <laughs> it's so good. And,
2: and if the, if, what, I'm saying, if this wasn't for the bullshit ending, this would have been in the 9s, nine, 9-5 nine, yeah. range. Yeah.
1: Uh, like, I'm looking at Blue Beagle because I had that in my head. Like, he likes me. I'm going to call him Blue Beagle. I, of course you are, Tim. So good. I like how she's trying to shoo Blue Beagle out. I'm like, no, no, no. He's fine. Let him in. And well, it's so awesome. good.
2: You got Captain Adam and the question. And when the Legion first goes to the, all three of them, mm-hmm. like, who's the leader? Blue Be- I guess I am. Like, yeah, no, and they're, they're all
1: embarrassed by it too. So. Yeah.
2: The question and Adam,
1: oh, really? He's the leader? And then they kind of go with it. And then, yeah.
2: He, well, that's the best part. He, he's coming up with his plan. He's like, you guys need to hold him off for six minutes. And then they fly yeah. up like, is is he really our leader? <laughs> Are we going with
1: this? It is a weird plan.
2: <laughs> it's such a weird plan. Agreed. Yeah, I'm saying, a psychically projected, Hub City is now destroyed. Yeah, It's not fooling Telos. I'm saying, everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, it was a great plan. And then Telos is going to come destroy everything. And then with his dying breath, Captain, I was like, fuck you, Ted
1: Kors. Uh, you know, it, but also, you know what gets me is that it almost – you – expect that they pull the plan off right when the earthquake actually happens. Right. How would they know? (laughs) It's so weird. They, like, do that because we know in all the other books there's an earthquake. So I'm guessing this is the earthquake. They're just going to accentuate the damage. Makes no sense.
2: That's the best part, too, because, like, uh, Question and Captain Adam are fighting the Legion to give freaking Blue Beetle his time, and they see the destruction around them, (laughs) like, when the earthquake happens. And then... Captain Adam is just sitting there sobbing about yeah. how he's failed, and then, oh, don't worry, it's a joke. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, and uh, I like too is that they they're expecting that this is all the damage that Telos is going to need. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, okay. Like he's like, I'm done here. I'll move on. <laughs> no, no, you're going to get a big storm, and things are going down, and you're all dying.
2: Yeah, he's raising your city to the ground. Yeah, yeah you're
1: done. Uh, yeah, I I probably would. What did you give it? You said.
2: Eight out of ten. Yeah, I think I would have
1: given an eight as well. But I, I love the art.
2: I love the art. Love yeah. the story. I had so much fun with all the jokes thrown in.
1: Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Again, wasn't I over the it, top. And it was one of your issues. And now we get to the final issue of the
2: movie.
1: <laughs> And I'm telling you, if you out there listening know anything more about this issue,
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> write, to,
1: write to me and tell me. I don't know. I, it's, it's Infinity and Inc. Convergence Infinity Inc. (laughs) number two. Uh, I can't even spell this up. I hated the first one, and this one was worse. But I will say that it's written by Jerry Ordway, art by June Bridgman. And I think one of the problems with this book is that Jerry Ordway was one of the creators of the Infinity Incorporated. And you would mainly or usually say, hey, that can't be a bad thing, right? I really think that uh, somehow old Jer Jer thinks that (laughs) everybody knows who this team is. And they're you mean just, my hit
2: team, Infinity Inc.?
1: The hit team, Infinity Inc., and then he gets even worse. But uh, Jerry Ordway gets another issue with his creation, and, well, I have no idea what really happened in large parts of this issue. The problem is that I am not familiar with Infinity Inc., right. but have no idea who the Dogs of War are. Eric. <laughs> there are so many names and people fussing and a- fighting that I felt like a dyslexic pirate at an encyclopedia convention.
2: I was waiting for Jonah Hex to say fussing in a feud in the entire oh. goddamn Eric, I issue. I said I'm
1: like a dyslexic pirate at ah. an encyclopedia convention. Do you understand what that means? No. And neither do I, and that's how this issue felt to me. You're <laughs> in. in the end, the Infinity Incorporated team kind of wins thanks to a nuclear explosion. Yeah. And they celebrate by becoming junior members of the JSA.
2: It's funny as hell you bring that up because we were talking a little bit about this issue before the podcast tonight. Mm-hmm. And you would sent me a message talking about Infinity Inc. Did you read this, you said? I'm like, the thing is, I sat there and just looked at your message. I was like, I just finished this book 10 minutes ago. Yeah. I don't remember anything about it. And I for- totally forgot about that nuclear explosion until you just oh fucking said it. Did,
1: did, remember what I called it? What did I call it to you on? Uh, not, I, didn't, I don't think I called it a shit storm. <laughs> it was something else. I don't, I don't recall. No. I'd call it a shit shack. I, I don't know what I would call this except garbage. I really, I'm telling
2: you. <laughs> I got it right here. That's a complete shit show. <laughs> a shit show. I just write <laughs> back. I just write back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was, uh, I would, again, I try to do research before an issue. Yeah. Um, this one, I start, what happens is I'll usually start reading. and I'll get to a point like, man, I really don't know some of these characters. I better go look them up. I'll admit, I, I really did. It, you don't I, know
2: Infinity Inc. You don't I'm know if fucking you, Jonah Hex, I, the dogs I of
1: war. I even apologized to my review saying, listen, I'm sorry. I don't know more about this. But again, is that my fault, Eric? Or is that Jerry Ordways? Because a, lot of, these, Ordways. a lot of these issues, I went in not knowing a lot about uh, different. I didn't know anything about Red Sun Universe. You know what? I have a grip on what it is now. Yeah. Uh, maybe. It, what it is. Yeah, what it is. I, uh. A lot of these books, um, we said, uh, in um, Crime Syndicate, it really right. got me into wanting to know about the DC 1 million. Gotham and by I, Gaslight. Got, all the, Yeah. If, if they do a good job. But, man, I said, Jerry Ordway doesn't like to hold your hand. Uh, he's not going to give you anything for free, I guess,
2: because... He pushes you into the road. He don't uh, hold so, your hand across. No,
1: and the way he just throws you in the deep end, Eric, and you got to <laughs> learn to swim. Just like your daddy. Yeah. He's dead now. Yes, he is. Uh, they... <laughs> He, he does, like, a weird thing, too, a lot, where, obviously, these characters have their superhero name and yeah. their regular name, and he switches back and forth, so you, you start <laughs> to get a grip on who they are, and next thing they're being called, it's so confusing. And I really think that, um, what's his name? um Pooh, what's, God, see, I'm having problems now.
2: Which Bra- character do you want me to talk Brainwave. Brainwave. Henry,
1: yeah. Uh, there's Brainwave. He looks like, uh, what's his name? From uh, the outsiders to me.
2: Oh, Geo Force.
1: Force. That's all I. I got so bored. I'm like, <laughs> he looks a little like Geoforce. and at points he's communing with Telos. Telos he's trying, is talking though. to him, and then all of a sudden he loses connection with him at the at the uh, the earthquake. Which actually, I'll, I'll admit, I actually like that call out where. Yeah, that was kind of cool. At the, you get the idea that they realized that when that happened. But and the earthquake's the best because the earthquake happens. And the team's are like, boy, are those nuclear reactors over there? We should go check them out. <laughs> and they're like, nah, just get back to your city under that. And as they're going away, the whole thing blows up. And I'm Jeez. like, yeah, you should have checked those out. Everybody's dead. <laughs> Fuck and you, Jonah it's Hex. It's so weird. And, th- and then you, get th- you throw in um, a weird thing where you're three quarters of the whole story. You're at the very end of the story. Now we're going to give you a Jonah Hex backstory. Where Obsidian kind of looks into yeah. his mind, and I'm like, "This, this time is coming, gone. Yeah. We're already done the fight, almost. And now you're gonna do this? It's almost like thing, he's though. a it's... sadist. He just wants to cause issues.
2: But what I'm I... saying, though, I don't think this is like the Jonah Hex, the original story of Jonah Hex. I don't think this is that Jonah, though. We get the original Jonah. It's weird to me. I have no idea what world they're fighting. Yeah,
1: this is like the, like, you would think that this is around the, uh, like, the Atomic Knights type thing. Exactly. Or somewhere like that where, uh, and then, yeah, it is the original Jonah, and I don't know if they're saying it's connected. It doesn't make sense. It, all of this doesn't make sense enough. Freaking Obsidian looks like Blue Beetle. I, he I'm did, con- didn't he? I honestly confused. thought that at the time. Like, what's
2: Blue? Be- oh, that's Obsidian. Uh, all right. Gosh.
1: Geo forces there. You got Blue Beetle. You got a guy <laughs> who looks like an Omac but yet he's uh, he's got wings and he looks like an Indian. jeez and then you get Star Spangled Kid who's yeah. one of the most ridiculous freaking characters I've ever it's seen a in my life. Kid? I, well, I put, did you read in my intro? I said, I, the only thing I know about this team is that I used to laugh at Eric about liking the Star Spangled <laughs> Kid. Oh, my goodness gracious. So you got J- Jonah Hex on a motorcycle. <laughs>
2: Yes, this does not make me want to go back. Boy, I'm telling you, Oh,
1: and uh, again, you want to hear more nonsense? How about when uh, they get on Jade and then she has a, a hallucination that she sees Alan Scott for one fucking panel and they don't explain it?
2: Dude, I got so worried there for a second because like, you've been to a bunch of concerts, right?
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Have you seen people stage dive and like, crowd surf? Yeah, yeah. What happens to every girl that tries to crowd surf?
1: Well, they they grab her.
2: They get groped to yeah, shit. And that's all everything. I imagine when these people are over top of Jade. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to rape her.
1: It's funny because you see hands going right over Exactly. Yep. Yeah, one guy has a stick. I do not know what he's got planned for that, but he's got a stick. And then all of a sudden, Obsidian slash Blue Beetle shows up. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't. I. I, I I'm looking at it now. There's Alan Scott. All of a sudden, Alan Scott's there. Daddy,
2: why aren't you helping me?
1: I don't even get the idea that Obsidian gives you your biggest fear.
2: Yeah, he, when he travels through you, he can make you see the worst part about you.
1: And uh, her worst part is she has father issues. Maybe uh, again, the worst part that Jonah, this atomic well, Jonah, I, I don't has get, I don't is get that, that he.
2: From, I'm saying I don't get that from uh, for the uh, Jade part. Like I, for some reason, somehow her being affected and paralyzed, I see it somehow that affected her, and she was seeing it. I had, I never got the idea that was Obsidian doing it.
1: No, no, he grabbed her, and it looked like some of his crazy, maybe uh, his mist. I don't know. I, I wouldn't think it's her brother. I don't think that she would. He would do anything bad. So, oh, I'm looking through this. Uh, this, it's a shit show, Eric. Because then all <laughs> of a sudden they're fighting, right? Yeah. Out of nowhere, a spaceship shows up. Yeah, what was up with that? <laughs> and, then, and then the, I don't know these guys, the guy, one of the guys with the, wow, silent propulsion, uh, what I'd give to look under the hood like that. Uh, We're you, all going to die, you idiot, what shut are you up. Talking about? And they're already fighting, the the Infinity Inca seems to be winning, and this guy shows up from Jonah's team and is like, no truce, you surrender. <laughs> what is going on? And then there's an earthquake, I don't what happened? <laughs> Oh, goodness a shit show. Shit it show. Is a shit
2: show. I'm um, saying I. I usually like. I'm telling you. I love the Earth Two shit. I could not get into this book. I do not like these characters. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody will love it, but it is not for weird I'm a, science. I'm.
1: I'm. I'm liking it now because now I'm looking. <laughs> they're flying away. They're flying away from the thing. Everybody's there, and they're. They're pretty much. They're, they're like. They're having a great old time. Like, yeah. yeah, we did that. I'm proud that we came up with a solution that didn't involve killing each other. Boom. We're not killers, and they weren't either. boom Oh, my God. They're up. all dead they now. They knew it was going to happen. They even said. And then Dr. Fate shows up, and basically Dr. Fate says, we got stuff. Don't worry about that. There's other things we're going to deal with right now. And it's a party. That's where they're going. There's a city that just blew up. There might be survivors.
2: No, they're, no, they're
1: dead. They're going to have a dinner party uh, where the old JSA was not quite, I don't know, they don't look quite as old as right. in the end of the book, uh, The Justice Society, but uh, they're pretty old, they're there. The other mm-hmm. thing that gets me, uh, that makes me laugh is they definitely aren't very old because there's no reaction from the kids, like, hey, you look even alive. There and then it's one of those with Hey, you're now a member of the JSA. I say, no. How about we're a member of the JSA Infinity
2: <laughs> I like that has a good sound. To it. No, it doesn't start yeah. okay, by shut up it. sounds
1: terrible. It's like we're gonna merge the NFL and the NBA and we're gonna call it the NFL NBA. <laughs> that is good stuff. And then you see Obsidian in the back and he looks even more like blue. Exactly.
2: King. Everybody's all like, Oh my god, we're part of that and then Obsidian's I don't give a shit about yeah, this. Yeah, like,
1: screw you. And then you know what happens? The two with mohawks, what do they do?
2: What do they do? They High high-five. Damn right.
1: They're high-fiving. And then Dr. Fate probably says something like this. Boy, that was in their fate.
2: What? <laughs> this merger was fated all along. <laughs> Ooh, what a fateful day. Fateful?
1: Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, terrible. I fate you. That's I fate, fate the, the says, shit out of fate. you. I'm gonna fate
2: you all night long, baby. You're not. You're not really trying anymore, Doctor Fate, are you? <laughs>
1: he's just giving up. <laughs> what do you want? I want fate loaf. What? What is that, Doctor Fate? kind of like meatloaf, but it's fate to be in my belly. Yeah, get it in my belly, that fate loaf. Ooh, get me a pair of fates. My fates are fating
2: me. And then he has Alzheimer's, that he thinks it's destiny. He's supposed to say, <laughs> "That's your destiny." <laughs> I'm Dr. Destiny now.
1: <laughs> I like that name. Yeah, I it's like pretty Dr. Cool. I like Dr. Destiny. Uh, that's it, Eric.
2: What'd you give this book?
1: I'm never going to say. <laughs> I gave it a 2.5 out of 10.
2: Wow. Well, yeah. You know what? I would have probably given it a 3 or a 4 around those lines. But, yeah, it was not an enjoyable book like the rest of mine. Um, or even the majority of yours. Like, I, I like the majority of yours. Even yeah. the problems I had with Detective Comics, with that bullshit ending,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I liked it enough. Yeah. Saying, uh, it seemed like there was like bullshit endings to every book this yeah, month. Yeah, this, this, th- this
1: week was was down. I um I did like uh, the art in Infinity Incorporated. There was a, a again I give um, June Cleaver it was right. Right, June Bridgman. Yeah, Ju- June Bridgman. I give her a lot of credit, uh, only because there was like seven hundred characters in this issue, and yeah. you know nothing really looked off. Jonah looked a little off one some of the times, but. Uh, I'll go with it. This that issue was what I like to term a shit
2: show, Eric. And that's the end of convergence, baby boy. Yeah, it's over. I um... and you know who the winner was? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. I, every every week of this past two months, I've been like the readers are the winner. No, we are not the winners. Yeah. Uh,
1: I was even going to suggest that we talk a little about what we thought about convergence as a whole. I, I don't want to do that. No, I. I'm uh, just I'm I'm tired from it.
2: We're burnout conversions. Yeah. Next, next week, we're going to start June off. We're going to get back to our regularly scheduled books. Yeah. See how this new DCU. You. I, did some little, I did some little air quotes there, but you couldn't see that. DCU. Yeah. We really got to accentuate that U. We're going to get
1: our regular books, some new stuff, and Nick Lachey with some Twix ads there.
2: Jesus Christ, people were. I was going to mention that. that
1: earlier, and I actually we had discussed many a time that we're going to have a little segment called "Issue or Asshole," right? And I was going to do that for the first one that we were going to talk and see if. Uh, Everybody getting upset about Nick Lachey with ads, is? Are, do they have an issue? Or are they just being assholes? Eric, I think they're being assholes. I think they're being I'm assholes sure as well. i there's a lot of people out there listening that are like, yeah, no, a Nick Lachey. What does it matter? It's an ad.
2: It doesn't. And you it's know what? I kind of wanted a Twix after saying it. So congratulations. Yeah.
1: I wanted some 98 Degrees and maybe <laughs> Nick Lachey. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, I don't care. Uh, you know, I even heard people like, if they take away the page count, yeah. You know I don't think it, they're gonna take away the page You count. know what? It, you know what? Something like this does. It keeps the books at two ninety nine and three ninety nine for the big ones.
2: Exactly. That, that's
1: what it does. Uh, you will have no ads and charge five dollars a book, and then people will freaking really be up in it.
2: My in entire life, comics have been rife they, with that, ads. That, I've never that's been what over. I
1: don't understand. They've always had ads. Now, recently, there's a lot of um, like house ads. Right, but there's there's always been video game ads. There's always you know, all that stuff. There, yeah. there's gum ads. There's all everything. Why is it? Is it just because it's Nick Cliche?
2: Honestly, I'm a little pissed off that we don't have that ad section where you can mail away for shit anymore. Yeah, those are good. I want some X-ray specs. specs and some friggin', yeah. you know. I don't want sand you know kicked I, in my I face anymore. Say, everybody's kicking sand in my face. <laughs> uh, I want to I want to bring a new version of that back. Yeah, I
1: uh, actually, you know what, one I really really liked in those were the stamps. Yeah, where you can send away and get like two thousand stamps. I was a big stamp collector at one point, and then I I don't know. Well, it was it's a bad thing because I get nuts when I start collecting stuff, and that's not something you could ever have all of, and it drove me nuts.
0: (laughs) You're insane.
1: Oh yeah, I have to have everything, and even if I'm never even gonna touch it, it, it just drives me nuts. So, but that's it. We went through the whole episode. We did not
2: mention our favorite guy. We have a favorite guy. Yeah, Duke of Wellington. No, oh the duke of, well i'm saying we do have plans of bringing him back to life but duke Oh,
1: you mean it too
2: bring yes, him back I to do.
1: life uh oh, duke of wellington
2: they said we were crazy
1: but we'll show them we had so much fun talking about the duke of wellington <laughs> i don't think we're gonna have as much fun at the end of this episode no i don't because we're just about done we talked a lot tonight uh, i think the books went pretty quick though because uh we didn't want to talk about i didn't i was so sick of these books i i want to get them the, the good ones I don't even know what's next week. I didn't even look yet.
2: I did. Totally forget.
1: Yeah, I, I think I have Bizarro. Yeah,
2: I think it's no. one of my
1: new ones. I thought Bizarro was
2: next week. Maybe. I, I, I have Batmite like then. That, but, cause that uh, comes out the same
1: week. Uh, I'll give the old uh, talk. Uh, if you would love to, or we would love you to come to the site, it's uh, Weird Science DC Comics Blog. where you can see us review almost every book besides Man of Steel. You might not see that ever. But, and if
2: you want to give us a rating or review anywhere you get this podcast, please do so. And you can also find us now on the Comics Podcast Network. The Comics Podcast Network, Eric. What is yeah. that? Well, that is a network of comic book podcasts that... where you can get anything you want to deal with comic books. I thought that's what it was. I even saw
1: some others where they're talking a little uh, Game of Thrones,
2: this one. Well, that's so nonsense. Not we even... got to get off this. we got to get off this. <laughs> Fuck this noise.
1: It's not even just comics, it seems. It's if you have a, a normal comic podcast, but you could talk about other things like Kung Fury.
2: I was going to say, we talk about a lot of shit
1: that's not comics. Small wonder. Small Uh, But also you can uh, email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Also find us on Twitter at, oh God, I can never remember, weirdsciencedc and see what that shit show ends up. Uh, This (laughs) week we didn't have a lot of fireworks except Dan Abnett called me out saying uh, I sent it to Dan Abnett Fan Club. Uh, hit the He Man issue, and it <laughs> gave me this kind of what appeared to be a snarky comment, like, "Hey, you know we're over here." To Wink, his real blink. Twitter address. Uh, to his real Twitter address, which I explained to you. I have sent a million. That you have given uh, He Man a nine eight, and I yeah. sent it to him, and he would not tweet it, so I gave up. I,
2: exactly. I, I, he has never touched any uh, of our shit. Tweets. There's there's limited real estate there. But First time he talks to us is because we didn't send it to the right place. Sent
1: it, so then I sent back a, a smart ass reply. <laughs> And now he hates us. What
2: would you send back to and him? I
1: told him. I said that he made it seem like he was like, yeah, we didn't go to his house. So I put, yeah. hey, we, we've we been knocking on that door for a while. But all <laughs> we get is the lights going out and hearing some whispers. And I said, until now, thanks a lot. And he never responded. Of course he did. Uh, well, yeah, that's but another I'm one we can add you, to the list. I, I pretty much, I really try to answer any questions I most people know that we're dummies they don't really ask us questions they just talk to us i always yeah. i always talk back I, I might not know what i'm talking about but i like to add it in some humorous uh,
2: like tanya's test song. pilot uncle yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> last week in the green arrow or green lantern uh, Corps, i said that i knew a test pilot said that my wife's uncle was a test pilot bunch of hooey he's not. you sir sure are a liar just, yeah because i don't like to have you, you got me right. really
2: interested in
1: <laughs> yeah i do yeah. Okay. She knows can, somebody. I know there's. You know what it is. It's
2: almost like that Skinner with the the grilled, ha- steamed hams. Like, yeah. You have a was. test pilot uncle. Can I meet him?
1: No. 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 Um, I. It, she has some relative that was in the Top Gun program. I think he went by Maverick. <laughs> told you
2: he got hurt. He went by Iceman Man. He got hurt in a, ice, he he got got hurt in a
1: uh, tragic volleyball accident.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. You can also find us on Facebook at. Uh, yeah. we, <laughs> what is it? Facebook.com dot uh, no, com forward slash weird science cc comics yes and give us a like over there follow I, us and I shit think like I that. can
1: say that this week we will be putting up another article on what we thought of the previews uh, yes sir this week and I do not think that our big plans Eric of a preview show I don't think they're happening I think that would take too long oh we'll yeah see. by the time uh, Wednesday rolls around we wouldn't have done it and then it's the time is come and gone yes sir. But uh, I guess that's it.
2: That is it, brother man. So Another everybody rambling, have a rambling end. Rambling end. Rambling end. Ramble on, Eric. Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you in seven. See you in seven.
0: Oh!